Alright, episode 45. Holy shit, I think it's the year anniversary from the very first time we recorded one. I think this weekend. Uh, so, welcome to technically the first, the year anniversary of when we started this fucking mess. But not the actual year on when it aired, which we'll do a special episode for them. I think that might be right around the time 50 comes out, if I'm not wrong. Um, I am Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. Ray, I'm the known as Daddy. I'm Gerald. Gerald. And we also have a special guest this week. I've been dying to get this fucking guy on the podcast. Technically, he made a surprise appearance two episodes back at the Memorial Day uh, Spectacular. Uh, I guess is what you'd want to call that one, the fucking mess of a, of a night. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've been, I talk about him every fucking week. I talk about how I've wanted to get him on the show it's literally since the first week because he's a one of my best friends in the world, one of my longest fucking friends in the world that I've known. Uh, I don't even think I said that right, but the coffee's really kicking in right now, guys. So I'm, I'm ready to go. I don't think it's the coffee. Yeah, no, it's the donuts. You're right. Maybe it's the weed. Who knows? Um, uh, but yeah, so it's... Uh, it's well. I'll just have him introduce himself. Everybody, welcome to the show. Mike Jakes is here. Mike Jakes, motherfucker. That's hello, right. internet. Yo, hello, internet, and hello, everybody <laughs> that listens to this, because we do have people that listen to this. And uh, Mike Jakes, uh, what hell? We met in seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right, band class. That's how we. Yeah, somewhere around there. So we were what, 11? 11, 12 years Ten, old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 11, 12 years old. So we're about the same. Twenty-one years. Your birthday is what? November. August. August. Oh, why did I think it was November? Oh, you're reading your Benny's birthday. Yeah. We have the same birthday. That's right. We're, Holy bir- shit. we're birthday buds. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I, that's uh, that's the same day as uh, Terminator uh, um, Doomsday. And Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson. Michael birthday. Jackson's birthday. Yeah, kind yep. of. Uh, Applehead. <laughs> Callback. Whatever you say, little one. Whatever you say, little one. I'm a little one. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, having a sharing a birthday with my brother is cool, I guess. But then there's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. Yuck. Uh, yeah, so welcome to the show, Mike Jakes. Mike Jakes Thank is uh, not only an old friend of mine and Ray. Um, went to school. Yeah, went to school together. But he's also a musician. He's a, a touring musician at one point, and he's got recordings. He's got all kinds of stuff, and he's a fucking huge metalhead. He fits into this crowd very, very well, and this is going to be a super music-centric podcast from start to finish. So um, we should give you a little bit more of an introduction, talk about how you started playing the drums, talk about that stuff, and then we'll segue into me and Ray's review. Yeah. So we uh, give everybody... Caught up on who you are. Yeah, so uh, I don't remember exactly when I started playing drums, but I didn't start seriously playing drums until middle school, uh, so probably 12 or 13. Uh, my cousin started playing guitar around the same time, and uh, the both of us just started jamming together, playing Metallica songs, uh, you know, Ozzy, whatever we were listening to at the time, uh, and it kind of just took off from there. Uh, we decided to start a band. Uh, it was a small three-piece band. Uh, him, his best friend, and myself just jamming in his dad's garage, my uncle's garage, uh, and kind of just went from there. Um, 2005, we recorded our first record. Um, then Which is technically an EP. It's, it's an, an EP. EP. Yeah. Ready? Ready? See that? That's that's called foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing. Right. That's foreshadowing for later on. Um, but uh, yeah, we played uh, we played uh, uh, as far north as New Hampshire. We played as far south as Baltimore. Um, had great shows, shitty shows. Did a bunch of battle of the bands in the area. Um, but you know, life got in the way. People had kids, jobs, moved to different states, so that kind of fell apart. Stupid babies. Uh, yeah, stupid babies. <laughs> um, you know, babies. Uh, <laughs> Still babies. Oh. 
Shredder. No, the only one. <laughs> well, that's my favorite thing. TMNT2, yeah. Okay, see? Wait, yeah. Jason fucking Razor. He's um, fucking down. If anyone else knows me uh, uh, that's listening to this, you know I'm a Ninja Turtle fan. So. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I still play every once in a while. Uh, now we're trying to live vicariously through our children. So yeah. my cousin uh, bought a guitar for his son, and I bought drums for my son. So. That's awesome. <laughs> does Jordan play? Does he play at all? Or uh, when kinda? he feel, when he feels like it. Yeah, yeah. Playing for him is just uh, taking just the sticks and hitting things for about thirty five seconds, including you, including myself. <laughs> if I get close enough. Um, but uh, he loves music. There's always music in my house, whether it's my yeah. wife's music or mine. Uh, yeah, Kate's a big music fan, too. She's a too. huge music fan. She's as much into music as we are. Just yeah. different styles of it. You, way different styles. Um, I mean, we, we sort of cross over. There's some bands that I'll listen yeah. to that she'll tolerate, I guess, is the, the word you could use. <laughs> That's kind of always how it is. Yeah, it? yeah. You have to have a couple like middle ground bands where you're like, yes, honey, I'll take you to this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some bands that she listens to now uh, that I introduced her to. Um, that we yeah like you said we go to shows and uh, you know we try to go to as many shows as possible uh, it's tough with a four year old but we try to make our way to, to cross off our bucket list bands so well pretty soon you can start bringing them that's a, yeah absolutely that's cool part. yeah because we started bringing Mikey to shows I think when he was six and Rosie I, Rosie wasn't into music I, I kind of dragged her to her first show when she was ten and that was Kiss yeah and then from there it took her a little while but like the second show I really kind of dragged her to was Guar, Whitechapel and somebody else the last tour that Dave Brocky was alive on and now she loves all that stuff and way more music than yeah. even I like she's really into like the, no- the noise shit's coming back like Daughters and stuff like that she just went to a show the other day that she watched a man play a giant piece of broken glass like a violin and then sh- and shattered it on the stage and that's apparently music nowadays. It's the new age gallery. Yes, there was all yeah. There's all kinds of shit. She watched, it's, it's art. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's art. art yeah. It's an art. Music she went, to, is she art. went to the fucking Columbus Theater to watch it. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. And I was like, you know what that used to be? She goes, yeah, no theater. I was like, mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> like, but hey, you know, she's not. She's almost Air 19. Yeah. yeah, that's where it goes. Just so you know, so welcome. Wait, it's, yeah, yeah, you know. oh, yeah. But yeah, so um, we'll get. I want to segue back into talking about Mike playing uh, music and stuff in a minute because we're gonna, like I said, have um, a lot of music discussion in general today. Um, I want to kind of save some of that music side of it for when we get into like the. I don't know, the second quarter of the show or so because we're going to do some, I want you and, I'd like to go over you and Steve being live touring musicians at one point to kind of see the differences between like a rock or metal band versus hip hop or just kind of see the two differences. But This is the first time we've been able to really yeah. do that, you know? Um, but to get into that, me and Ray went to a show last night. Ray, uh, explain to everybody how this happened, this adventure. This adventure, it's just a band that I've liked for a long fucking time in general. Uh, and I wanted to cross them off like the bucket list, like you said. Just go see them because I don't know when the fuck I'm going to see them again. So I drag it to this show. But how did you got you to gotta, you gotta learn how to tell a story? What did you do the other day? You called me out of nowhere. Yeah, I called you on yeah. Thursday and just asked you if you want to go to a show Saturday. Yeah. And you, you thought it was going to be Iron Maiden. I did think but, it was going to be Iron Maiden. Because, yeah. like, literally the same day... <laughs> by the way, I don't like Iron Maiden at all. And he fucking knows it. So he even made a joke about it as we're halfway to Boston last night. He's like, he's like, hey, yeah. He's like, the next show you want to go to with me? You want to go to Iron Maiden? I was like, no. Not even a little bit. I'm a fucking 100% Bruce Dickinson's a cunt. I just, I'm fucking... I'm all set. I should... I should check them off because I do like a lot of their music. I just, just like my hatred towards Rush, I don't really hate, like, I hate Gaty Lee. I don't hate the band's music. I think the music is very talented. I just am not into it. 
And I don't like a lot of the fans that go to those shows either. It's rough for me. Like, it's just a different... It's a culture shock, to be honest with you. It's a different kinda, generation. Yeah, kind of the same... You brought up a good concept yesterday. We should bring that up. Yeah, we should... Oh, remind me to bring that up later on. Oh, mm-hmm. So, the concept that I brought up to him as far as a theme at some point, it kind of gets confusing, but we could narrow it down together. And we might even do it as, like, a second time we bring Mike back, whatever, but there's bands that I'm not really into that you guys are, and vice versa, right? So... Like Iron Maiden, I've never put on an um, an Iron Maiden album one time in my entire life. I've never even started one. Never looked up a song on Spotify. Never tried to play a single song. If it's on in the background, it's on in the background. Um, Bob Marley never looked up a song. I know all of his songs. They all sound exactly the same. I get it. I get who he is, but it all sounds one hundred percent the same to me. So if you tell me one album's better than the other one, I wouldn't. I'm not going to disagree because I don't fucking know any. You different. don't know. Yeah. But it all sounds the same. Um, so my point was was. Maybe it'd be kind of a cool challenge to like, hey, you know, say you say Ray loves one Iron Maiden album, and you love some other band that I don't know. You both pick out an album for me to live to pick through to listen to on my own, and then I pick out my favorite song from each album and then play it on the on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like so. That's a good idea. Yeah. The picks come from the albums. You're you're kind of forcing yourself to do a yeah. little bit of homework, but instead of making us listen to one full album while we're sitting here, or twelve full albums, as this would end up being, you each listen to two albums during the week. We all have the time. You, it's forcing you to try to pick one favorite song. You play that song, and that'll be the surprise for everybody. Like, oh shit, because then it, you know, I so just think that that'll be cool. So, Steve in theory would have to pick an album for me to listen to. <laughs> if you want to be in, yeah. oh, oh fuck yeah. that, yeah. you can you can opt out of it. You oh, know? I'm out. My my name is out. <laughs> so that's a, that's a one of those shows where we would have Mike jump in on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, again, what's nice about this is Gary might not listen to as much music as us, but he does listen to music, and he's traveled all over the fucking place listening to it, so he's going to be able to jump into the conversation that we're getting into in a minute. But while Ray brought that up, that was just a theme I thought would be kind of fun. It's like, you got to come up with stuff that's challenging once in a while, instead of like, all right, guys, let's just pick our favorite soundtrack song. Like, that's great, but like, that's yeah. so vast and so easy and so simple. It's, it's better. I like almost making each other have a little pain you know <laughs> it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of fun it, it makes it a little bit more fun you know like to force Ray to listen to some fucking hardcore band that he absolutely is not gonna like or actually hardcore he's not bad with I would probably pick like an Asking Alexandria or something for him that he's never listened to that has like techno fucking breakdowns and be like alright Ray go ahead you you decide which your favorite, you know what I mean but like but I legitimately like it because I listen to it at the gym and there's beats and stuff in it that that's besides the point my yeah. point is I think it would be cool to just challenge each other a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so, that's a good idea. Bring, bring that one back up later on. Pin in that one. So, me and Ray go to back, see... Back to this not Iron Maiden show. This is great. Not, not, not Iron Maiden. <laughs> so, Ray calls me up. I'm, I'm not feeling that great. Was Iron Maiden playing in the area? They're playing soon. Yeah, they're going to be they're playing, playing in Mansfield. Uh, Xfinity, right? Yeah, Xfinity Center. Uh-huh. But he had literally the same day clicked on, on the Facebook thing for that, for the Iron Maiden show, like, interested. And he called me, like, an hour later... And because I, I was scrolling through Facebook, I was laying in bed or whatever, just kind of I wasn't feeling that great. He goes up, he's like, "What? I fucking wake you up, pussy?" And I'm like, "No, I'm I'm just kind of like relaxing, you know. I had the day off." He's like, "Hey, listen, listen, it's a band on Saturday. I really want to go see." And I'm in my head, I'm like, "Great, Iron Maiden. I can't wait to fucking go see this. Like, I'll go, whatever." He's like, "If I, you know," he goes, "Listen, I'll I'll, I'll buy the ticket." He goes, "I just don't want to drive all the way up there. So like, if you don't mind driving me, it's in Boston." No, you didn't say Boston. I think you said thought it was something else. And then he goes, uh, he goes, yeah. So what, what's the name? Of, what? Do you, how do you pronounce it? The band? Yeah. 
Slough Fag. That's not how you were pronouncing it last night, though. <laughs> but that's how we pronounce it now, because we argued about it for an hour on the way home. So, Slough Fig, or however the fuck you want to pronounce that, um, is, uh, is who he tells me on a Sunday. I remember you playing him once in a podcast. And he goes, yeah, it's, it's uh, I said, well, where is it? And you said, I think, can't remember, I think you said Cambridge. He goes, yeah. I said, Cambridge. I was like, dude, that's, that's a hike. Yeah, it's only 40 miles. I'm like, yeah, right, only 40 <laughs> miles, because that's what Facebook tells you. It's a fucking hour and 12 minutes into the heart of Boston. He yeah. doesn't realize that Cambridge is Boston, just like pa- uh, Potawatomi is Warwick. It's Warwick. You know? <laughs> like, but it's, you literally have to drive through a different city to get there. Yeah. And, you know, like, or was, a he boat. Not, was he not aware of the festivities that were going on? Either? Nobody was. I wasn't no. either, and I'm, I'm involved with that community. Oh, so that it was Boston Pride last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, neither one of us caught on yeah. to that, which is even funnier. So it was Boston Pride, whatever. But So I'm thinking, like, we're going to run into a baseball game or something, or something else is going to happen. Because it's a it's a weekend, it's a Saturday, I guarantee there's a million things going on in Boston. But the show starts at, the doors open at 6.30, there's only two bands, maybe an opener that we missed or whatever, but we're, we're going to, I'm like thinking, like, this is going to be great, we're going to be out of there by like 9.30, I'll be home by 10.30, I can get home, watch the fucking UFC fight, this is going to be great. He picks up some beer, gets to my house before I even get there and now I take going to shows for granted because I go to them all the time I yeah. go to shows constantly this is probably the weakest year I've had in music in a long time because I've kind of cut it back because of my new job but it's it's not uncommon for me to go to three or four shows a, a month especially when concert season really starts happening I go to a lot of smaller underground hardcore bands or I'll even go to bigger shows now whatever but I love live music some people save up for a year to go on one week's vacation on a cruise with their family they come back and they're miserable. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But they, they they take all these pictures. They spend all their money on shitty fucking tropical drinks that don't really get them drunk. Me, I use that money all year long for memories every single time I go to one. That's just where my brain goes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with either one, but that's mm-hmm. what I do. And the other thing is, is people that don't go to shows all the time, that go to like country fest and stuff, yeah. they spend $200 a ticket or whatever, <clears throat> see me going to shows and they're like, how do you afford all these shows? I'm like, it was 10 bucks yeah. at the Met. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, I'm not going to see fucking, I'm not going to see, you know, like, this big band. Like, it's not that hard. But people not, that don't know underground music don't catch on to that, right? Anyways, so I forget that Ray doesn't go to a lot of shows, even though he's big into music. So he's, like, nervous, and I can tell he's like, dude, we, we really got to get going. So I'm, I, I was bad. trying to be good about it. No, I you were, but I could see it in keep, your face. Yeah, I was just like, uh, he, oh. He's so nervous, because I am also not catching on that this is, he's, how long have you been listening to that band? Uh, probably, I want to say, five or six years, if not longer. But how long have they been around? Uh, they've been around since early 90s. Right, so this is a band that's been around a long time, but yeah. not very big. Yeah. Fucking, it's somebody that he's, I, I don't see him get, like, not starstruck, but nervous to go to a show. Like, it's not often I get the butterflies, like, holy shit, I haven't seen this band ever. Yeah. Or, like, the first time you see Ozzy, or the first time you see this band or that band. I don't get that that much anymore, because I, I go to it so much that, to yeah. me, it's not that big of a deal anymore. I don't realize that for somebody like him who loves so much music... It's it, this is a big deal. So like I'm kind of like dilly dally, and I just get home from work. I'm like yeah, whatever. I'm like all right, we're gonna get there, man. Don't worry. I know my way around Boston. We're gonna be regardless. Fine. You have like this weird sick fucking thing where you always show up like right when you're supposed to be there. If, yeah. If not, if you're not <laughs> no, late, it's like, true. Like, for I mean, we, we like show this, up. but like if it's like an event though, <laughs> you always show up on time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely Pretty always much. show up on time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for events other than these, man. I was. I listen. I was like five minutes late today because you know I got the the guilt trip, but it's all right. that's that's like. <laughs> see, when I go to shows, I like to see 
everybody. Yeah. I don't like to. I generally don't like to show up and see just like maybe the headliner, the headliner, and maybe the band before. I like to for whatever reason. I like to see every, even though I hate myself when I get there. Yeah. yeah. I. Well, I was just gonna say I'm surprised that you said that because you don't even like leaving the house most of the time. So you go see things you don't even know. Like I'm surprised yeah. that you said that, but it makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way. Um, sometimes you'll you'll find a new band. Yeah. By going to oh, see. Yeah. You know, going to see a show and you don't, oh, I don't recognize that name. Maybe they're pretty good. Yep. Yeah. But there are times where I intentionally skip the openers because I know I hate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash. Sure. That, yeah. that happens a lot. Or I'll be honest, at this point in my life, like if I just really want to go see a certain band, but I, because I'm a grown up kind of, I have to work till a certain point. I'm not going to take a whole day out of work to yeah. go see four bands I don't care about when I know I can get out of work on time and to go see, see the just band. the headliner. Yeah, yeah, and make it there because I know I, I go to Worcester all the fucking time. I yeah. know how long it takes me to get to the Palladium. I know where to park. I know how to get there. I know, like, I have that down so well, it's not even funny. I'm in and out of that fucking city, like, in minutes. No problem. Boston, I can get in and out of pretty well. I kind of, I have a pretty good handle on that now. But, like, um, it's just it's funny when like I have that one song where like I'll go to like I went to a show with Rosie and I watched two or three bands open up but that I'd never heard of before and I was like I'm glad I got to do that. I just I don't do that anymore so it was kind of cool to see it through the eyes of right. a teenager and hear new music yeah yeah like truly new music yeah. to me, like that I've never heard before mm. so it was it was cool to see that and it was the last time we did that was the Acacia Strain and Knock Loose and I'd never seen Harm's Way which I wanted to see them and then there was two openers I missed one but we caught another one and to see, like, kids her age, like, dancing in the pit again, and, like, being into the opening yeah. bands, and it's it was cool. It, like, gives me goosebumps, you know? So it's just, it's just wild how that comes back. So anyways, back to the to me and Ray thing. So we, we're, we're getting there. We, you know, we're a couple road sodas on the way up, you know? <laughs> no big deal. Road sodas. And um, we get there. He's still super nervous. We finally find a place to park. And even, like, he's so nervous, he, like... Bought the tickets ahead of time to make sure that we had them, and I'm like, "Dude, 57 people are gonna be at this thing. Like, if you look on the Facebook, like, don't worry, we're gonna be alright." But he's again, I'm not, I'm not putting it all together. Now, mind you, I didn't tell him a word about what I thought about the show until right now. So he's hearing this all for the first time too. We didn't talk about the show at all last night. I argued with him purposely about the name of the band for an hour and a half right home. Also, while busting his balls about how bad he had to pee. You've never seen a fucking more painful look in Ray's face other than last night when we're it's stuck in traffic trying to leave Boston. He's like. Dude, I got a fucking piss, and like a fucking homeless man knocks my my window as we're at a red light, and he's like, "Fuck you, give me your McDonald's cup so I can piss in it." <laughs> like, he's, he's so fucking he's so pissed, so he just wants to go, which is a story in itself. So let me fast forward. We finally park, we get to the fucking show, and I can tell he's like nervous, but I'm still not getting it. Now we get to fucking Massachusetts Avenue where the Middle East is, yep. and now we're all both catching on that holy shit, it's it's probably me doesn't bother me even in the slightest and I don't think it bothers Ray but what's funny is is Ray has a kind of an accent that he doesn't realize that he has sometimes so he's walking around trying to figure out where the upstairs of the Middle East is I've only been to the downstairs and I asked him skilly, skinny girl with a fucking rainbow on her face do you know yeah, where the slow wh- fag is where the slow fag is <laughs> And I think I did kind of get it, like, you know, at that point. No. No, at no, that I took, point, no, I basically that a, did. That I, was the final person you that asked That was the last to. person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you asked, <laughs> you, we, went, we went down to the side About of fucking, three people. we went down to the side of the Middle East, I couldn't remember how to get, I had never been to the upstairs. We went to the side where the downstairs <laughs> is, and there's some, like, hip-hop or techno show at that, so he's asking an entirely different culture there also <laughs> where the slow fag is why wouldn't, goes you just, why wouldn't you just say where's the Middle East upstairs 
Well, that probably would have made sense too. But right, I wasn't thinking about it. Like we were we were about six road sodas deep each, yeah. and he was shoot you training it up the entire way. <laughs> so he's and he's nervous because he really doesn't want to miss the span. Now it's like eight, almost eight o'clock, right? So Do you also are aware that like you're coming off super super nervous and like no, you don't. No, he has no idea. That's what I'm getting at. That's why we didn't talk about the show until right now. So how many people do you think are telling stories about Ray today and how this fucking homophobic guy came up to him asking him what a slow fag is? <laughs> oh, for sure the girl with the rainbow face paint. Uh, oh, yeah. She's telling, she probably made a Facebook post about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah this fucking asshole, white cuck male, fucking whatever the fuck. <laughs> fucking... This, oh, wow. <laughs> literally, same as that. Cl- no, sorry, he had different shorts on. He had the same shirt yeah, on. Yeah, I did. So it's just, it's just funny that, like, he doesn't realize how. Ner- now I'm really catching on. Now I'm starting to feel bad. Like, oh, shit, we really got to find this place. But as he's, he's like, going so fast in front of me with his phone out, trying to go, where's the slow fag? Where's the slow fag? Pointing <laughs> to the fucking Facebook post. I'm like, dude. And then I hear this old guy that is clearly at the show talking to some kids out front of uh, the Middle East. And he's like, he's like, y'all here for Slough? He's like, yo, man, you guys got to get upstairs for Slough. That's going to be a great fucking show. And he's like so into it. He's got like long, shitty fucking white hair. I'm like, Ray, Ray, listen, maybe maybe just change the pronunciation for somebody to actually point us in the right direction. So now we're walking around the Middle East. It's a restaurant, if you guys don't know. You guys all know, but... He's still going. Where's the slow fag in the middle of the fucking Middle Eastern restaurant? <laughs> so what the hell is the name of the band, actually? It's, it's, so I looked it up last night. Technically, there's two different ways you can pronounce it. It's either Slough, almost like Smaug, from like the dragon from fucking. It's it's an Irish folklore thing, so you have to pronounce it like like Gaelic, like fucking. So it's either Slough Feig, like F E Y G, even though it's F E G, or it's Slew, like bleeding through, because it's it's spelled O U G A. Yeah, it's spelled yeah. like that. I so, think I think they say. I just looked it up. Someone said they've heard the band talk before and then it basically rhymes with cows yeah so slough. slough right yeah. so it's yeah. it's either sl- it's slough fig yeah or slow or no slew rather slew fig or whatever but it wasn't sloth I don't know no it wasn't sloth <laughs> no but I agree with that but I just thought it was funny that this old man is out front clearly yeah. been into the band as long as they've been around because he's the same age as him <clears throat> but it, like what the point is is it's because he's so nervous he's now saying it quicker and yeah. it's coming out slow fag <laughs> to all these fucking gay and like I'm dying on the inside I'm like dude we're gonna get beat up like there's dudes walking around with fucking vinyl black hot pants with like, rainbows all over their face and high heels going what is this man asking about a slow fag for so I'm fucking losing my shit in the inside thinking the whole time like we really gotta find this up because yeah. I'm dying and now I gotta pee I'm not gonna lie so we finally figure out how to get there we get up to the thing and he's still so nervous. He goes up to the man at the door and goes, this is a slow fag show? And the guy just kind of looks up and goes, yep. <laughs> so now I'm like losing my shit. Raising, I, and again, I, I'm not used to him. I'm not used to people that are nervous uh, about shows. So he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm at uh, Raven Cows. And he's trying to spell his name. Adds a C to his own name. No, I didn't. The guy mispronounced it. So All fuck right. off. Yeah, but you definitely said C. Add, then a, you C, thought about add a C to my own name. Yeah. Listen to this fucking yeah, guy. Yeah, he definitely did. When he was <laughs> fucking story storyteller. And then he finally, and he's like jumping over the guy to show him where his name is. He finally finds it to say, so the guy slaps those fucking, oh, yeah, suckers cutting off my circulation. Finally, we, go, we find a bathroom. The bathroom, motherfucker, the fucking toilet toilet is, it says uh, right on the front is, uh, 
Very, very much so out of order. Please do not go past this door. And the, the fucking the toilet smashed all over the inside of the stall. Then there's just two stand-up urinals. And the stand-up urinals, dude, like, Filled I'm telling... Well, yours was. Yeah. Mine, I had the big boy when I was a little taller. But the problem is, is I'm literally like... The fucking guy who me left the sink on the, for the, fucking, dude, like three minutes. Gary would have been fucking tight in this, yeah. in this stall. Me, I can't even fucking stand in it. I'm literally going like this. They're so close together. I'm pissing. He's pissing right next to me. And I'm getting wet little droplets on the bottom of my ankle from raised piss <laughs> because the backsplash is that close to you and really I'm like this is fucking now, I'm huh? like this is fucking this is fucking great I'm like this isn't that big of a deal because it's my best friend and I'm sure we've had each other's piss on us before don't ask me about that now but there are better stories later on it's not like so, I pissed intentionally no it's not no you were pissing on me it was backsplatter like it's the same backsplatter that you hit you know yourself but it's I'm like well I know that that's not my backsplatter because the angle isn't right oh, yeah. like oh that's raised backsplatter oh, whatever no big deal let's walk into the show so we get into the show finally that band uh, Sanhedrin Sanhedrin they were fucking great uh, they surprised the shit on me three piece girl singer sounds like mixed between like Dio and Halford um, ripping on the bass we get a couple he gets us a couple tall boys while we're standing there so we're fucking drinking beer he's like I really want to check out the merch so we go and check out the merch there's no merch there's one shirt that's the worst shirt design yeah. I've ever seen my- it's like six stick figures dressed like Indians like like Feather Indians, not dot yeah, Indians. Yeah, yeah, And he's fucking. That's not yeah, feathers, not dots. And he's like, uh, uh, he's like looking. He's like, what the fuck? Like this version that says Slow Fig uh, merch store now closed. Please go to our website, slowfig.com. And I'm like, like these one, these fucking old ass dudes like don't even have merch. Like, what the fuck is going on here? They have like four CDs in a bin. <laughs> like nobody's watching them. So like we're fucking watching them, whatever. And it's it's a people watching experience for sure because I'm used to like more hardcore style shows stuff like that. I'm not used to these kind of shows. Way more people there than I thought there would be, and way more people were into this band than I realized there would be. So we watched about a half hour of the the first band. These guys finally get on stage. Really not not having a clue what to expect. I purposely didn't listen to the band before the show because I wanted a true experience of like, hey, you know what? Like hearing them for the first. Let's time. Let's see what this right. Let's yeah. see what this is. From the opening second they hit their guitars, man, I was. I was actually very shocked. The fucking musicianship was phenomenal. Surprised the shit out of me. I didn't hate it. I, I wasn't sold on the guy's voice completely the whole time. Um, I thought the guitar work was great. The bassist was fucking insane. He was actually finger-plugging the fucking bass, which I haven't seen that in a long time, as good as he was doing. The drummer was great. The band itself was tight. The people in the crowd were very interesting. That's like something I've never seen before. The pit is like your typical standard 90s, like like mosh, like bounce mosh, you know, like um, like more like just shoving each other around, yeah. which is kind of cool to watch it, something like that. Not a very big place, but it was really cool to see it that intimate. And the guitar, like, they're really, really fucking good musicians. I've, I, I mean, I've never heard a fucking Les Paul sound like it can dive bomb with, like it has a tremolo. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Fucking, like, dive yeah. back there, I used to do. I've never heard somebody do that with a fucking Les Paul before, and both of them had Les Pauls. So unless one of them had a fucking special one that I've never seen yeah, before. Yeah, it could have been custom. It might have been a custom, but I couldn't see the the, the rhythm guitarist. The, the singer is the main guitarist, too, which yeah. is even crazier. That dude was fucking tearing it up. Uh, very, very good band. Surprised the shit out of me. Um, we'll get into the second half of the story when we're leaving later on, but Ray got to finally see the band. What did you think about the, the band? He Now, mind you, I didn't tell him at all what I thought of the band until yeah. right now, so I think I'm even surprising him. So. I thought the band was very good, but like I said last night, like the sound, I thought like the fucking lead guitar was a little bit drowned out by like the fucking the noise in the place or however the production was or how loud it was. You could, you could hear it, but it was like distant from like what you would hear on an album. 
it but was, it was loud. good. I didn't mind it. I liked the way it sounded personally. But yeah. I'm, I think I'm a little bit more used to that than you are. Like that enclosed sound. They sound. They were a little not too loud, but they the. I think the I don't know if the gain was too high or whatever. Like the mu- the music really drowned out the guy's voice. But to be honest with you, like the first song I liked his voice, and then every song after that I got it just he got sickening. Like he's yeah. not a bad singer, but like his vocal style. It's repetitive. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, and it's all weird. Like he's clearly singing about like wizards and dragons and fucking fairies and shit, and like you can't understand a word he's saying. He's he's they're from San Francisco. They're American. Or, yeah. And the, the, I mean he's they're rockers like. They, the, the, they knew how to move on stage. They were clearly, like, late 80s, early 90s dudes yeah. that learned how to play their instruments very, very, very well. They were super tight. And their stage presence was good. It was just funny. Like, there's certain cliches that they were doing that made me fucking die laughing. That, like, you see in, like, like cartoons about metal shows and stuff. And, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's, oh, I know. Yeah, I, I can picture what you mean. You already picture what I'm getting at? Yeah. So there's that the show F is for Family. Have you guys ever seen that? The yeah. Bill Burr show? And the, the son, the older son, is in a metal band. And they're called, like, some wizard something or whatever. And they do everything about, like, this is the band in real life. <laughs> like, the fucking guitarist came out, the lead singer-guitarist came out in a shirt that The Undertaker would have wore in 1992. Like a, like, like a leather vest? No, 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 no. The leather vest came out second. Oh, nice. But, yeah. The first yeah. shirt he had on was, was, like, a black, like, it was all cut up, like, so it was, like, spooky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the bottom was all frilly and shit. And it was like it was it had like a cross right here to keep it shut. Oh yeah. And it's like all flowy, you know, and like the way he moves, he's really got the guitar mouth, you know, like the <laughs> yeah. you know, like with every with every note. And the fucking bass player has this like long, like clearly from fucking he had the same hair that like Kirk Hammett had in nineteen fucking eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. Like long, super thick black fucking curly hair. And he's like a he did the the funniest thing he did was they played like three or four songs that were all apparently new songs, and he goes like the guitarist the lead singer guitarist goes to do a wardrobe switch I thought he was just hot and taking his shirt off I'm like yeah whatever good for you he's ripped he's like 50 years old the guy's ripped the fuck up I was very impressed with that alone the fucking bass player goes new stuff new stuff now come old stuff old stuff get ready to rock and then he like and then he walks away says just like that I'm like what the fuck is he saying it's so weird he goes old stuff get ready and the fucking was he, guy, wait, was he telling the crowd? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah telling the crowd. He wasn't like, just yelling to no, the other no, no, no. Like, he, he got in the, he got in the fucking, he got in the, 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 mic, the mic and said it, like, to the crowd. Now everybody's <laughs> really excited. And the guy, the lead singer comes back on with those little tiny crop top vest. Yeah, it was like an Aladdin vest. Yeah, it was like an Aladdin <laughs> black vest. And it's like, it's like, it doesn't go any it's further like, than his belly button. It's yeah. fucking wide open. He's got a fucking cr- like. Oh my god! It was incredible. Exact. I've, I've never seen them. It's, I've heard some of their music. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly it's how what I figured. You would picture <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's to the fucking T. And I also pictured their fans to be like fifty-year-old biker dudes. It's, no, there was a mix. There were people yeah. younger than us. There were people there older than the us. Yeah. There were lots of really bad receding long hair. Yeah. Lots <laughs> of it. Uh, there was one man that looked. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but he was wicked cool guy. Is what I kept on calling him and kept on pointing out to him. His back was as flat as this table, and his front was about as round as Ray's chair. <laughs> and it was—it literally looked like somebody cut the Liberty Bell in half and stuck it to his <laughs> chest. And he like—and he had this like long-ish hair. Oh yeah, he's, uh... and he was. He was like walking around like this, and he kept on looking for friends. And every time somebody would look at him, he kept on wanting to go make a new friend. And then he finally found his new friend, and then he wouldn't leave that friend alone. And it was 
it was it was incredible. It was the best thing I've ever seen, and he was so into it. And then you had like, surprisingly, I thought it was going to be way more bo in that room than there was. No, actually, people smelled kind of nice. There was, there, was one, there, was, there was one lady in front of that had a really nice, like, Aquanet in her hair or something. It smelled great. It was actually, it was kind of relieving, you know? Um, it, it was... <laughs> Ratio to guys to girls? No, uh, probably 60-40. Wow. A lot of dudes brought their girlfriends. And there were actually, surprisingly, a couple really Those girls. dudes probably called their, their girls that old lady. That's, I, mean, I would imagine, yeah. There was, again, there were a lot of younger oh, guys, though. Or oh, they're birds. Yeah. They're birds. Yeah. There was a lot of that. And then uh, it was, I mean, it was just a, overall, it was it was good. The last song, technically, they played like two or three songs. Like in, There was one second to last song that was super, super long, and the guitarist put his guitar down. The lead singer of the guitarist put his guitar down and just sang, and he had like a fedora on at this point now. And Do you really, still have the Aladdin vest. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now he's just singing with a mic, like a punk song. It sounded like a cover, but I don't know if it was because then it like it went from like a punkish cover song into one of their songs. So what kind of like what are the vocals? Are they rock? Well, or he's they played yeah, them yeah. on the show before. Yeah, he's played them on the show. But before. at yeah, the but time, they were called all... the Lord Weird yeah. Slaufek. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lord what? It's got the Lord, the Lord Weird, weird. Slaufek. Yeah. yeah. The Lord thinks. The Lord, yeah. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord thinks weird. Slow, fat. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, the vocals are exactly what you think they are. Like yeah. I, I, I looked them up last night. Yeah, but to me, I watched a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. What'd you think of them? Um, again, the music was good. Um, Music's I had, great. I had the same feeling about the vocals that you had, which is why when you started talking about the vocals, I knew exactly what you were saying. Yeah. He he only has like. He has one range. It's a very monotone type of yeah. vocal. And his singing is very staccato. Like, yeah. the words don't flow together. No. It's like, huh, 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 I've never seen somebody hit like a vibrato note without moving their like bottom jaw somehow, like to control it. He does it with his throat, but it's like, ah, like I don't even know how to explain it. It sounds like a fucking Indian, like, Chanting group. A lot of it had like weird, like Indian beats, like yeah. like tribal Indian beats. Well, it makes sense because they got an Indian shirt, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, like then the best part was he's looking at the fucking shirt, and the bass player came over to try to explain the shirt to him. Oh yeah, because it doesn't say the band's name on anywhere. Recognize the album he was talking about. He's like he mentioned an earlier album, and I said, yeah. I'd, I couldn't fucking you know I can't tell you right now. It was a white shirt. I felt like if I I was supposed to know that you know? it was a white shirt by the way. Which who the fuck yeah. buys a white shirt at a metal show? Yeah. It's a white fucking shirt with literally eight stick figures with like Indian headdresses on them, and there's like arrows pointing to them, and then there's like one down here, and apparently that was supposed to represent the album, and like I, I didn't get it at all. I, there's a lot I didn't get about it, but again, musically, take yeah. away the vocals, take away the Wizards and Dragons. And the incense that were that they clearly started burning when they started, again fitting, um, <laughs> and oh, lots of lots of interesting battle vests. I saw two or three people with real battle vests, and then I saw a man with um, what I would like to consider the international flag of uh, freedom jacket, and he had like every flag of band that he likes. So, like in other words, like he had the nation's flag. No bands on his on his battle vest, by the way. I think he had two. Sorry, but like 
like the Slovenian flag because he likes Slovenian metal. And he had like the Norwegian flag because he likes Norwegian metal. And no American flags, of course. But he's and it, that's that's what his battle vest was represented of. Yeah. Were nations flags of music he likes. And I was I've never seen anything like that. Nope. Uh khaki shorts, very tight khaki shorts underneath those ba- that battle vest. <laughs> um not a cool haircut. Not a cool haircut. Definitely ate his boogers. What about what but, about the footwear? What was the footwear? No, you know, I think he just had like I think he just had some like uh, some classic New Balance, like old school okay. New Balance, and nothing too too dorky. Yeah. But okay. he was he was the epitome of like what you what I really thought I'd say at the show. But then there was a lot of people that were legitimately like, this band must attract musicians. So like you could tell it was a lot of people that understood musicianship. Like there there were again guitar work wise fucking insane how tight they are it it blew my fucking mind to watch these guys play and how tight it was and then again the bass player was unreal but yeah so I don't know about whatever else you had and I'm glad that you looked them up so you can actually talk about it and do some of it so like I said I'm just glad I got to cross them off the bucket list Uh, don't know if I'm going back to the Middle East anytime soon maybe go see uh, what's that guy uh, that you were saying from uh, Turbo Negro I'd go see that although dude fuck man Dark Funeral Incantation that would be a great show I don't know if it's down I would imagine that's going to be downstairs come on man Mickey Avalon you were on that no definitely not my dick my dick and it's him and Dirt Nasty too Simon Rex so you know you want to go meet him yeah so like, drag me to that so like this this band, right? So do you even care? Like, do you want to meet people? Like in the band? Like, do you? Oh uh, no! Yeah, he, that's well, the other way that I realized that he was nervous. Apparently, we walked right by the lead singer on the way in. I, I recognized him, but I didn't want to bug him. Yeah, so, so I was just like, I'm just gonna fucking at the show pass this motherfucker right Drunk now. Ray at the show was like Drunk Ray at the show. Drunk Ray at the show. Yeah, Drunk Ray at the show was that. like. Oh man, we walked right by. You said his name, Mike something. Mike Scalzi. Yeah, Mike. So he's like, he's like, yeah, I fucking knew that was Mike Scalzi. We walked right by him. I could have said hi to him, and I'm like, you should have. Right? He goes, no, no, I, I don't want to bug him. Too many people bugging him, and I'm like, yeah, because everybody's running up to that because they definitely know. (laughs) Did he recently cut his hair or something too? I think he did have long hair. Because he said something. The first thing he said when he got on stage was. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, dried my hair off and it all fell out. Ha, ha, ha. And, like, everybody laughed and then he put his guitar in instead of playing. Yeah. I don't know, so there you go, guys. Dad jokes. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's a lot of... Didn't you say he was a professor? Was he a professor of music? Uh, professor... I couldn't... I actually pull it up. It'd be... No, seriously, do that, because he, he was... Whatever it was, it was really good. So the second half of this night is... And I'll just sum this one up pretty quick. Ray, not realizing that he drank a shitload of beer while we were there and still had beer in my truck, we get to my truck, uh, which the walk... See, my truck was interesting too because we were both pretty tightened up at this point. And well, dude, Boston, especially that part of Boston at, at nighttime during this part of the it's dark year, and scary. No, that's not so much. It's um, lots of tight, wonderful fitting clothes on oh. the opposite sex. Is yeah. all I'm gonna say. Okay. You just got to be careful what you're saying. Yeah. Nowadays. There's certain people in our group that don't really care about what they're saying and how loud they're saying. It. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> it was. It was a. Uh, it was a couple times where I almost howled at the moon and raised like philosophy laughing. professor. Okay. At uh, Diablo Valley College. That sounds about right. Yeah. He's. So we 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 got we got in the truck whatever like so I'm, I'm I hate when the GPS tells you the like I wish I'd used my phone GPS on the way home but I use my truck one and my truck one doesn't have like the route settings so it's it takes us the wrong way right into traffic past like the Prudential Center and all that shit so I didn't realize how much traffic we're going to be in he I made sure to piss before we left he doesn't even think to do that halfway 
through Boston. He's like, dude, I really got to piss. You got to pull over somewhere. I'm like, no, fuck that, man. Like, we're gonna get yeah, on the highway in the middle man. of the city. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck all that. Like, we're gonna we gotta fucking go, man. Like, once we get on the highway, I know all the little exits to get off. But like, you gotta wait until we're on the highway. Now he's now because he's sitting down, it's really hurting him. He's having a hard time. He opened a beer. He only got well, road soda. Only got two <laughs> sips. Only <laughs> two sips. He's like, fuck. Good this. idea when you need to piss. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Road sodas. Right, more road sodas. Because I think that's what triggered it. Finally, was the fact that he got through about half one. He's like, I can't even fucking drink this. And he puts it down. So we pull off the highway. Once we finally get on the highway, and he literally jumps out of my truck <laughs> and into this little like park. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'll meet you right there. I was I, like, I'm, I, I'm like, dude, listen. I was like, jump out right here. It's right off the highway. I'm like, jump off right here. I'm gonna go to the other side and I'll meet you over there. So we, I go to drive around, and it's. Dorchester, so it's like right where Dorchester. People are like walking their dogs. Yeah, there's like a there's a lady. I, I get over there. There's a lady with her fucking little kid walking a dog. He's about to take his dick up to start pissing. He realizes that he can't. Now I'm like, holy fuck, here we go. Yeah. Now uh, that lady goes past him. I finally see him. I'm watching him in my rearview mirror. He goes behind a vehicle. There's bushes all yeah. over the place and trees. No, 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 fuck that. Right in the middle of the fucking street behind a car that he doesn't know. He just you gotta go, you through. gotta go. He man. just starts letting her, and I can see the stream coming on, coming down the fucking the valley. And here comes a lady walking up towards him, and I'm like, dude, oh, oh no. my fucking god. I'm like, please hurry up, please hurry up. Finally, he, he finally catches on and goes. We get on the highway, we get about halfway home. Now he's got to piss again, and he's still fucking. We're, we're talking and having a good At time. At this point, you got to go. So I get At this lucky. point, I did. I get lucky. This is where it was really fucking funny, though. And please, no homophobia. I don't want anybody to fucking think all this shit is, is bad, but the way Ray said this was the fucking funniest thing ever. Is it okay to say this? Say one? it. Whatever. All right. So we fucking we pull over. I know, again, that switch of highway like the back of my hand. So I said, look, there's a truck stop right on the highway. It's an egg right, before, right after exit six where it's Mansfield. We'll go there. We'll just take a piss. He's like, all right, fine, because I had to piss too. So we pull up. In this, like, right where like the trees are, all kind of cars. Clearly, everybody's doing the same thing we are. So fucking, well, I thought so, anyways. I fucking, I pull my truck up so we can stand on the other side of my truck instead of like pulling in like everybody else. I pulled it in like straight forward because the only on the other side of it is just grass and trees. So I don't, I get out of my truck. He's already out of the truck pissing. Like with, he must have had his dick in his hand. <laughs> tuck and roll, tuck yeah, and roll for real. Tuck and roll. So I leave my lights off and everything. I get around and all of a sudden here comes a man out of the bushes. Yeah. Out of nowhere, dude. Like, yeah. Like it spooked me too. I was <laughs> like, like he was what waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I said, get the fuck out of here, fag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he goes. <laughs> he didn't say fag. He goes. He goes, he's literally pissing already. Doesn't give a fucking world. Dick's yeah. clearly pointing right, pointing right at the guy. But not for nothing. The, to be fair, the guy did literally come out of the bush. Yeah, like a sneaky Pete over here. And that's what happens at fucking truck stops. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Like, a lot of the time. So all I hear is, get the fuck out of here, faggot. Stop looking at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I get around the fucking truck, and here's a man just looking at me. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you might want to keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> the guy keeps on walking and he just like hurries to his truck and I think so, like I think what happened was they got out to piss they walked all the way to the bushes or yeah. something I don't know but I'm looking behind me I can't even fucking peen out this one <laughs> I'm so fucking hot I'm like fuck it I'll wait till Ray's done I go to get back in my truck to wait for him to be done and I see a person come from this guy's car uh. walking towards us I'm like oh here we fucking go mm. the guy got halfway kind of like looked up and then turned around and went and pissed, pissed in the bushes near himself or we got back in his car did whatever the fuck yeah. they do but it might have been something sketchy I'll be honest because it, it was a little odd like I didn't see this guy anywhere he yeah. just popped up out of nowhere then I got out and I pissed too but it was it was the right timing for the scenario it wasn't like it was this wasn't hate towards gay people this was a man jumping out of bushes or trying to coming look out of bushes, definitely looking at right at his cock <laughs> 
fucking <laughs> like definitely looking right at the fucking the, the the hammerhead and just fucking being ready to go. A little spooky. So, anyways, that was that. And then we got home and uh, we had to we had to go get Taco Bell because he was obsessed with getting Taco Bell. And then we got to my house, watched the fights, and he lost his phone three times in my car. The best part was about that in was, the car. He lost his phone in my car like twice. In the as soon as we got in my truck, right, goes. Hey, do you know where my choo-choo train is? I was like, no, did you put it you put it away before we even walked in? He was like, fuck. He's like, I hope, hopefully I didn't bring it with me and drop it at the show. And I was like, no, you put it in my truck. No, like, I know I didn't drop it there. I thought I dropped it when I jumped out to take a piss. No, no, this time. is no. You were too drunk to remember what I'm talking about. This is where I realized <laughs> that you were drunk. In my truck, when we got in my truck to drive away from the show, yeah. you asked me then. Halfway well, you had the piss, when you get back in from pissing the first time, you asked me again. Yeah, I probably asked you every 15 minutes. No, but it was like two, like you were coming, <laughs> by this point you're coming too because the piss is leaving your body. So you're, you're like, you're like, wait, I already asked you that? And I was like, yeah. Like you already, then by the time we get to my house, he asked me again and he's like, he's like, I was like, yeah, you already asked me that twice, dude. You're like, wait, what? Seriously? Like I didn't, because you kept on thinking every, it was almost like Groundhog Day, like you'd wake up every, every after every piss and then realize <laughs> that you didn't have your choo-choo train on you. You know what I mean? Ah, so it was funny. That's the story, guys. Story. Now let's segue into the the second half of the show here, which is uh, the uh, the live touring stuff. Now that we've all talked about shows and fucking what's other stuff, Steve and Mike can probably compare a lot to th- venues that they've been to or different things as far from hip hop to fucking uh, uh, metal and rock. Um, we know if you want to re go over what what group you were in. Did you ever do solo stuff on your own? No, we did. It was IMZ, which is the one we toured East Coast, and then the network, which was basically just around here. Okay. No solo stuff. No, all right, all right. So I remember the, the network thing, too. I wasn't sure if you ever really did much with that. Because I remember, like, you were, you were pumping that pretty good. Was that with the one of the guys from the IMZ, or was that somebody entirely? Somebody else, yeah. Different? Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, Mike has been in a couple different bands, right? So you, it's a similar yeah. thing. Like, one band kind of toured a bit, and then one band really just stuck around here. Yeah. Yeah, my my band. Uh, well, I say my band, but the, the the band that I started with my cousin, uh, Days Unknown. Yeah, we 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 didn't do like an actual tour where we started no, so, in one town and yeah. and went up. But we used to trade shows with the band in New York and New Jersey. Um, we did some battle of the bands that that took us to other states like New Hampshire and stuff like that. Um, somehow, I don't I don't even know how we ended up on a show in Baltimore, um, but that was a shit show. Um, Did you ever no, do a battle of the bands with anybody that actually made it? Uh, n- not that I can recall. Not, not that I know of. Unless they changed their names. You've met a lot of people through the years, though. Like, <clears throat> like you were buddies with that... Thy, um, uh, that Will Be Done. Yeah, That Will Be Done, right? Yeah. You jammed with him for a little bit. Yeah, I jammed with him for a while. I still talk to him. I talk to the to the singer, Jay. Um, they're best buds still. So, um, you know, there, there's still a lot of bands around now that I was either playing with or playing at the same time as I was back then. Isn't the singer of that band now with uh, <clears throat> the band that Mike D from Killswitches in? They, no. You know what I'm talking about? What the fuck band is that? They just oh, they shot the video. Death, Death Ray Vision. Yeah, Death Ray Vision. I thought that, I thought that was the same dude. No, no. Jay and uh, the singer for That Will Be Done and Eric, the uh, ex-bass player, uh, have another project called Lead Pipe Cruelty. Um, it's the drummer from God Forbid... Okay. And one of the uh, one of the guitarists that used to be in Anthrax. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember his name. There's been um, a bunch. So. Yeah, there's been a bunch. Um, but the, there's is it John Denias? 
Uh, from, he's from Shadows Fall, so he still does maybe, some maybe. Yeah, it sounds be like a, it might make sense. Yeah, and then Matt from Shadows Fall has <coughs> he's got his own band too. I can't remember what the fuck they're called. But uh, yeah, they're 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 pretty solid. They're still working on material. Um, but uh, they'll be releasing stuff soon, so keep an eye out for that. I know they want to do like a limited edition cassette release with like fifty cassettes and stuff like that. So That's cool. yeah, but the music's solid. It's it's good stuff. As far as like playing bands, I mean playing shows and traveling and stuff like. It's, it'd be interesting to see, like, if you guys did mutual things like that. So, like, like did you ever trade shows with people or to get people booked or anything? Or In hip-hop, there, there's, like, no such thing. All right. The, the, nobody wants to work together. It's all it's it's all ego-based. Yeah, it's very it's selfish, right? very selfish. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, that's kind of the name of the game. Like, you're always... People make songs about how good they are and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So there's no, there's no working together. Very rare. It's weird. Like mm. you think that they would be a little bit more like, and it's so easy to th- put on a hip hop show. It's literally like just bring your track and like, yeah. I mean, automatically. Yeah. Did you guys with with your stuff? Did you have to have somebody? Did you have somebody make your beats for you? Or did you just fucking? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Was we it was just, one of the guys in the group, or was it somebody else? He was. He's technically in the group, but he wasn't like a featured part of the group. Okay. Like, but so he was listed. Yeah. Almost yeah. like a producer. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I know there's some people in in the hip hop community right now that, and maybe it's just the the, the g- genre of hip hop because you know, there's subgenres in every overall genre, but it seems like a lot of their shows are either the same people that you're performing with all the time, mm-hmm. so you kind of have your group of, you know, always doing shows with the same group of people, or um, you you seem to to end up getting referred by someone who runs that club because you opened a show there two or three times and they end up calling you to get on a bill. Is that is that kind of how it went? That's pretty much how it went for everybody else. Like we we never worked with a promoter or anything. We always booked our own shows. Yeah. So we would we would somehow get an in with the venue. Like maybe a lot of times we would do like a like a weekday and then prove to them that we can draw people and then we would get a weekend. Yeah. And then we would just get people for the show, whoever we wanted, and we would pay them ourselves. Okay. And rather than working with a promoter, because you're not making any money that way. Right. Not, so, but everyone, everyone else, yeah, everyone else just went through a promoter and but played with the same people all the time and, and shit like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's it's not like that with with metal. No, well, I mean, it's same thing. We didn't have a prom- promoter. It was a lot of self promotion. So we started out when when. When it was just a three-piece band and the bass player was singing, uh, we were playing college shows. We were playing at URI. They were both in college. I'm a couple of years younger than they are. Uh, So we were playing shows there, and it was just, you know, it was one night a month where there was just two rooms that were next door to each other, and people would just come in and play. Mm -hmm. And then the next band would just load their stuff in. And while that band was loading in, everyone would move to the room next door. So there was always music. You had your time to set up. There was no back lines or anything like. There was no official bands. There was literally no organization really, except for, you know, you gave your name to a person that was okay. You're gonna go on at this time, this time, this time, this time, and they would just make a list of all the bands that were there. They didn't know what genre they were or anything. So, you know, it would go from, you know, a reggae band to a metal band to a solo guy just playing beats to a rock band, and it was kind of all over the place. Um, but once we kind of got our footing and figured out sort of what type of music we wanted to play, 
then it was just kind of shopping yourself around and trying to book shows at the local clubs, mm-hmm. like uh, when the Century Lounge was there, the Call. Yep. Um, our first show ever was at the Living Room, opening up for Donnie Brook, which oh, was kind of funny. Yeah, Two yeah, totally different super worlds, random. So. Yeah, and we so. were the we were the direct opener for them. So there was other bands before us, and then there was us. So I don't know if you don't know who Donnie Brook is. They're like an old hardcore band. <laughs> I remember the name. Straight yeah. hardcore. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, like, like straight up hardcore. Donnie Brook is literally. It's I think it's. Irish for fight or something. Or yeah, something to do I think with they're from Connecticut, right? So yeah, they're like straight up Connecticut hardcore. Yeah, they they got bigger on here sometimes like Ligia did and yeah, that early that early wave of core. So I don't know, and and I don't care if this gets out there anyways, but I, I don't know what kind of shit our singer was spewing to whoever was booking the show. But he could have told us that we were, he could have told the 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 club owner that we were a metal band for all I know. And we we really weren't. We were kind of a hard rock. Yeah, metal influenced band. So you know he's so like, you guys oh, were, hardcore. You guys were heavier in, in person too. Like, <clears throat> you, like your EP as good as it, I think it is produced. I think live you were the yeah. band was heavier. Yeah, you definitely were. Like you brought a, a heavier presence to it. Like the singer was different. Like obviously at that time that was that was big for that was the style. It was in the, the mid two thousand. Yeah, yeah. it's just the style that was going on. But the music was heavier than that style of music. Like live, I've seen you guys a bunch, and that's not just me being your friend. Like that's. Yeah. I'll tell it like it is. We like, played a lot of shows. Yeah, here, so. and and live you were fucking and you you had that metal sense like a metal drummer sounds like a fucking metal drummer like you right. play rock stuff but you gave it your own twist on it yeah. especially live like you always give your own fill and shit. So I'll give you that like you do you were heavier than a typical like heavy rock band I guess you know yeah this, you know but so was Matt producing or pushing the shows on was he trying to get a lot of the bookings Matt was usually yeah Matt was the singer uh, at the time he was mostly the one that booked all the shows. Um, towards the towards the middle and the end of of the band playing, towards the beginning it was kind of okay. Who do you know? You know that plays at this club. Yeah. Maybe we can open for them. Who do you know? So on and so forth. So it was kind of just making connections, uh, and then eventually, when you play enough at those clubs, those club owners or whoever books the shows knows all the bands and what genres they fit into, mm-hmm. and then we'll say, okay, hey, we're open you know, this weekend and this weekend, you yeah. know, do you have a slot open? And it was kind of us asking them to put us on a show rather than us just calling and say, hey, we're a band looking for yeah. a show. It was right. like, okay, we've played there before. You know yeah. what style we are. If there's any other bands around the same style, throw us on the bill. We don't care what time we play, whatever. Cool. Then it got to the point where, not to pat myself on the back, but we were bringing the most people. Yeah. So... Um, I've, I've seen, dude. I'm tell, I've seen you yeah. headline the shows there, and like you could tell you guys had a good <clears throat> fucking following. Yeah. So, so after after the call in the Century Lounge, things got kind of rocky, and then Century Lounge closed because mm-hmm. they wanted to remodel. We had to look for other places to play. I forgot about those places. Yeah, yeah, and they're not there anymore, which which sucks. Um, so what ended up happening was um, we just took a shot at playing at Mardi Gras. So uh, anyone who's not from Rhode Island uh, knows that Mardi Gras is a huge like multi club. Thing yeah. back back in the day, they it's had, kind of like a walking meme too. Like yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but the they, the rock room was legit though. Yeah, the real rock, bands played there. The rock room was sick. Yeah, um, but they used to mainly do cover bands. They didn't yeah. want you to play originals. They didn't want. They wanted people to go there so they could see bands play songs that they knew. Yeah, because then they knew right. it would be a guarantee. Generally, the people going there weren't people who were going to see music. Right. They were going to have a good time. Right. They, they want to hear shit that they knew. Right. They want to go see an ACDC cover band or a Pink Floyd cover band. There was a Pantera cover yeah. band. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tra- 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 band. Yeah. 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 It was all, it was yeah. all cover bands. 
So when we had asked to play there, you guys play? No, maybe that's a different show. I saw I saw a band that it was like a Tool slash something else cover band one time, and it was weird. Yeah, but they, they were pretty good. They we were, we didn't play with them, um, but I think we probably crossed paths with them more than yeah. once. Um, but they, you know, we had asked. Uh, I think the the guy's name was Mike or whatever. Um, yeah, well, if you guys don't play covers, um, you know, you're not you're probably not going to bring the type of crowd we want, or or a big enough crowd. So, you know, if you guys want to play on a Wednesday, we'll let you guys play on a Wednesday. And it was like us and one other band. Yeah. <clears throat> they had us close out the night. So close out, closing out the night on a Wednesday was playing from like 8 to 9.30 or whatever it was. Um, I think we brought in like 120 people. Which for yeah. just one band there is actually for, really Yeah, good. so for, for an original Especially band, on we, we played, I think we played two covers at the time. We were playing Sex Type Thing and uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. And then the rest of our stuff was all originals. I think they ended up calling us back the next day to have us come back and play that weekend wow. to open up for one of their bigger cover bands. I don't remember who it was. And then we ended up just in the rotation. So we would get calls every two or three weekends say, hey, can you guys come play the show? Can yeah. you guys come play the show? Instead of us asking them. And then eventually, you know, our name got out throughout the state at least. And... Uh, this band Down Shallow from New Jersey ended up up here at some point, and then it was with them that we started trading shows. So once a month we would go to New York or New Jersey, um, and we'd bring people with us on a bus or a caravan of just cars and trucks and stuff would all just go to the show. Yeah. Um, and then they would come up here the following weekend or two weeks later, and that's that's kind of where we capped out. Um, and it, the, the Battle of the Bands... You know, was for AAF and uh, I think 104.1 WBCN was still around at the time. So yeah. we did we did some shows there. We made it to the finals for one of them. Um, we lost to a local band, so we knew as soon as we showed up. And one of the bands that was on the bill, everyone that showed up had a hat or a T-shirt yeah, or yeah, a bumper yeah. sticker. We're like, all right, we're fucked. Like, yeah, yeah. let's just go and have a good time. Yeah. Did they we'll do it by crowd reaction or were they judges? <clears throat> oh, it was crowd reaction. Yeah, we, we did one like that before, too. Yeah. It was the same deal. Yeah, yeah both, both of the ones that we had made it to the finals that we lost were all crowd reaction. Actually, we did it at the Middle East upstairs is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's... No, that's it, and it was Bodog. Remember Bodog, the yeah. fight? Yeah. It was, a, it was a Bodog thing. That's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. They used to do all <laughs> kinds of things. They had the fight league and then they had like a fucking online gambling thing and then they were trying to do a music thing that's so weird yeah I remember that I remember like that was back I mean fuck Affliction had like a fight company yeah. and the shirt company and the, yeah. like all those companies used to try to branch out like most companies try to do that's fucking hilarious though yeah see it's it's interesting to hear the two different side. like I mean it's little comparisons with you guys but like it's yeah there's some same things like he said you know he took a Wednesday in Mardi Gras and then if you pack if you can pack it on an off night yeah then you got you right. got in and that's that's how we did it and to give an example of how different it is uh, on the hip-hop side as far as working with other groups, we did a show, we put together, I, th I don't remember if it was The Living Room or Jerky's, but um, it might have been The Living Room. It was us and then um, another local group that we knew uh, called Purgatory Bound, and then there was this group, Fed Hill, which is still around. I remember them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Meal Ticket, which... I don't think they're around as a group, but one of those guys solo just played PVD Fest the other yeah. day. So we have Meal Ticket coming on uh, first uh, because within what we were doing, we were like our own thing. Like we didn't fit in with any any like hip hop scene. Yeah. 
So they went. They were supposed to be on first. They show up like an hour late, purposely, because we heard them complaining that oh, we we shouldn't have to go on first. Blah blah blah. So we're like, all right, you're an hour late. Uh, you were supposed to play for. I don't know, a half hour or something, you're going to go up do 10 minutes because yeah, what the fuck? I started complaining like, oh, we're supposed to do a half hour. It's like, well, you missed you your slot. Fucking, right, you should have been here on time. Yeah, they're, you're lucky, they're, they're lucky they even got outside yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Time, that's it. Yeah, right. we're lucky. And we still paid him at the end too just because even though they didn't bring a single person, yeah, still. we had it set up at the door so we knew because we were paying people so we wanted to know who was bringing who and yeah. whatever and and. Just it's almost like a pay to play but reverse so like you're just instead of like the person selling the ticket and people just showing up you're asking them at the door like hey are you here to see a specific person right right yeah. we, we weren't asking them I forget how we set it up but we wanted to know because we were paying it makes sense so right. who you, that's how you find out who's drawing who's it's almost, right. yeah, it's almost like a ballot like who'd you like the best you know like write it on right. right. it's just an example like they specifically showed up late because they didn't feel like they should go on first because because we weren't part of the whole scene, they thought we were bigger, but everywhere we went, we were the ones who drew the crowd. Yeah. So, I mean, we're obviously going to last, so, I mean, just show up on time and do what you got to right. do. Right, yeah. If you want to leave, leave. Yeah, so that fucking big thing. I saw you guys at uh, the living room one time. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you came with uh, Loverboy and Arnie, Arnie maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, it was you, I think that Fed Hill group was there that yeah. night, and I don't remember who else was That there. might have been the night. That because that's the only time we played with Fed Hill. It was probably that night. Yeah, then. yeah, probably. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, yeah, you guys are fucking good. That's the first time I ever seen. You. What's funny was I didn't really know. I mean, I've always known you for a while, but I really didn't know you at all back then. Yeah, and you've always been kind of like the quiet, like assassin guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. watching you wrestle, you wouldn't expect you to be so quiet and reserved. You know yeah. what I mean? But then, like once you get to know you, you're fucking. You're not quiet yeah. reserved. Like hence, like the podcast. Like we've actually become. Never in my life, if you would fucking put a gun in my head, would I have thought the last four people at my fucking cookout this year would have been Steve, my brother, and Joe Joe Walsh. The other two I get. Steve being there still for sure, I didn't get it all, especially because he started saying at 7 o'clock that he was ready to go home. Yeah, but only get out and get him. I had to work. I would have been there much longer yeah. than I had to work. Well, that's all, it's all yeah. good, but it's just funny. So it's we've come a long way in the last year. Like I truly do. Like even you know Me and Gary have always been friends, but it's interesting that like we've become a tight like group of friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... But, like, it was the first time I got to see you do that, and I, I was always... I didn't know what to expect when I got there, because I, I didn't expect you to be that guy. Plus, I kind of knew you to be more into metal. Like, yeah. like you're sitting here talking about hip-hop shows with a Tomb Mold shirt on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not exactly, like... You don't hear that together, but now yeah. again, I mean, now with, like, Ill Bill and guys like that, Vinnie Pals, like, you know that that's a thing. Like, it's, yeah. it's yeah, not it's as non-fiction. It's not as, it's not as underground. And that's right around the time that was starting to become yeah. more acceptable. Tra- trap core is becoming a thing. Yeah. Which it, is the, the, exactly. the genre that's metal. It, it was just metal interesting to see you up on the stage, like, do your thing. And to this day, I'll be honest with you, like, unless you point out, I think I know your voice most of the time, but, like, your voice, your speaking voice, and your... Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, like your—I don't know how what you say—is a singing voice? No, it's a hip hop voice. Flow, stage, I guess. Stage, stage voice. Stage voice. Is yeah. rapping voice? Stage voice is probably the best way to go. Yep, it's different. Like you definitely have a—you have a, a a way of pronouncing things in a certain way that I—it's—it's I, it's, you just don't expect it if you talk to like I know how smart you are. I know how fucking we've talked. To, we've gone back and forth on online a million times talking about different things, debating things. I mean, you've always kind of steered towards the same side when we've argued music and things with people. Yeah. That's how we, I knew that, like, starting a podcast, you were the right person to do it with because we like a lot of the same stuff. But mm-hmm. I remember seeing you live and just being like, I, it fucking, I was expecting to get there and just like, 
just support somebody I knew because I didn't really know you that well. Yeah. I was more going just to hang out with Arnie and like support somebody I knew, but like I didn't expect much of it. Right. And then you guys were on stage and like, holy fuck, they're actually legit. Like, who's the real short dude in that group? Uh, his name's Ryan. He was fucking good too. Yeah. That dude, he was like a mile a minute. Like, yeah, he was yeah, yeah. super fucking fast. There was one song where like he took over and was just like, I, it, like I, I couldn't fucking believe how fast that dude was rapping. Like yeah. I, it was, it was fucking crazy. He, he was, he was. The whole group was really good. It was just, it was funny. I don't, I don't really know Jack Hammer, but I remember him. I remember him from like old USABF stuff. He was one of the other guys, yep. right? Yep. And then the other dude. I, the only other thing I remember about the other, the fourth guy is the the shadow box in that workout <laughs> world. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know him at all, but. So I, I have a question for. I'm sorry, I don't want to step on you, Steve. No, no, go for it. You guys, this yeah, is what no, I wanted. I so wanted my, you guys no, my question to, to anyone that hasn't been in a band or hasn't performed, when when or if you go to a show with local musicians, besides the quote-unquote professional aspect of that, how, how do you view a performance of a local band playing, well, we can say a, a good band, shitty band, whatever, versus a professional band that you see live that you may or may not like? So... <clears throat> we, I, you, would, I would steer that towards these two because they yeah. fucking I, I'll talk a mile a minute about everything but um, I'd basically say like going to see a local band is a good thing in my opinion because you kind of give them a chance opposed to like a more professional band that you know is more known do you view it differently though like I know I don't view it differently I know why I, I view it basically on the sound and the music and how I like it and perceive it I don't really you I don't, won't judge it more based on you don't local, judge it before you go and be like oh god I gotta go watch this fucking if I'm gonna listen band. to it for the first time I'll just fucking give it an ear you know? I've worked at bars and been a security guard and a bouncer and stuff like that before. So that's plus, true. Plus, yeah. my love of music in general. Like, I've had to sit through some really bad local bands, but I've also had to sit through some really, really bad national bands. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are national bands out there that just don't hold up because a lot of bands can't play what they actually write and put on a CD right. nowadays. And you see them live, expecting to see something, and then and you it's don't a get sloppy it. Sloppy mess. It's awful. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, me personally, I think <clears> local <throat> bands can. I think there are a lot of local bands that I've seen that can hang with any national tra- touring band there's a couple bands around here that could all day long like yeah. you can t- like some that band we saw last night you go on their Spotify dude like the top song has 18,000 songs they've been around since 1990 and they're better musicians than most fucking yeah. bands that are traveling around. there's a lot of good local bands in all genres the problem with local bands is at, at least here the state is so small and there's so few venues yep. yeah. that every time you go to something you see the same fucking band yep. or the yep. same group all the time you're like yep. oh my god do I have to sit through these fucking guys again and it wasn't it wasn't always like that we had a nice hotbed for little <laughs> venues yeah. that would pop up and set up shop and, or just you know like you said the call and fucking Central Lounge yeah. all about their old living room Safari the, Lounge was another yeah. one that was big for metal back then or, yep. the old living room was one of the best I don't yeah. care they, and what was great about the living room was they brought in Everything they, they did. didn't give a fuck. They would bring it and they would put fucking different things together. And they, yeah. there was a time for a while they were getting legit headliners too. Oh, yeah. and towards the end, they weren't really doing that. But yeah, because they started falling apart. Yeah. But no, there was dude. Yeah. I've seen some fucking legit there, bands. There was there, there was a week. Uh, my wife's a huge Blink One Eighty Two fan, so as a byproduct, she got into the Aquabats. Yeah. Travis Barkey used to play drums for them. We went to an Aquabat show. Um, place was packed, absolutely shoulder to shoulder. Everyone's having a good time, mosh and whatever. Um, I happened to be leaving, or at some point I saw a poster for one of my favorite bands on the door. It was a band called Static Lullaby. They've been around in like 10, 11 years. Yep, I remember uh, that. They were playing the very next night, 
And I was like, shit, if the Aquabats, a band that I've never heard of, yeah. is packing this place, this place is going to be fucking sold out like crazy tomorrow. So I'm going to get my tickets now. We're going to come back tomorrow. Uh, there was like 12 people there. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a band that was on Sony. They yeah. were signed to a huge major yeah. label. And there was nobody there. Yeah. So I don't know if it was... Uh, the way the show was promoted, Dude, because there was two big bands like back to back, but it was different genres. No, nah, it was like, just because it was the way it was promoted. Yeah, a lot of the time, the problem. I don't know. Steve can attest this too a little bit more when he comes out, uh, especially with booking. The people that book shows around here, and you could probably jump in on this also. Yeah, it's not good. Like, no. like there are some promoters of bookers <clears throat> here that are really good, and then there are some bookers that are awful. They're only into it so they could be a part of the music scene. Right. And they, they, they're not good at it. Like, a lot of pay-to-play is a big now, which sucks. Yeah. A lot of we fucking... We played a lot of those shows and got burned. Yeah. Pay-to-play. A lot of people fucking do it and it's big right now. Like, uh, there's a place it's, called Simon's. It's almost all there is now. Yeah, that's, all, that's which is unfortunate. Fat. Yep. Yeah, Fat. Fat's a pay-to-play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Big time. That's why when you, they do those, they do their, like, their big, like, like metal fest shows or all those shows yeah. that they do you'll see 52 opening bands. Right. They're all local. Right. And then you'll see two national acts. Like, they're bringing, like, a Trapped or something. Or yeah. once in a while, they're bringing a bigger band. All but. started with the hip-hop scene. Yeah. There was one dude who controlled everything in the hip-hop scene. And he would do these pay-to-plays, and then eventually people caught on to that, and a couple other promoters started doing the same thing. <laughs> and he'd have, uh, like, fucking 30 openings. 30 openers on a fucking, you know, fucking four-hour show. Yeah. Or Jesus. five, six hours. Just these long fucking yeah. drawn-out shows. Only having that many people mm-hmm. because they're all each going to bring five or six people. Right. So we're going to fill the building by having fucking 40 Which, bands And hip-hop is rampant like that because you have one guy on stage or two guys maybe on stage. Right. Maybe you a know. hype man, maybe right. a DJ. Right. And you're, uh, you're, you're out there doing your thing and... 90% of the crowd is also trying to be rappers. Right. That's basically what right. it is. They're not there to see you. No. Yeah. That's why everyone's... St- I'm sure you noticed. That's yeah. why everyone's standing off in the corner. Yeah. Like With this. their arms crossed. Yeah. There's, 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 a, there's a lot of Impress Me Bro at both yeah, kinds yeah. of music, but it's a it's an entirely different Impress Me Bro. Like, I never, yeah. I didn't realize that until you said it. Because yeah. me and you have talked about that once or twice. You realize that when you go to a hip-hop show that it's like it's almost uncomfortable in the crowd. You know, like... When we know. did, like, our shows, there was always a good crowd because people there came to see us but when when we threw on other local groups it was always just there's our crowd and then they're off playing pool and they're off doing this and they're doing that because you know it's so weird man it's it's such a such a vast difference with musicians because even if you say you go to see like your band right and there's two or three local bands on there like mute rock or metal or punk or whatever they're all there to see music, so they'll right. sit and watch music. Right. You know, they might not all pay attention to it. They're yeah. drinking beer to watch music, and then if the band is doing the right job, doing their job, they're gonna you'll catch people if you're performing. Yeah. If there's five people in front of you, I've seen my favorite thing to see for an opening <clears> band back <throat> in the day was a, an open band that nobody really knew because they were all people were there to see the fucking the headliner, and they would give out a better show. And then all of a sudden you get the wait, who the fuck is that? You get the people like that are outside smoking and yeah, laughing. Right. And all of a sudden they're, they're peeking their head and going, "Who yeah. the fuck is this?" And then they don't fucking they don't realize you know who, what's going on. Dude, I've I've talked about it a million times in the show, and I'll talk about it again. Till the one of my favorite shows ever was me and Nolan Hart. Instead of going to our, uh, the senior prom, we went to the Met, uh, and it was the White Trash Thrash Metal Comeback Tour, <laughs> right? And it was Shadows Fall headlining, Lamb of God. Unearth, 
Darkest Hour, and there was a fourth, a fifth sure. band. I can't remember who that's it was. That's a sick lineup. Twelve bucks. There was fifty people there. Yeah, that's 50, crazy. If that, I mean, there was if fifty people there, <clears throat> and every one of those bands now that I just mentioned, at some point or another, or still to this day, was a local band. Are either local yeah. bands, and now they're all at some in their own way headlining acts or have played overseas yeah. or yeah, and th- like there was fifty people there, but. Unearth. I'd never heard of Unearth before. Like that was. I went there to see Shadows Fall, and I had seen Lamb of God once before that, so I knew kind of what I was getting into. Did, never did I expect. We just saw Lamb of God, you know, tour with fucking Slayer two weeks ago. Yeah. To, you know, thirty thousand fucking people or whatever it is, and every one of them is there to see fucking Lamb of God. More. They pretty much stole the sh- not stole the show, but they pretty much did. They gave. They always do. They give Slayer a run for their money. I hung out with Randy Bly at the fucking bar talking about Exorder with Nolan. <laughs> she's from the South. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what we did. Like, you know, like halfway through the fucking, through the Shadows Fall set, we're like, hi, oh, yeah, we've seen him before. But like, they, like, Nolan had never heard him. And he's like, oh, they were pretty good live. So we just bullshitted with Randy for a while. Like, yeah. that's what we did, you know, because that's what you did back then. But I remember, like, seeing On Earth, like, kind of start off like, they sounded like they were hardcore back then, but they were like, you could tell that they had more metal influence. And once they started, I saw fucking uh, Ken Susie put his guitar behind his head. There was a song that they used to play all the time. They still do, and he plays the middle part behind his head. And as soon as I saw that, like he stood on the drum on top of the drum, the bass drum, and then fucking the drummer uh, kept on playing, and Buzz stood stood in front of him, and the singer just fucking chill out. Like like they had like a, a stage presence to them. Yeah. So when when you've never seen somebody before, and all of a sudden you see a dude throw a guitar behind his head and start playing the fucking the start note to shredding, it, yeah. and then like they all jump at the same time, or like. All of a sudden, everybody goes, "Holy, f- what the fuck is this?" Yeah. You know, like they've got their shit together. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool to see an opening band go, "Fuck you!" I'm gonna like I'm gonna fucking prove you wrong. Yeah. You if know? you're an opening band and you're not going on stage with that attitude, then what the fuck are you? Yeah, even what do you no, do? Uh, but I've I've seen you know how many times I've seen that. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll see an uh, you'll see an opening band or a second secondary opening band like maybe a co-headline. Just you, they'll cash it in because they're not the right. headliner or something, and it's like, all right, man, like just like what I was saying with the guys that showed up late, like. Okay, you don't want to go on first. I get it. Go out there and fucking kill it, and next time you won't be on first. Yep, dude. There are wrestlers that that do that. You know, you fucking yeah. see, like they're like legit. I heard about uh, so RWA's legacy. Their big their big show of the year was last weekend, and I heard about a couple people bitching about their slot on the the card, and I'm like, who gives a fuck, man? Like, yeah. there, there was one of the biggest crowds that place is drawn. There were there was close probably about a hundred people in that place, and for fucking the building that it is, it's tiny in there, like. To be able to perform in front of any, because if you're if you perform in front of two new people, right, that's two new people. You got it, and yeah. that's like that's where I've always been good with it. Like Plus, if we surprise you, whatever. Like you come, you're the one that's coming to me to buy my fucking pin and my shirt or what. You know what I mean? Like, and if you're going on early, there's probably a better chance there's a bigger crowd is there right now yeah. than by the end anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, people, especially people want to especially with wrestling. Right. Especially, especially with wrestling. wrestling. And like that that that'll happen a lot of the time too. Like I I've had that where like uh, I was drawing a crowd because of where I was at a specific show about uh, right around September did one show I brought 10 or 12 more people than they're used to seeing they caught on to that halfway through the second time I was booked for that show they push I, I brought even more people I brought about 20 something people because it was actually my birthday mm. I get pushed back three times because they caught on that all the people you were bringing the all these corner. people I'm the one run, and, if, and if I had gone on there goes half the crowd right. so they, they fucking they realized that they had to push me on to like you know third or fucking fourth or whatever but I was further than that but it was they pushed me back three time slots three different times mm. so they kept it which was one of the only times that's ever happened to me but it was fucking it was awesome that's 
me wrestling now is me never having the opportunity to start, to be the front man of a hardcore band like I was wanting to or a metal band. Like I've yeah. just never get, been able to get one off the ground. But I know I have the ability to like control a crowd. So now it's it's me in a, in a wrestling ring. Like I'm not right. the best wrestler, but I know I have a fucking mm. persona, and I know I have. I know I have the magnetism that people want to come fucking see yeah. me. You know what I mean? So, and I, I have it all the time. When, when we were doing House of Bricks, we were fucking... We were bad guys. We were heels. And, like, the promoter told us to bring some merch. So I had some pins made up, not thinking we were ever going to sell any. And I, ha- I made up 10 8x10s, right? Mm-hmm. Just, I had my logo. I just made a cheap, quick one, whatever. But it, it looked great. It was a pro shot of us, like, coming up to the ring. And I was... I, I put together... Uh, again, I... 10 8x10s and I just had a big bag of pins so instead of selling the pins I figured like 5 bucks for a fucking photo and a pin and we'll sign it and take a picture with you whatever dude we had the biggest line out of anybody we're the bad guys Like, see that's another thing does everybody have everybody now does everybody have a merch table or no. just a couple guys you'll see it's only a couple guys it's only a couple guys with gimmick tables and a lot of the time they, they're not selling just they're not even selling their own gimmicks they're selling all the other gimmicks like they're selling like toys that they've collected and shit that was another thing with hip hop shows nobody had Anything. Yeah, you have that merch, dude. Nobody had even CDs. Yeah, that's We'd great. have a table with fucking CDs and t-shirts oh, and... It's okay. You deserve Fucking it. everything. But nobody else ever had anything. It was ridiculous. I should have gotten better with that. Like, I was the marketing brain. Like, I was the one who came up with all of our shirt designs as Pumbalicious. But I don't have the capital... I, I just didn't have the capital to put towards... You guys know. How much does it cost to buy a box of shirts to sell them? Couple hundred bucks. Yeah, it does. Right? It's not, but it's worth it. It is worth yeah, it. it is if, worth if, it. if if you can get going, but like I, between my full time job, my life with everything else, I'm the one controlling all the stuff. I couldn't be the only guy. Like right. And Modish is not that guy for that. He's strictly performance. So like, if I had a little bit more help on that, and I think he would have tried to help me, but I'm I'm also too much of a control freak when it comes to that stuff. Like all the designs were my designs. Like I I know what I want to see on things, and I know like like the fucking Pantera logo. Like, dude, more people were all about that. People that don't even know what Pantera are were like, that's the yeah. fucking coolest logo. I'm like, yeah, it's Pantera. Yeah, I just stole it. You know, like, like we would we would print like a hundred shirts for a show, walk out of there after paying people, and we'd have CDs too. We'd walk yeah. out with like eight hundred bucks. Oh yeah, merch is where you make all your money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whether it's wrestling, and it's funny the crossover because nowadays wrestling's so big in the independent scene, especially, and music's kind of making that comeback. Yeah, again. it is. It's it's is a true crossover. Like actually, it, uh, my buddy Sully uh, or Mike, his name is Sully Banger, the wrestler or whatever. He runs uh, uh, Providence Wrestle Party and they do or PVD Wrestle Party. He has live stream. He's at Ogies all the time. He's the one that's putting the shows on at Ogies, like the day of the, the Memorial Day thing. Today he's got the uh, the pride, uh, wrestling for pride or something. It's a fucking all lesbian, G, you know, LGBTQ. Yeah, it's all like gay and lesbian wrestlers, or whatever. And that's a big deal. Then he also, but he does live streams while the show's going on. He does them at AS220. He is sponsored by fucking uh, Narragansett beer, so he has like the Narragansett cup. He fucking he, and he's like half comedy, half show. Like he had uh, Fox v- Vinier or whatever the fuck his name is. I think he's in our Ring of Honor or something along those lines. He had him come out dressed as Fred Durst one time to wrestle fucking King Leon, and he looked just like him. And he literally, like, all of a sudden, his song, like, Break Stuff or one of those things came out, and he came out with a solo cup with a hot dog in it. Hot dog, <laughs> hot dog flavored water. And he fucking literally was going like this, and everybody just starts dying, and he throws the hot dog at King Leon, and then they fought. And, like, they, it was it was fucking hilarious, but, like, that's the shit that he's got going on. Or uh, uh, Tom Billington and uh, Sean Leader are the Euro Trashtronauts. They fucking, they dress like Euro, like, uh, white trash. Like, they're... <laughs> white trash European aliens or something and they come out dressed in these like silver tights 
and they talk like this, yeah, and like they fucking, it's like their whole thing, and they want me to be a part of it, they want me to be like the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, and I'm only going to come out and go, oozle doozle, <laughs> that's, my, that's my whole thing, but like, that's the show that Mike puts on, like that's the way, he's got a, one of the best things he does, him and uh, that dude, uh, Judge, Justin, he's one of my favorite people, they do a choose your own story wrestling match. And fucking Judge will dress like a Cyclops or like a fucking caveman and like fucking Sully will dress like a like a wizard or something. And then like they'll fucking start wrestling. All of a sudden they have like Dick Lane, who's hilarious also, and he's like dressed like a fucking old mage or whatever, and he's like, Now this part of the story, you can either A choose for them to do a backflip off the top rope or go into the crowd and like the fucking crowd starts going nuts and then like it's so stupid, but it's like it's the fucking best That's cool thing. Though. Yeah, it's it's just it's unique. It's a really good idea. Coming up with something yeah. fresh and he'll or he'll have like local bands come and play play people out or like you have to fucking you have to do that nowadays. Yeah. You have to fucking co-mingle and that's what he's good at. He's good at bringing in different people. He's not afraid to use other people. He's not afraid to bring in local bands. He's just you have to, man. It's if if you're not cuz I've seen the wrestling world where like people didn't want to help promote each other or people didn't want to fucking oh, yeah, put each other it's over. It's so different now. It's a lot different now. We're I'm hoping music gets back to that, but who knows. I don't know. So, yeah, so, hey, that was a fucking uh, nice nice uh, little local music talk. See, yeah, nice. about how much the scene sucks right here. It does suck right now. We didn't even get into... Talent-wise, it does yeah. not suck. No, but the scene yeah. itself The sucks. scene itself sucks. I was all about that discussion, guys. I can tell. Yeah. Gary fucking... Gary just woke up, by the way, guys. Gary was just taking it all in. Gary's like, why the fuck am I here? Why didn't I just stay home? <laughs> I mean, it was definitely a fucking music-centric fucking episode. Today was one of those days where I was like, I could have took this week off. We're well. We're still. We still have a little bit more. Show. I mean, it's only an hour twenty. This is normally when we do music talk, which we're gonna. You got lots of facts to go over. Yeah, yeah. lots of facts and Jackie talk. Oh fuck that bitch. <laughs> that farmer fucking wearing bitch. Fucking pink hat Bruin motherfucking fan. Bruin suck. Hockey Shut sucks. Your face. You wear fucking overalls. Fuck I it. caught you in a goddamn lie, bitch. You were wearing overalls and you fucking admitted it. So you're a goddamn fucking liar. And why do I hate you? Because I hate fake people. And you're the fakest fucking person I've ever met. <laughs> why do I How hate do you? How do you really feel? Why am I obsessed with you? Motherfucker, did you follow me around the Ed Memorial Day party like a little fucking school dog? School yes, dog. you did. School, did school dog? <laughs> Were you rubbing my fucking arm and telling me, Oh my God, we have such cute tattoos in our tattoos. Why are you copying me? Dog. That's you did it. The episode. it might have You're to obsessed with me, bitch. Yeah. School dog is the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What I said, I'm glad you woke up. Yeah, you just said school, school dog. dog. <laughs> What's that mean? It means nothing at all. All right, let me take a quick what piss and we'll get into it. What slow fag mean? Slow, I, it's, a, it's an Irish folklore tale, apparently. Um, how about this? While I'm taking a quick piss, uh, Mike Jakes picked the theme. Why don't you explain what the theme is? When I get back, we'll get into it. Oh, you're not going to go take a Jackie? No. no that's, that's a nice big shit. <laughs> that lies. So uh, the theme that uh, we decided on was uh, pick a song from a band that had only released an EP and not a full length. Uh, and then we got to pick one random song. And what constitutes an EP? An EP, uh, I don't know. We kind of went back and forth about it. I'm not sure we actually know. I thought it was a six song limit. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Well, I don't know. You read, I've read a bunch of different things. I read three to five songs. I read under, under 35 minutes or under yeah. a half hour. So I think yeah. it's kind of fluid. Yeah. So anything, basically, I, I think we all kind of just went with something that wasn't a full length. Yeah. Which is kind of how we all decided. 
When you picked, that was your idea, right? The EP thing? That was my idea, yeah. When you picked that, did you already have something in mind that you wanted to play and that's why you chose it or you just thought it was an interesting way to go? No, I kind of just thought it was an interesting way to go. Um, my previous idea, you guys had done something similar, I believe one or two episodes prior. So, um, yeah, the EP thing just kind of popped into my head. Um, did, um, did either one of you guys have, an, have a problem finding someone that just released an EP and nothing else? I went kind of old, so yeah. I didn't really, it didn't bother me. I kind of had probably maybe a plethora of different things I could have used. Did you have stuff right off the top of your head or you had to like search around a little bit? Um, I searched around a little bit. I used Encyclopedia, um, Metallum, yeah. to uh, look up split up bands because I thought that was probably the easiest way to fucking find yeah. early demos and EPs. And what about you, Mike? Did you have to look around first? Uh, my issue is I listen to so much music yeah. that as soon as I kind of locked into the EP idea, I started going through my catalog, and I think I had like 13 or 14 bands, and then I had to narrow down the songs between those 13 or 14 bands, so there's probably like 60 or 70 songs that I, <laughs> that I was trying to decide between yeah. just to get one song out and then forget about the random song. Oh, yeah, yeah, forget about that. That See, was actually harder for me. Random See now, now the best part is, is this is outside of Joe Walsh. <laughs> this is the first time we've had like a real big guest, like a true music fucking savant. Yeah. That actually gets the fucking that feels the pain. Like me and you were going back Jesus. and forth the night, and he's like texting me he's like, I don't know what the fucking fit. Blah, blah. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> now you're getting it's not easy. Like you no. actually, you have to narrow it down, and then on top of that, you have to fucking feel the feel the fire too, because like yeah, you don't you want to play what you want to play to showcase things, but you also like you know that like. If, if you play something that people don't like, yeah, you're gonna hear it. Like yeah. it is what it is, you know. But like, that's fine though. You don't have to fucking which which is find something that everybody. No, it's true. But we, I, we, I know I definitely did. We now call it the architect's button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we now I'm gonna flip that switch. That's the architect's one. Uh, that right there. That's that's the band that I talk about all the time. That I tell everybody they're gonna love the fucking stuff going on in the background. I love the that. architect. I do too. I, I play it. Big stinker in this room. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All three of them. Fucking, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't have. I could have put me fucking running my nails on a chalkboard, <laughs> and I would have gotten that more over than that. Is that band. the one where you wanted to like stick fucking ice yeah. pits yes. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did not yes. like it at all. So my my issue, not to derail the conversation. No, it's all good. I, I love uh, having people listen to music. Yeah, that's one yeah. of my favorite things. So, in the world. like, my neighbor. Shout out to Tony. Uh, he either loves me or hates me because I, I I don't know yet. He hasn't told me whether he loves or hates me, but I send him music all the time. Um, we'll be chilling in the backyard and I'll have a Bluetooth speaker outside just like blaring music. But I get like I get clammy palms when I when I try to put something on that I think someone's gonna like. Um, whether it's they're just chilling in the room and I just put music on, or it's like, hey, I just found this sick band, you should come check it out, or hey, check this out. Um, I don't know. It's like a sickness. Like yes. I want, I want everyone See? to listen to what the like. What That's I literally to. what started this. Yeah. No, no bullshit. Me and him were talking, or actually, we vote. Me and him do this all the time. Me and Ray will literally yeah. sit here, play video games, and play fucking yeah. vinyl or something. I'm just this stereo. started from us getting together and just spinning vinyl for each other. That's yeah. literally all it was, and it and it's because we all have the love of like, hey, dude, you got you like fucking this band? You got to check yeah. this shit out. Have you ever heard of this? No, you haven't. I'll check this fucking rare vinyl that I found or whatever. And it started because of that love when we were teenagers or like early 20s. Yeah. And you'd find an album because it wasn't as accessible back then. You'd buy the one album because it was, you know, 12 bucks or whatever. 
and you'd love that one album, and yeah. then we we would hang out. You'd be like, dude, check this out, and then you you know in return go, hey, oh shit, you like yeah. that, but now check, and that's where the story would go, the the, the conversation would go. Yep. I remember there was the there was the one night where you and brother Nolan hit me up. And like, hey, we got an extra ticket to the Down Show. Why don't you come along? Yeah, that was a good time. So you guys swung by my place, and I was watching a Bleeding Through DVD. Yeah, and I, that, I think that was the first time you had heard them. Yep. But you guys weren't really impressed. You were like, no, they're just hardcore metal with like a he, keyboard. Yeah, he he was he wasn't that in, <laughs> no, you're wrong. he wasn't that into it at all. He's he's one of those guys like he was super into music until a certain point and he hit a wall and then stopped and yeah. to this day like I try to show him stuff every time we hang out like we used to I think to. that's happened to a lot of people because yeah. the music they grew up with isn't there anymore yeah but they don't realize that there's other people making music that they grew up with that just isn't on the radio right and that happens to a lot of people yeah like the the first time in I'd say 15 years that I've gotten Nolan Hart to fall in love with a band is Knocked Loose yeah, he fucking. I went to his house the other night, and he's like, "I this has all been listened to because I can't fucking believe how good that band is," and that, that's and that blew my mind because I've tried showing him eight thousand hardcore bands yeah. from fucking from two thousand five to now, and none of them. He's like, "Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. I'm good." And he'll never go look it up. I show him this one band, and it just happens to hit the right switch with yeah. him. But like me, I'm constantly searching out music. I'm always looking for new music. I'm always looking for new things. So Every showing day. people, yeah, always. I love it, man. It's always in the back of my head, and I get like, like you said, it's almost like a sickness. Like I love showing people new stuff, you know. And you know, back in the day, like you put something on, and, like not tell them what it is, and be like, "What'd you think? What'd you think?" And that's literally what this is yeah. now. We we play songs, and at first we used to tell each other what it was, and you could tell that it was swaying the conversation. So now that we don't say what it is until we hear the honest fucking. Truth yeah, about yeah. it. Until you have your notes down. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it makes it like it's old school. It makes it fucking fun. So this is... Hey, one year in, we finally started figuring it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it only took a fucking year and Gary falling asleep. <laughs> Sorry, like, Gary. I'm that boring. No, no. It was not... This is fucking good stuff, man. This is, this is a great conversation so far. So I'm glad to see that how excited you were to talk about it. Like, the whole time, like, I've been hyping you up on the show because yeah. I knew you'd fit in perfect. And then uh, to see you even right now, like salivating and talking about yeah. music, it's, it's so fucking. Cool. My palms are still sweating. I mean, spaghetti. I promise it's not just. I, it's not just I pissed on my hands. Not, not at all. Uh, I do. Oh, I forgot about the fucking second time I pissed last night, and I get stuck standing next to a random man whose fucking piss splatter went on my leg. Ray was one thing. Random man's yeah, piss was not as cool. You got some DNA. Not as cool. But yeah. me and him did have a nice chuckle about how nice the the soap smelled, and I couldn't believe that they had nice. Was, it the, was it the foamy soap? No, 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 was, but no, no foamy soap. But I hate legit. that. Foam. Foamy soap. Yeah, like foamy soap. We got that at work now. And I I'm like just it. like, yeah. Foamy soap. I'm surprised they had soap. Foamy soap and Aquanet. There you go. Yeah, well, no, that's what I was surprised about. It was like a nice, like, summer breeze smelling soap. You know, it was like, you know, in a little pump bottle. Did you take a picture? So I, you should have. Later? I, yeah. I should have. I should no, have. I, I thought probably. summer breeze was a douche. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the guy that pissed on my leg. <laughs> Awful circles. <laughs> Awful circles. Circle within a circle. circle yeah, circle concentric circle. circles. All right, so we know what the other uh, the theme is. It's the uh, the one EP, and then oh, we also did a bonus track. Did you say that about? Uh, no, we played? didn't. We so didn't. We, what we can do is we can discuss your bonus track at the end of everything. So we'll do that because that was. Oh, I didn't. I I didn't take notes on that because I didn't know we were we were. No, we can just kind of yeah. You, you're good about yeah, it. Yeah. So you, it wasn't the point. wasn't to take notes and like drill that song. The point <clears> was just hey, let's play one of Mike's songs because he's a performing musician. Like yep. and then whatever you remember out of it, talk about. It. You know that's fine. I wasn't. Say, I didn't mean for it to take notes yeah, yeah. on it. Um, all right, so let's start off with who? We'll just go in order, right? So uh, Steve's Steve first, first right? pick. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and you know the way we do it, right? So we talk about all the notes. Gary says a fact about the band. <clears throat> 
then the person whose pick it is says what band it is. And if you know yeah. who it is, you're, you can kind of say it. It's okay. almost like a guessing game. Yeah, okay. It makes it fun. So yeah. you, and if you think it sounds like a band, you can kind of be like, well, I thought it sounded like this. Yeah. And then if the person goes, if it is, they're like, yeah, it is. You know, like, yeah. but without giving up Gary's fact, I ruin Gary's fact every time I pick All the time. Every time. All the time, dude. <laughs> Always. Like, the whole reason he's here. And I ruin it, you know? <laughs> well, no, because I fucking, I think... Just thought I had. I just. I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna do a fact. Yeah. No, you. Because, you said because you don't. Because it, t- it like got tired of me saying that was garbage. But he wants to be part of it. So. Right now, you can give your impartial input yeah. because it's someone else's information. Exactly. So. You should at least. Well, I know you didn't take notes, but you should at least say something about these today since you didn't. Uh, you didn't have any songs. I know you're gonna hate them all, but. <laughs> Actually, there was one that I didn't mind. It's probably mine, right? No. It was, it was, that uh, could be my first song. It was. Uh, <laughs> I actually stuck my finger in my ear. <laughs> that whole fucking ten minutes. Oh, are you glad you were sitting in my spot for this time? Oh, it was terrible. I sit right next to that thing. Every, Today was like it. fuck, fuck Gary Day. No, no we, have we not haven't done that. Yeah, yet. we haven't done that day oh, yet. Yeah, that day's come. We'll we'll bring Mike Jinx oh, back man. that day. Don't worry, and you're not gonna know because now we're gonna start bringing him back. I've got some songs. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, the, the fuck Gary Day is officially going to be a, like a code word and the theme I'm is just going to get up one day and just walk out the door. <laughs> no, we're going to... Good luck, <laughs> He's going to try to climb out the window. <laughs> he can fit through the window now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Through. The window... Yeah, and yeah, if his ankles are broken. <laughs> <laughs> that was so creepy. He's going to break my ankles. <laughs> yeah, for, for anyone that can't Misery. see... Ray, Ray leaned over the table, talked past me... Just to say that with a creepy look on his face. <laughs> you know it is, because, you know, we're, we're getting closer now, and, like, you're in between uh, us Oh, now. I'm sorry. You're yeah. the fu- Be like, careful. Well, they're oh. definitely not going to kiss today. Yeah, what the... Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, you can both kiss me on my cheek and then nice. one That's step closer to That's you guys picture. kissing. Oh, right? Just be glad he's only shit his pants once. We oh, have to goodness. kiss on the 52nd episode, because that would be a Why full 52? year. <laughs> it's 52 be- weeks. Yeah. 52 weeks. That's how many yeah. weeks are in a year. Ray goes, what? I thought it was 38. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, motherfuckers, let's right, go. Let's Steve's go. first pick. Uh, we'll start with uh, start with Mike Jakes. Go with your notes. <laughs> Shit. Okay, hold on. Let me see what's up with these donuts. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. Surprisingly. Uh, I missed so the table, by the way. My yes. notes for the EP song. Uh, this band definitely listened to Black Sabbath once. Uh... <laughs> I like the drums. They sounded great. Sounded huge. A um, lot of unexpected style changes um, coming in and out of the verses. Um, the composition was all over the place. They couldn't really decide on what style they wanted to play. Lots of guitar noodling. Um, the back half of the song, I thought, was better than the first half. There was a lot more structure. Um, and I don't know if that just had to do with the vocals. I wasn't a huge fan of the vocals. You found a good half of the song? Yes, I did find a good <laughs> half of the song. But I don't know if it was because the vocal, uh, the patterns weren't really, I don't want to say matching up, because it's not. He was kind of doing that thing you said you don't <clears throat> like earlier with the fucking Yeah, like the voice. staccato. Yeah. Um, overall, I didn't hate the song. I thought there were a lot of good riffs that if they had broken them out into their own songs instead of mushing them all into one 10-minute song... Um, I probably would have liked those individual songs better than as as a whole as it was recorded. You know what's weird um, is like we literally used to drive around in your car and we would listen to like nonfiction and necro and fucking Wu Tang and 
And now you you listen to this fucking shit. And it's just like <laughs> No, he listened what? to it then. He just didn't want to hear you bitch. No, about I don't it think he listened he was locked to this in the car. It wasn't as accessible then. Oh, that's Jesus true too. Yeah. Christ. That's true. This is from fucking like, 1993. Like, oh, what shit. happened? That explains the production. All because yeah. your dad that won't always, let you wear black yeah, shoes. It's, it's also a demo. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that also explains the production. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, go ahead. I put a uh, slow, doomy vibe off the bat, straight into grind chorus onslaught. Like the chanting, slows down into atmospheric hell, chaotic. lot going on in the guitar parts midway through were heavy. Once again, Jesus Christ starts chanting again. Very therapeutic song. I hope Gary enjoyed it. <laughs> you did. You did. I can tell. I, I started laughing at one point because you were laughing, and I know you were laughing because you were thinking about Gary. Yeah. To oh, this yeah. Song. Yeah. I'm I think a, it was like at the four minute mark. I'm going to tell you exactly when, when, when at the end of my notes. There was a, I, I wrote the note as soon as me and you walked by. So mine put, uh, I put odd open. Guitar start cool and eerie. Uh, starts with the vocals cool, old sound to this. Digging the pace, tem- uh, pace and tempo changes. I like how imperfect the drums are, kind of like Dave Lombardo's style, like slightly were, behind slightly the off. beat. Yeah, yeah, like just a just a hair off and not like fixed, which is a nice thing to hear. Yeah. Um, choir midsection getting wild. That's where I looked up at you when all of a sudden I hear like fucking yeah. angelic chanting. Yeah. And like my eyes perked up. I started laughing because all I could think of is fucking Gary's. Yeah. Going, this is only halfway through. <laughs> I, I deleted a note that I had in there. <coughs> I don't know why I deleted it, but it said chorus was an actual chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was an actual choir. <laughs> it was. I didn't mind. I mean, this is kind of what I expect in a sense. Now, like we talk about that a lot. At this point, a year into this, we kind of know what each other's style is. We all have our own yeah. fucking thing that we kind of stick to. But then once in a while, we'll surprise each other. I liked it. I didn't mind the the. the early sounding production I'm interested to see like what this is and where it came from and how you found it it's not it's not bad I this was Mike, Mike had a good point with the song got better as it went on like they fi- they started figuring it out as the song yeah. went on yeah. so I'm interested to find out if the whole EP is like this or if you know a little bit more about it but yeah was that know. the first song on the EP the last song uh, I think it was there's only two songs I think oh. it was the second okay yeah, yeah so that kind of explains the non-vocals sort of yeah, yeah, at the of, second half of yeah. the song to close out the yeah. record it sounded European it yeah it sounded, like it sounded big Europe too song. you had a good point yeah. with the drum like it sounded real they sound like cannons yeah the fucking drum stuff way out in this, yeah. in this one. Just, I didn't mind I didn't mind at all yeah. Gary do you have a fact this band has released only two demos, and in the band's history, they have only have had six songs recorded total. Yeah, so this... Um, but they're all 11 minutes long. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. This was the only song that was like fucking 10 minutes. The other ones were like six nine and change. Um, I was like, why couldn't you pick those? The two demos, I guess, were kind of revered demos in the early 90s that never made it to to be an LP or anything and it was re-released um, maybe around 2010 12. 2012 as see you e- do have a purpose here <laughs> as an EP yeah. so it was two demo two demos that technically were combined into, an, into okay. an EP the complete discography yes the complete discography <laughs> what's that's the name a, of the band that's a time ghoul Time, Time Ghoul. Where are they from? Any idea? From the uh, Missouri. Really? Yeah, I didn't expect that. From Missouri, <laughs> uh, it's all science fiction themes, as you probably could have gleaned. The from opening the of the song. Thing. Yeah. 
super sci-fi. I imagine that's why it's so psychotic, uh, so so chaotic and out there as far as like the the time signatures yeah. and the tempo changes and shit, mm-hmm. just to give that atmosphere of science fiction. I also I imagine that you'd have to be psychotic to like this too. And well, you, well, you, Missouri's a lot of woods. Friends. Yeah, woods means mushrooms. I sell I sell a lot of <laughs> insurance policies down in uh, Missouri these days. And let me tell you something. <laughs> There's some interesting fucking folk on the middle line of that phone. A lot of interesting names down there. We'll just put it that way. Mm. A lot of, a lot of fucking, uh, lot of Jeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two Ds. Yep. And a lot of. I'm not gonna say. <clears throat> We've already fucking bad enough that the first ten minutes of this episode there was eighty five f words. Um. All right. Yeah. So not bad. Um. How long have you known about this? Probably 2012 since that okay. that EP came out. So this is something you knew about early on? No. Nope. No, well, the, early... I mean, it's for, earlier than early, today. Yeah, yeah earlier than today, not yeah. 90s. Um, I, I feel like that song is more relevant now than it would have been back in 93. For death metal now? For that yeah, style. For sure. yeah. yeah, for sure. There's a lot of that It was way, way underground back then, but yeah, yeah now you've got all these chaotic bands that kind of came up, and some of them are gone, you yeah. know, like Dillinger, Escape Plan, and stuff like that, but now you've got, like, Vane, you know, yeah. coming up with... I love Vane. Yeah, Vane's fucking, fucking amazing. Oh, fuck, man, Code Orange is like that. <clears throat> Code Orange. Code Orange yeah. big time like that. That sounds... Like, literally one Code Orange song will do fucking ten times more changes than yeah. that. Yeah. And it'll go from, like, black death metal to, like, a girl singing, like, fucking... <sighs> Like alternative, almost yeah. sound like whole to yeah, like I, it's there. You'd love them if you actually. I don't know if you ever really fucked. I've heard them. a little bit of them and yeah. I didn't mind them. You like the I, new stuff, the last two albums. Yeah. you like those a lot. I don't mind chaotic music. I'm a huge prog metal fan. One of my all time favorite bands being Dream Theater. Um, if you want to talk time changes and style changes and all <clears> that stuff, but there's there's bands that do it really well, yeah. and then there's bands that are just like. Let's just be a progressive band and just mush a bunch of shit yeah, together. Yeah, that's too. what I don't like. I, I like I like time changes and stuff, but I like it to have a group. Right, there still has to be a semblance of order. And the time changes have to... He's not only kissing, but he's talking on the he's phone. He's on the phone while he's taking a After he's yeah. taking a nap. I hope he forgets yeah. and <laughs> goes to zip his pants and pisses yeah, yeah. on his phone. <laughs> that should be fucking hilarious. That'd be funny. <laughs> hope he zips his nuts up. The second <laughs> <laughs> second uh, yeah, so Steve's second song was his random uh, mics kick off the the notes. Uh, random. Uh, super groovy. Sounds like really heavy, deep purple. Um, I couldn't tell if it was a female singer or if it was a male with a really high register, but I thought the vocals were real strong. It is a female. It is a female. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because originally when I heard the music, I thought it was uh, Big Elf, the band Big Elf. I like them. Yeah. It's kind of that same style. I was like, oh, sh- is this like new Big Elf that I haven't heard before? Um, I love the song, though. Um, Wait, somebody other than Ray knows a band named Big Elf. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not Steve. <laughs> so um, let me just po- point that out. Uh, <laughs> aside from the, the production, because I had something to do with it, but the the actual like sound stage sounded big. Yeah. Um, but everything, you could tell the where the instruments were placed. Uh, within the mix, it sounded really good. I'm a stickler for good production. Are we um, still talking about time that shit out. No, no, we're, we're done with time goal. Yeah, we moved on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I liked it. I liked that song. Uh, I liked your random better than your first song. Um, it was solid. It was groovy. And it wasn't because it was ten minutes long. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No. Uh, no, those two picks 
right. They were like completely different from each other. I got a yes. uh, strong 70s retro vibe, Sucker for the Organs, good production. Reminds me. I love Sucker uh, Organs. Person. <laughs> good one, buddy. Reminds me of either Person or Hey, Jason that's the my ones. friend. Don't be talking bad about him. <laughs> now, now he's going to fucking rip the word shit out of you. <laughs> you have that snuggle can ready? Because <laughs> Fucking Mike Jake's coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead it's man. good. It's yeah, good. Not it's worth it. That's your organs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Play those pipe organs. Uh, anyway, yeah, like I said, I think it's either Jess and the Ancients one or Person. Neither nope. one? Nope. I, I can see where you would get that, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Gary even actually already said this. These were like two entirely different picks, so it's yeah. definitely a nice like range with your picks today. Um, I put starts off. Um, um, so starts off like marching tempo beat not normally my kind of thing as far as like the way the music started it was a little too hollow for me um but uh I like when I like the groove this song has it's got it like once it really kind of starts kicking in it like it it won me over like it started getting there was a right after the dr- the beginning drums or whatever there was like like maybe about a minute or 30 seconds that I just I wasn't into at all really that actually yeah. caught me right away yeah see I didn't like that at all it was yeah. too like hollow or too distant I don't know what it was about it. I just didn't like it yep. the way it sounded and then uh, vocals are different than I expected I put they won me over with the church organ like once that kicked in I was I, I'm a sucker for that also yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker of the organ also an organ sucker yeah so I'm, a, I'm an organ sucker I'm glad I'm not alone you're not the only one <laughs> as we meet up in a fucking you know yeah, at yes. a truck stop never mind <laughs> yeah, yeah settle down yeah. we've already yeah. dropped enough of those on, on Pride weekend Pride month um, but no like I, I this song won me over about half I don't know probably about two minutes in or so I finally there's just something weird about like a, the there's like a 30 second gap there it was just odd to me like sonically and then once the vocals really started kicking in and like the groove fucking picked right up there was a great like yeah. riff in this song that I can't I don't know if it was the chorus or whatever or mid, mid riff but fucking great riff in this really cool song like I said once the organs and shit started kicking in it, it did it, it won me over so I was I was there was I was ready to start typing out my hatred towards it, and then all of a sudden it won, it, it, like it changed, and I was like, oh, all right, there we go, okay, yep. now we're good. But uh, Gerald, your fact. This band has been signed to TP Records. Okay. All right. This I kind of gave myself a theme for the random because this is also an EP that was released this year. I think it's their first official release. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The band's name is Farley. P H A R L E E. I think I told you about them hmm. on Facebook. Um, I just randomly, it randomly popped up in my uh, release radar maybe like two months ago. Yeah, it came Close out in April. Check came out April. Yeah. Nice. That's so, they're, so they're a newer band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, the production, see, he, the one thing Steve's really, really, I mean, they both do this, but Steve's really big with this. He'll find a lot of newer bands that have that, that have production. an old sound. Yeah. yeah, that's where his niche is, like, from what I've noticed. Yeah, like, for sure. Ray actually knows the, the, the era of when that sound came out. Steve finds modern bands with that era sound, and I just play hardcore. Just, yeah, <laughs> I, just, I, I play. I play. <laughs> I'm, I'm the asshole of the group, <laughs> but I like all. I like everything yeah. you play. No, that was that was a cool pick. I, I think I, I agree with Mike. Where I think this the second song was obviously the winner of the two. But uh, are we? Do you want to do ratings at the end? Should we do ratings this week, or should we do ratings like? Yeah, might as well. No, let's do them as we go. As we go. So rating for the first song. Do you know? Do you know our rating system, right? Three, three yeah, brews. Yeah, three, three brews. It can be literally be like 1.2. So, I, what is it? One, two one brews. One and a half is, would be average. One and a half would be average. Two would be good. Yeah. Anything above that is really good. And then three is is awesome or whatever. 
But yeah. uh, so if you wanna like the first song, I'd probably give that, especially with the amount of hatred that Gary had for it, I'd probably give that about a one point five because it was it was I liked a lot of stuff in it, but it was a little too much going on. Can I get a song. two just because Gary hated it yes. so much? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll give you the. <clears throat> we we're gonna do that. We're gonna do a scale for this one. <laughs> it's on a bell. Curve. Any yeah, any exactly. <laughs> Once if if Gary officially hates it and falls asleep so much so because of how much hatred he had for it, you get an official two for that. Right. Song. Like this it. the second song I would I give that like a two point three. I I did I didn't like it for like thirty seconds then I. I like it more now because of that reason, because it won me over. So, um, yeah. if you guys want to go, yeah, I would definitely give the first song uh, a one and a half. Um, scaled up to two. Scale. Well, no, one point seven five. I'm gonna scale it up. Um, <laughs> so you don't, you don't, you know, yeah, with Gary every I, week. So even even on the parts that I liked, I was still a little lukewarm on it. Yeah. Um, the second song, though, I'd probably give a, like a two point two five out of three. Yeah, that was definitely a good jam. I could see myself listening to them a lot. Yeah. I give the first track a one point nine five. Just <laughs> going to the going to the hundreds. We are fucking. And uh, yep. on the second track, I'll give it a two and a half. I like the second track. Yeah, the second track was solid. It was basically uh, time wise. I think it was perfect. It wasn't yep. too long, too short. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to pick something kind of short since the first one was yeah. so long. That was good. Good mix of the two. Um, let's see, fucking uh, Mike's picks. Mike, you ready to step up to the bat here? Hey, whatever. Uh, music, music, And again, music, his, yeah, his, his, his actual band we're going to do at the very end of that. So it's like a totally different thing. We're not really like reviewing yeah. it, just kind of talking about it. We should have had you play something, too. I wasn't even thinking about that, but next time. Um, so, uh, Ray, you can start off with Mike CP. I put upbeat, hardcore, catchy hooks, like the backing guitar work. Also, the ending kind of surprised me. It sounds familiar, but I can't pinpoint it. Steve? A uh, good solid representation of the style, uh, good breakdown vocals, quality, good moshing song, good all around, just not my thing, dug the acoustic, and I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I put, like the drum open a lot, this is my kind of stuff, singer sounds very familiar to me, uh, good groove for the break, <clears throat> this has a good mix of two-step core with metal riffing in between there, so like it would go back and forth, so this is right up, this is stuff I yeah, would Yeah, I knew you were going to enjoy it, yeah, this is right off the rip. This is right... Me and you have always had that same kind of thing, so I, we have a lot of the same stuff there. Uh, sound, sounds like a second singer kicked in, but I'm not sure. It was a guest vocalist. Okay, all right. Which is interesting on an EP of all things. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, so I wasn't wrong there. I said I dig, I dig the switch up a lot. Uh, I like the shreddy guitar work at the end of the song, and as soon as I thought the song was done, all of a sudden, nice nice finish with the acoustic. Like That was actually a really nice little touch that they yeah. added onto that song, just to kind of like, like just to fill it out, you know? Yep. So, I like the song a lot. So, I'm interested to see who it is. Uh, this band is from Ottawa, Canada, and they formed in 2017. Okay. New band. Very new. And the, it's actually the last song on the record that explains the acoustic yep, guitar. that makes sense, yeah. It opens with an acoustic guitar. It's okay. not the same riff, but it's a similar riff that if you were to put it on repeat, it doubles back on itself. Um, but it's a band called Ghost Blade. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there are four pieces. Four piece. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. that that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, they're solid. This is the only thing they've obviously. It's the only thing they put, the out. Thing they put out. It's a seven song EP. Um, even if you watch some of their live videos uh, of uh, on YouTube, uh, there's like nobody there. There's no one at the show. A couple of diehards. Um, they're playing like VFW halls and people's garages and shit. I'm surprised so it's, it's because the production style. was really well done. It's solid. It's it a really good. well done production. 
Yeah, like it was. It sounded <clears throat> super pro. I yeah. was, I'm surprised that I figured this was going to be a bigger band. Like I'll I'll get into why I thought that a little bit more. But yeah, um, I thought it was going to be something older that maybe they went on to do. Yeah, like, like, actually, they couldn't have went on because that wouldn't fit the theme. But that, well, that's what I was I'll, thinking. If they were a band and then broke off, yeah, and it was a new yeah. band, yeah, 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 band. yeah, exactly, yeah. Like maybe this just didn't work out, but the, yeah. all the people turned into something else, which that happens a lot. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was impressed with it. Or bands get together and do side things or something like that that could happen too. But, yeah, no, they, um, none of these guys, as far as I know, were in any other projects that made a name for themselves. Do you know who the guest vocals is? Some French name guy, Jean Jacques. Jean Jacques. Yeah, yeah. That's because the both of the Jacques. I'm like, yeah, he's one of my one of your people. ancestors. One of your people. Uh, no, they. I'm, I was surprised. Uh, both singers sounded real familiar to me, so I was actually expecting you to tell me that this was like some kind of a super group, like essentially, yeah, that got together for one EP and bailed. You know what I mean? So I was actually surprised to hear that that this was like a legit underground band. Yeah, the, the guest vocalist was Jean-Philippe. Oh, yeah, sure. I still don't know what band he's yeah, from. Yeah, no, no. Good luck. If he's even in a band. Yeah, he's the father of the bride? He might be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There we go. See? So there you go, Ray. Now you know. Now you know. I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're coming with two fucking right. singers right now. Alright, go for a... Uh, second track. Yeah, second track. My rando. Right. Oh, go ahead, Ray. going on me? Uh, random catchy groove off the back goes into almost a slow-mo cannibal corpse gallery of suicide style. Pace picks up like a completely different song towards the middle uh, from where it started. All in all, I like it. It was overall a good track. You're welcome. <laughs> I see. I'm actually surprised that you like both of them as much as you did because I know you like with the metal core style... The first one, I'm surprised that you liked as much. This one, not as much. I figured. Yeah, gonna... I had a feeling Ray was going to enjoy this. Song. Yeah, I figured the second song you'd like a lot, but good, Steve. Uh, I dug the kind of almost western sounding open. I could picture like a tumbleweed fucking <laughs> yeah. rolling by, uh, almost and almost a uh, southern kind of riff too. Um, I I was hoping for more of a soulful vocal with that kind of riff. Okay. Um, vocals weren't bad though. I was just hoping for something different. Uh, I had high hopes based on that, and it was good. I didn't think it was great, but um, definitely potential there to, to for more. It was good. I put uh, starts super southern. Uh, hmm, interesting change. Heavy and chuggy, good vocals. I dig the slower pace on this song a lot. I liked how they paced it out nice and slow, like he said. Actually, so there there is a lot of like even modern Cannibal Corpse. Like uh, I played one song called. Uh, scourge of Iron that has that like you know like real fucking slow like paced out heavy yeah. you know raw sound uh, the riffing in this is great kept the southern twang through the whole thing which I liked like the mid riffs were fucking super southern but yeah. they were heavy you know like it was a really really cool song I like the song a lot I'm interested I'm again I'm interested to see what this is yeah, the, the uh, and I had mentioned it at some point during the song it's the only song it sounds like on right. the record that sounds like this it's the only song on any of their records that sounds like this That'll be interesting to find yeah. out who they are because again, the vo- it sounded familiar <clears throat> to me. But again, if this is the only song that sounds like this, then that's probably still right. probably nothing that I've heard before. Then if that's the case, Gerald, the band is from Denmark and they have released ten albums and two EPs. Very interesting. Yeah, it's a band called Hate Sphere. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah I have too. heard of them. Yeah, holy shit! I've never actually really checked them out. I know yeah. of them. They're gnarly. So, like what do they generally sound like? Just hardcore, basically? <clears throat> uh, no. 
They're actually, I would put them in the same genre as The Haunted. Okay. They did kind of have that sound. I yeah. was like hearing that a little bit yeah. too on vocals. Yep. Yeah, I would, I would kind of, I don't want to say lump them in because they're, yeah. they're not exactly the same. Um, but they're not totally Gothenburg yeah. style, like in more metal and stuff and like that. Yeah. They're definitely more metal. Um, Being where they came from, I'm really surprised about the southern sound. That's yeah. really odd to me. Yeah. That's a that, cool pick. I think it's why it's the only song that <clears throat> sounds like that. I think they were just like, hey, you guys want to play real cool southern metals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost picked a black metal song that has that same southern vibe. I wish no I shit. Yeah. That'll be interesting, see? So uh, maybe a theme for another day. Yeah. Bands that play southern music. They're clearly <laughs> not, not from, from the States. Yeah. Not from America. Not, not from the <laughs> South, boy. They ain't from no Texas. But uh, Hate Sphere is definitely one of my favorite bands. I've heard, I know I've heard of them, and I know I've looked up a couple songs. I just feel, that's one of those bands that escaped me to go back to. to yeah, you know. But I know I know that. Now I've heard that name of a shitload. Yeah, that record's awesome. I, I think that record was from two thousand four, two thousand five. Oh, really? Around too. there? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think it was their second, maybe third record. That's cool. So, because I I know I've heard, I've looked them up before because I go through even looking for stuff for this for the show just random stuff I know I've listened to I listened to them a couple months ago. I just, yeah. I didn't dig that super deep into it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good stuff. Definitely recommend them, for sure. Ratings as far as everything? Go for it, right? Uh, first first track, I'll give them uh, probably a 1.75. Second one, I'll probably give it two and a half. Yeah. Steve-O? Uh, first one, I will also give a 1.75. And second, I'll give... Uh, I'll go two and a half. Yeah, solid. Man. I would go two on the first one. I like that song a lot, but like, actually, probably I'd probably say two point two five in the first one because that's right, that's my stuff. Yeah, uh, and I'd probably give this one a, a two. Point, I'd probably give them both about two point two five. I like the first one a little bit more because it's more my style. Yeah. Um, actually, no, you know what? I'd probably give that one a two and a half. Now that I think about it, because now I'm trying to think about it a little bit more. I'm also stuck with like the. I really like that southern riff. I like that fucking. It's crunchy, music. right? Yeah. Yeah. If there was more of that, I would definitely go check out the band. But they're. they're they're, I think you'd like them anyways the, the stuff that I know from I them. don't know The Haunted well it's kind of thrashy right yeah they're thrashy yeah. but they're groove there's there's yeah. some groove in there I've seen The Haunted live and I'm just never going back to listen to them I yeah. saw them at uh, Metal Fest one time yeah I, just, I remember liking them live and just fucking I know they were they were a big influence on a lot of the bands that came out in the early 2000s absolutely they have a uh, if you look up Bury Your Dead <clears throat> The Haunted come up all the time because I think they have a song called Bury Your Dead or something along those lines something similar yeah. to that so if you try to find like certain Barrier Dead songs on YouTube, the haunted comes the up. The haunted comes up all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I actually, you know, I'd probably fuck it. I'll just give both of them two and a half. Cause I, 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 no, honestly, the more I think about, because I did that first song is everything that I like and listen to. So the more I think about it, like I was trying to be like, like cool guy, but like I, I, I like both songs a lot. So they're they're super like. You grab me one of those. Do you? Yeah. They're yeah, super skinny white kids. Yeah. yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, both those songs for me. That's they wear they wear flat rim hats yeah. and tank tops and right. cargo shorts. That sounds about right. And like high tops. That's right. That's what, that's what's going on right and, now. And the, at, and the guitarist is a big fat guy. If you look at Nightwish, <laughs> they, they wear like fucking they wear like painters pants with like yeah. cuffed up and like they wear like like Nike Dunks or something. Yeah, like, yeah. So, they're so weird. Like the fucking stylist out right now makes no sense, but whatever. That's cool. All Good right. solid picks. Uh, Raymond. On to Ray's picks. Raymond's picks. Uh, whoever wants to start first, Steve, go for it. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, Good solid riff. Um, vocals remind me of a band called Anguish. Short, solid track. I like the raw production, but this definitely could have benefited from a better production. 
Um, nothing real stand out about it. Just real. Um, just had a good solid riff that was kind of you know nod your head to. Um, nothing crazy. Good track. Cool. Uh, I put great old production. This is actually surprising me. Not only uh, not only is it not that long, but more my style than I'm used to hearing out of Ray. Like this sounded more like the stuff that I would normally play than what Ray would normally play. So I was really surprised that this is what you picked. Um, vocals were tight. Riffing was great too. Even had a breakdown in it. Like I, I don't know if I've ever heard Ray play a song with a breakdown on the show. <laughs> Sounds like old Swedish death metal, which yeah. is very similar yeah, definitely. to current hardcore. Yeah, definitely it is. Did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the riffs. Um, wasn't a fan of the vocals, but not. It wasn't the vocal style. There was way too much reverb on the vocals. I don't know what was going on. Um, the guitars pinch harmonics like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, the song was short, um, but it felt complete. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times a, sh a short song will just end, and you, you're kind of left wanting more. Uh, overall, I actually enjoyed the song itself. Uh, it felt like a complete song. The music was great. The music was solid. Yeah, yeah definitely. I like the music a lot. You have a fact here? This band features Adam from Kill Switch Engage. Really? What? That's interesting. That's probably why this guitar sounded real familiar. Interesting. Wow. Is it the same? It's Adam Did and his. Look it up? It's Adam and his bro uh, the brother. This is uh, aftershock. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It no. was basically pre crowbar. This is uh, Kurt Weinstein, Kevin Noonan. Uh, this is not the band. Jimmy Bauer <laughs> on drums. That sounds more like it. Uh, I asked you yeah. what it was. It I said Aftershock. I didn't say... I just said Aftershock was the name of the band. But uh, that was basically uh -oh. the EP name. And Damn originally it. it was Shellshock. 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 And the Slugs. Holy shit, yeah. Uh, that was pre-Crowbar. Yeah, so, I know about the Slugs and yeah. Shellshock. I didn't Aftershock know about was the demo that they had from 89. Yeah. I Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's why this sounds more like the stuff that I like. I fucking yeah. Gary. Yeah. Fucking Gerald. You're fired. My facts are always fucked facts. up when it comes to your fucking shitty no, but fucking it, it was, shit. No, it but was, it was fucking funny that Gary at one point goes, it's always your fucking songs and slam fucking his phone in front of Ray's face. Halfway through the song. That was, that was fucking funny. And I'm surprised. I, I didn't... I fucking forgot all about that shit. I remember fucking... I've, I've heard a million times uh, Weinstein talking about fucking Shell Shock. That's yeah. crazy. I've never heard it. That's fucking... That's wild. That's pretty... That's cool shit. And I honestly just randomly came across it last night. Yeah. Just Googling YouTube and shit. And fucking... I was like, eh, this works. <laughs> so... Hmm. Good pick. That's yeah, a really... You. That's a cool pick. Who the fuck was singing? Oh, it was Kurt. No, it wasn't. Yes, was it really? Yeah. It was it's Adam from phone. fucking Killswitch. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, wrong, wrong band there, bro. That's fucking wild. I can't believe that. How, yeah, how different he sounds. But it basically just tells you the lineup of the fucking the band on the yeah. fucking demo. We'll say, you know, formed. Formed from the ashes of Shellshock. Yeah. Damn. And it will tell you the lineup of the band right after. After Hatchboy Suicide. I don't know anything about that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Interesting. Well, who the fuck knew? Right? Yeah, good yeah. pick, Ray. You got you yeah. had like the mystery of the fucking. That was the, a solid. That was surprising. Yeah, and then that's one of those times where like if you had told me that like because if I had beforehand. heard you say shock, I know exactly who yeah. that is. Yeah, if you had said that beforehand, I would have been like, oh wow, this yeah. is, you know. But if you said all the members of the band before you played the song, yeah, it would have yeah, would make, it would sense make almost. total sense. And it probably, believe it or not, it, like I like the song anyways. I yeah. was impressed that you played something like this. So 
but yeah. it may would have made me fucking I would have listened that much more and yeah. yeah. Hmm. Cool. I'm glad we are like in one of our mom's basements. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> but only in Ray's house. Uh, second track? Second track. Go for it, Steve. Uh, for a minute, I thought this was just going to be news clips over fucking music. That lasted a long time. I, I called it Desert Storm Metal. Uh, vocals and music didn't fit at first until it shifted to like a more thrash sound. That's yeah, exactly what my notes I actually liked the vocals a lot. Uh, I, there was a nice solo section that had a great groove under it. Um, and then the, uh, another great tempo shift after that. Uh, good song. Thank you. I put off starting off with some political news talking. Uh, music is cool so far. The news part is going a little bit longer than I expected. Uh, oh, there it kicks in. A little weaker than I expected when it kicked in. Just like uh, I think it was Steve's first pick. That, no, second pick that kind of threw me off for a second. Yeah. This song kind of had like a. Again, this one took a second for it to like kick in. Yeah. But then once it kicked in. Uh, it, it starts going. I said, uh, but finally kicks in. Uh, finally kicks in with some heavy riffing, which was great. Uh, interesting track. Definitely gets better as it goes. Some shredding kicks in late, which is really nice to hear. The, the guitar work is great by the end. Like this song, this song build a yeah. lot. Like it kept on just creeping up, and then it finally, once it was done, I was like, all right, now I get what's going on. But that, I, it, oof, there was. I'm glad we're so patient these days. And if this was the night where we were drinking, I would have hated every fucking. Day. <laughs> but I, I actually really found that I liked it a lot. So, cool, cool. yeah, my my notes are very similar to Steve's. Um, it kind of opened up on an 80s metal vibe um, felt really epic but then when the first verse kicks in everything felt out of place like the opening of the song didn't fit the, the rest of the song but then the second verse comes in so then I felt like the first verse didn't fit the rest of the song after hearing the whole song yeah it was weird um, then when it goes into the, the instrumental part and the, and the guitar work like, like you said Ed it was pretty sick the guitar work was awesome yeah. the vocals started to fit a little bit better yeah, um, it did. It fit, it fit the style towards the end, um, and the guitar solo uh, after the song picked up was was nice. I thought that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it was more of a black metal vocal, really. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The song had, like, a culmination point where, like, it fucking finally came back to itself and realized, like, not realized what it wanted to be, but it just, it finally, it took off. Yeah, you know? it hit, like, a... Th- Hit like a thrash tempo. Yeah, it hit like a third act, we'll say, in the yeah. song. And then once that hit, it was like, all right, now I get what they're doing. You know, it just took a while. That's yeah. All. It, was, it, was, it was a cool song. Was this part of a concept record? Uh, to tell you the truth, their earliest stuff was more power metal. Okay. And their later stuff is more power metal. Explain some of the But uh, this mm. is from 91, and uh, that middle was like basically like a death black thrash style. Like, it's weird. It doesn't really fit their record cycle. Yeah. Like it's their one album that just sounds off compared to their other stuff. So this Napalm Death? No. Okay. I have, I have no idea who this is. This band formed in 83, broke up in 93, then got back together in 2013. Jesus. Huh. What the fuck? Hex. With two X's. Oh. Right. Right. Okay. The name of the album's Morbid Reality. I know Hex. Yeah, I don't know that's a I know weird. power metal stuff. I yeah. hadn't heard anything like this. Yeah, it's definitely a change from the other stuff. Let's when say. did this come out? Ninety one. Ninety one. Okay, yeah. so right, right but before they broke up. That's right like their last record before yeah. they broke up. Yeah. So was this record because you said it was different? Did everyone hate it, and that's why they broke up? I couldn't even tell you. Sure. Honestly, I just got into them recently. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like something that would happen. Mm. Yeah, mm. especially nowadays. Especially nowadays. Yeah, because if a band takes yep. the wrong left turn, fucking they don't. 
then we'll try to fight it, fight through it. Which is a good grind my gear segment if you guys really want to dig into that because I have some choice <laughs> words. We always have some of that shit going on. I thought of a good grind my gears fucking thing the other day driving home. We can do a grind my gears to, yeah. to cap the show off because yeah. I I know this guy. Everything grinds. This guy right yeah, here, yeah, yeah, he's that's his favorite segment. That's why he comes out. Comes, comes every week. <laughs> the sun. I might just wake him up. Show this grinding my gears right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, go with your uh, your rating on rated songs. Uh, let's see, first song. I'll go with a two. I like the song, but I think better production would have done it more justice. And the second song, I'll go 2.7. Wow. Okay. Mike, you can go. Uh, First song, um, I'd probably give a solid two. If the the vocals didn't have all that weird reverb on it, probably a little bit higher. That kind of turned me off a little bit. Um, Second song, probably a 1.75. Felt a little disjointed in some parts, but the, as the song went on, I, I started to like it a little bit better, but not enough for me to go back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to go a good 2.35 on the first song. Um, the only reason why it's not higher is because, again, production value, if it was yeah. just a little bit better. That's probably, were you playing that on YouTube? YouTube 89 demo, yeah. this is pretty much it's like, not, yeah. you're not going to find anything. YouTube compresses yeah. everything, and yeah, yeah. that's probably where the, why the reverb sound yeah. was that much worse, because yeah. they, it, it compresses shit. So, it like, they don't want it to sound right. It depends on what it is. It's just, they fuck with a lot of stuff, so they, it's tough when you play YouTube stuff. It's not the same. Everything gets compressed for headphones nowadays, right. but, like, YouTube is really bad with that, but... Yeah, it's a low bit rate. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot different because of how much fucking shit they have in their servers. But um, yeah, so if it wasn't on YouTube, if they, if somebody would actually release that on like a Bandcamp or something, it'd probably be a lot better. Yeah. Well, like if Josta Josta does that a lot of time for the uh, his subscribers for his podcast, all of his buddies like Kirk Weinstein or um. I'm wondering if there's a bunch of his friends' bands. He'll take his yeah. friends' bands and fucking like uh, Jim Root from um, Slipknot. His original demo from his original band is on his fucking extra bonus no, stuff, cool. bonus content. Yeah, he'll take his friends' bands' demos or bands that he produced when he owned Stillborn Records, or and he puts it up as extra yeah. content. Uh, Aftershock. Aftershock. Yeah, yeah. They were they were the Slugs first, I think, then Shellshock, right? Yeah. And then it turned into that, which I, I didn't really know much about the Aftershock thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I, I uh, sell 2.35 it would have been higher but again it's just because of the fucking production which sucks because I know I would have liked that more um, and the, the second song because it finally kind of kicked back around once the guitars finally picked up I'd probably give this like a 1.9 1.95 like I'll steal a page out of your book yeah. I can't quite get it to 2 because it's not really my like it had that disjointed thing in the in the beginning that I didn't yeah. really care for but you going to tinkle again? oh okay everything alright? yeah alright debutantes yeah, see, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so so solid. It's been pretty pretty solid picks all day. Um, let me pull my notes up for my own shit. Uh, not as far as notes, but just remember what I actually played. I know what I played. Let's see. Do you want to cipher some out? No, we can hear fucking. Uh, is he ciphering gas? Maybe. <laughs> Oop, this is this one. All right, so uh, if you guys want to go. Whoever wants to go with my, my picks, you're more than welcome to. Alright, this gets right to the point. So <laughs> just straight to it, right off the bat. Any part of this I can muster up to like seems to only last five seconds before it goes back to something I hate. But it was short, so that's a plus. And that's it. Good. Yeah. I just wrote uh, heavy as fuck. 
Um, I thought the musicianship was pretty tight. There's some good breakdowns. Um, it's a style that I have been listening to more recently, so I was listening very attentively. Uh, but overall, I liked it. I just put uh, heavy, chaotic, and upbeat. I couldn't really pinpoint like really what I wanted to say on it, so I just wrote down. Like, yeah, it's tough to take any notes musically yeah. just because it was so fucking <clears throat> right in your face out from the get go. So that's what I like about it. Like, is, is that a genre you guys don't normally listen to, though? Yeah, no. not really. No. Yeah, yeah that's where this is where I'm kind of yeah. like him with his weird '70s shit. Yeah, and him with his weird black metal shit. This is where I cook, like, this is me. This is where I fucking sprinkle shit in. Yeah. These guys that fuck with them. Like, it's, I, I love shit like this. This is like, yeah. this is ultra produced for what what style it is, too. And there's a reason why, but I don't know what yeah, these facts are going to be. So yeah, I don't want to. It was still, know. even though it was chaotic, it was still super clear. Yeah. Um, the guitars were super chunky, sounded thick. Like, there's a reason why. I don't know if they were layered or doubled or if it was just the way the guitars were tuned, but it sounded really good. Yeah. But it was defined. So, so this is where it splits the room. If yeah. you weren't here, I think I'd, I'd have a harder time with these two. But I, I wasn't actually. I thought for sure Steve would have liked this a little more because you like you like things it. like nails. I didn't so I dislike you like it. It just more. really didn't yeah. like, catch me as much as something yeah. like you know. Like I said, every time they started to do something. I was like, oh, and then it would be like, oh, I went away. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, like I said, I listened to this. It's a six-song EP. I don't know what his facts are, so I'm trying not to give up too much. Yeah. It's a six-song EP, and I listened to pretty much the whole thing on the way here. And it's, wow. I'm, I'm a okay. I'm a 50, and I, 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 I skipped two songs because two songs I didn't care about, so there's four songs I listened to on the way here. Every song, this is, I think this might be the longest song in the album. <laughs> And I don't know what your facts are. It's only like, first, what, so. two and a half minutes? Two, the first this song? one was like two minutes three, 45. Yeah, yeah, almost three. <clears throat> first song? Yes. EP yeah. song, yeah. I just put, this is a super group. Yeah. This is actually a super group. Okay. Uh, it's a one, It's a band called End. Oh, okay. And the reason, if you look up who's in the band, there's a guy named Will Putney who's a, probably the best producer going yeah. right now who produced Knock Loose. Who everything. Produced, he's, everything that's out right now. Yep. Every, every good album that's out right now, in my opinion, like... Every, everything that I like he, this guy touches um, he produced the last Every Time I Die album which is my one of my favorite albums of all time he produced all of Knock Loose stuff so far he produced fucking the last Acacia Strain album which I really like a lot he Suicide Silence yep, Suicide he, was, Silence. he was the producer that kind of put them when they were good yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> not this new when, shit when Russ Robinson got no, it. no 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 but like he's just he's got a really really good track and he does everything like he doesn't just do like the stuff that I really stick with like his production stuff is phenomenal because he can touch right. everything he touches he, he knows he understands that band like he pretty much makes every band that goes to him that's typically their best album because he just understands music and yep. he's in a bunch of bands he's actually the guitarist for Fit for an Autopsy which if you oh, know sick. who they are yeah, yeah they're fucking incredible they're and nasty on the album there's three guitarists live there's only two because he doesn't tour because he's a producer full time so yeah so and if you look at this is the singer from the band Counterparts so if they're like a straight hardcore band if yeah. you're into them that's who that is I can't uh, I took a picture I don't know the other the other three guys as well I think one of the guys is from Misery Signals I love Misery Signals uh, and I'll tell you right now because so, you you'd probably more appreciate the lineup uh, singers from Counterparts Will Putney's from Fit for an Autopsy they got the other guitars from Misery Signals there's a bass player from Rain Supreme and then the drummers from Structures which I don't know either one of those bands but. yeah Structures is kind of one of those wishy-washy like gen-t yeah, like yeah, periphery yeah, yeah. sort of hardcore yeah. progressive 
Not really into them, but... <laughs> they put, but so the reason why it's it's super <clears throat> noise, chaos, like hardcore, but the reason why it's so well-produced is because of Will, it's Will Yeah, Cuddy's Will band. knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. It's, it's only six songs. I think the whole thing total might be like 25 minutes, if that. Yeah. Every song is like... I'm definitely going to check that out. I think you'd like it a lot. The song I was originally going to play was only about a minute and 45 seconds long, and yeah. I decided to play this one because I liked the changes yeah. in this one. Take notes, Steve. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing that I'm really good at. Uh, most of the Short time, songs. most of the time, my two songs are equal to one of their songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I wasn't sure. I figured this song would be a little polarizing. I wasn't sure what Steve was gonna think about it because I, I've I've got you with some chaotic stuff and then other stuff I'm I've lost you on. So I yeah. wasn't sure. And I, Ray, I was I was wondering what you were gonna think of this too. I yeah. wasn't sure. I'm actually surprised. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. It just didn't really, you know, catch me like, you know. I've noticed that if something, especially because of how long most songs you listen to, yeah. a lot of, I think that issue with my stuff is it's not long enough sometimes. Even yeah. though you don't want this to be much longer, like, I feel like that's, you're, you're used to sinking into your teeth for six minutes plus. Yeah. Everything I play is under three. So it's like, as soon as you're just about to get used to it. It's almost like you said, it's like a dick tease a little bit. Yeah, like I think that's kind of my problem with why I couldn't really take notes on it, too. Because it's like, I'm used to like waiting for like a build-up, yeah. and, and I can take notes Letting on Letting the song things. breathe and right. develop. And yeah, it's just, it's just like, uh, I don't know what to write. Yeah. And then it's over. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> see, that's, see, that's kind of the way I talk. <laughs> kind of the way I pay attention to things, right? It's, it's funny when you listen to things, and the more you're into like, the psychosis of people like if you think about our personalities it makes sense it kind of fits what we play if you yep. really think about it you know like Ray's always stoned to the gills so he can listen to he can wi- he listen to Wizards and Dragons and Slow Fags <laughs> fucking, fucking Steve Steve is he'll fucking light a candle and, and have a cigar and a beer next to a fucking vinyl record I don't know if I would yep. imagine you have a nice uh, recliner to sit next to on that if yep. not, I don't know what it is uh, but like you like to just sit and listen to the vinyl and sit and listen to that entire vinyl which is awesome I like doing that too but just my life is so fucking go 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 and when my brain works like as soon as one like there's a middle part in this song that hits and like my brain sinks right to that like the the breakdown part I I hear that and I'm like oh they got me and then yeah. at the very end when the pinch harmonics start kicking in I'm like oh and now my heart rate's going up and like that's just doing my brain, and then it stops, and I'm like, "Oh, the next one's on." You know, like, <laughs> "Oh, good, oh, good." The next song's only two and a half minutes. Like, great. Oh, hey, the third song's only a minute and forty-five. Like, I just, I love that shit, man. Like, short and sweet, right to the point. Yeah. Fucking punch you in the face. Just as much emotion as anything else, but I just like that dynamic. But I don't know. If, um, so, if, all right, whoever wants to go about the, the third song, I mean, the second song. I'm sorry. Uh, I know this isn't Avenged Sevenfold, but the song structure is very similar. I appreciate the shredding guitar solos that they sprinkle in. Again, not my thing, but otherwise, uh, it does what it's set out to do. Very uh, radio-ready. Yeah. Um, It had sort of a southern metal feel at the beginning. Uh, Good guitar intro solo. Um, The chorus felt 80s style, but modern at the same time. Um... Overall, though, pretty straightforward rock song. Something you can put on in the background for non-metal fans. Mm-hmm. Um, parts of the song stood out for me, but it's definitely a product of its genre. Um, so for me, not if, if I wasn't sitting in this room and it hit the chorus the first time, it's probably something I would have shut off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I put, uh, reminds me of every time I die and Dragon Force had a baby. Um, <laughs> clean vocals are okay. It's pretty much a catchy song. It's almost like radio friendly, like you said, or whatever. 
Uh, surprised me when the heavier vocals kicked in. I did like the guitar work that follows towards the end. Overall, it wasn't a bad track. I put. I think this is the only song that Gary didn't mind today. No, this is it. Yeah, yeah this was, is it, the was this Miss May I or like? Nope. No, no, really. So I thought it, it sounded like at first it was going to be like Maylene in the Sons of Disaster. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I'll tell you. I don't know what your fact is, so I don't want to give anything up yet. I'm trying not to ruin his facts today. Uh, this band features the former bullet for my Valentine drummer, Michael Thomas. Okay. That explains why it's kind of... Yeah, in that genre, yeah. It, so this, I, like Steve, kept the theme for myself. I had a, two entirely different fucking songs picked out to play yeah. by randoms today. And then as I was <clears throat> sitting here listening to the music, I went and took a piss. I put the song on for about a second because I remember that I, I was flipping through my... Um, I screenshot songs that I want to play, you know, when they come up. And this, I noticed in within a two-month span, I screenshotted it twice. And then I remembered about it. This song, this band only has two singles out, and they both dropped this year. Okay. So they don't even have an EP out. Yeah. So, I, like Steve, figured this isn't necessarily my kind of thing, but it's heavy enough. I just wanted to get people's opinions. Yeah. And also kind of just be like, let's see what the fuck this does. I'm not going to lie. I've only listened to the song all the way through maybe twice, and today was one of them. So I forgot about the kind of corny singing in the middle, but the music is exactly what I remember it being. Yeah. The song is called Kill the... I mean, the band is called Kill the Lights. The song is called The Faceless. Uh, I think it's like a five-minute long song, too, so that's the other thing I thought was kind of funny because, yeah. like, again, after talking about two-and-a-half-minute long songs all the way, it's like, <laughs> when I throw this metal ripper up, you know? Musically, the fucking band's tight as shit. They have two songs out. The other song doesn't sound anything like this. It's weird. They're like... They, they're similar, but they're not, like... Do they not know what style they're going to fit into yet? I don't yet, know what, what they're going to do yet, because it's another mini super group. It's like three guys. One of them is from Bullet For My Valentine, and I don't know who the other two guys are really. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that genre at all. If you put a Bullet For My Valentine song on right now, I wouldn't fucking... I have no idea. Yeah. I've never listened to a single song. I think I I know what they sound like. This is what they sound like to me. Believe it or not, the uh, Bullet For My Valentine songs that I like. Yeah. No, the, I wouldn't. The, I, I'm not saying I don't like them. I just don't know anything about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. They escape me. Yeah. I don't know. They had one record that was pretty solid that was almost like a trivia style yeah. record. Yeah, Trivium was another like, one like, like that. Scream yeah. Fire or whatever yeah, that record was. Yeah, yeah, it's very not of their style and then they went cock rock after yeah. that. It was well, there's a lot bad. of those bands that like I think once they catch on that they can make money they that's what they yeah. do which is good for them. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. Um, I think this just happened to pop up one day for me. It might have been in my for music, you know, Friday or whatever the fuck that is. I don't remember how the fuck I heard about this, but I, it popped up one day and I listened to it and I was impressed with the guitar work in the beginning to open. And then once it starts shredding, like, it's impressive. It's very clean. It's a very, mm-hmm. like, well yeah. produced song. Yeah, it's very formulaic. Yeah. It's like A, B, C, B, C, A, B, C. Avenged Sevenfold. No, yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. It's got a structure to it. Yeah. And it's, this isn't exactly my kind of thing, but it's something I, I, I thought we could all appreciate musically wise and metal wise yeah and again it, it fits the theme of like well they only have like either just an EP out mm-hmm. or two songs out and that's all they have they don't have anything else there's no other singles there's no nothing and they the two songs drop months between each other it wasn't like they dropped them within two or three weeks like yeah. if an album was coming out they're months like so I don't even know if they have an album written I feel like they're just producing one album I mean one song dropping it seeing what people think and then they drop the other one because they're yeah. not yeah, if you say the other song sounds completely different, that sounds like that's probably what they're doing. And, and I could be wrong, because I've only heard that song once or twice, because I, yeah. I forget about them, because they're not really a band yet. It's literally like, this one song dropped, they didn't have anything else, and then the next song dropped like months later, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that band. Yeah. But the reason why I don't remember is like, I remember album covers, 
So like the album cover for that the first band I played is like it looks like a almost like a nun, but her face is all melted off. So like it's it's very memorable. Right, something you know? you're gonna remember. And like all the singles leading up to that EP, they dropped two singles and then that EP all had that album cover on it. So I remember that band. Yep. You know what I mean? And then this shit, like this is one album cover, and then the other one is like an entirely different. So I don't. That's how bands are doing it now. Mm-hmm. They're dropping just. They singles. just drop singles. Which is both good and bad, and this can lead into the Grind My Gears thing, because too many bands are dropping too many fucking singles. That happened again. And when you brought up the, um, we should talk about the um, songs from this year that we found, or whatever, I mean, like the second quarter mm-hmm. uh, recap, or whatever. Like, it's there's been like three or four albums that have been not ruined for me, but almost ruined for me, because bands will drop four singles now out of ten songs. And like then when you get to the fucking when the day the album drops you listen to it and you can just skip those four songs and now you have six songs left. Yeah. If they're full songs. You know what I mean? By the time it's done, you're like, well, what the fuck? Like, if I was buying an album now, I'd be pissed. But so anyway, so yeah, yeah, so this is what it is. If you guys want to rate it, I wasn't expecting much out of it. This was just something I threw on just because it broke up the everything else that we were listening yeah. to. I think Steve went first, right? Yeah. Um that first song I'll give a point seven five. Woof. <laughs> And uh that song's so that band's so heavy too. That second one I'll give uh I'll give it a two. It's not my thing, but on a scale of you respect what it. it was setting out to do, yeah. I'll give it a two. Musicianship wise it, it it is good. Yeah. Just... yeah, the 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 first song was definitely more my style. Uh, probably give that a two and a half. Um the second song I feel like I've heard that song a million times. Yeah. Um the guitar work itself was good, um, but it wasn't anything out of the box. So I'm even struggling to give this one a one because it's definitely it's it's something I would if the band was playing a live show, I probably would just go to the bathroom for thirty minutes. <laughs> like, I don't know, definitely not yeah. my style. I can hear what they're going for, but yeah. you can respect what they're doing. But again, yeah, not, not my thing. Yeah, what do you think of the drums? At least the drums I thought were pretty tight. Uh, I'm having a hard time remembering the song because I kind of oh. shut it out. I'm actually pretty impressed. Yeah, I kind of shut it out yeah. a little bit. I'm not gonna See? lie, that's good. I, again, I wasn't playing yeah. it to try to win fucking awards, but I was playing it just because it, it was a talking point. Yeah, I, I probably have songs in my collection and bands that I listen to that sound like that, but yeah. they also sounded like that ten years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I, I kind of feel like I've heard that song before. Yeah. I'll give the first track a one point five, just because I didn't hate it yeah. and it was decent, and I'll give the second track probably about. I'd probably say the same. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it wasn't bad, but like, I didn't hate it. But I didn't like love it either. It was, I'm surprised that the you music, and Steve both thought it was at least average. The music was okay. Yeah. Like I did like some of the shredding in it. So my biggest surprise today was him not liking that first song at all. I wasn't sure because I I yeah. never know what to throw you, and you're you're like I you're an enigma dude. Who is he <laughs> saying anything about first songs? Uh, true, true. Because this is what I think of his first song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and real quick, too. Gary, of all things. <laughs> Go ahead, do the honors, buddy. You can spray it right out of his butt. No, you gotta spray my butt, not my face. <laughs> your head's no, so far up your ass, I got him in the same shot. Oh, his fart smells so fucking bad. Dude, they smell like pure fucking asparagus yes. and fucking oh, shit. Jesus. Out of all the songs that were played, I think Gary only liked that last song, but he actually, like, I could see it when, when we were talking about it. He put, he, was, yeah, he put his phone down. Yeah, he put his phone down. He actually like put he actually like put a thumbs up, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so weird when we actually get him to like something. But I'm happy that you at least enjoyed one song. One song. So now you know. But then you had to endure us talking oh, wow. about the songs you hated. The mix of them, dude. 
the mix of the shit and the snuggle is Maybe not I nice. Maybe I wafted it towards you with my yeah. hand. Oh, 100%. Sorry. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that just made me like, oh. Maybe it was the seven donuts that you had. No, I only have four. Speaking of, is there any left? Yeah, they, dude, they gotta go. Yeah, hell yeah. Gotta test them for poison, bro. I paid for them. I'll eat them. I gotta go, man. I don't need anything else before I came. If you want it, it's all you. No, I'm gonna eat this donut. All right, stick. so I'll steal the maple then. Right, go just, for it. So all in all, pretty oh, pretty good day of music. Uh, Mike Jiggs, what'd you think about your first uh, adventure as far as into the the music side of the show? Oh, this is fun. Uh, I actually enjoy. Uh, meeting people that have the same love of music that I do. Hell yeah! Except for Gary. <laughs> He's just here to make faces, I think. But I still enjoyed his presence, even if he was sleeping. Um, it's so hard to find people that care about music. Yeah. Um, there's people that listen to music on their way to work or on their way home, and they just listen to the radio, or they just go home and put on whatever record they've been listening to for the past 12 years um, but to to sit down with a group of people that are open minded and look for new music and seek it out all the time is uh, it's, it's pretty cool and it's an open definitely form. appreciate it yeah. like the reviewing thing like you don't get like you give your honest opinion if you mm-hmm. if you think something's a .75 you say it and I don't I don't think that's hard at all I don't no. know because it doesn't change my opinion I'm going to listen to this I forgot how much I like this fucking EP and I listened to it on the way here, and every song I was like, oh, maybe I'll play that song. I literally changed my song four times. And maybe if I played one of the other yeah. songs, he might have liked it better. But the other song I was going to play was one minute and 45 seconds long. So I think it would have been worse. Because <laughs> it's just as heavy, it's just shorter. That's the best part. There's a lot of people where if you don't like their music, they're trying to fuck yeah. yeah. talk you into liking it. And shit's like, hey, man. Or they get offended that you don't like right. it. Yeah. Hey, I don't like it. Go home and listen to it all you want. Yeah. I don't give it's a not going to fucking hurt yeah, my that's, feelings. That's the thing, like. I use it as a way to, and we already touched on this, but like, I don't want to use the word spread, but spread your your love of music, yeah. and and you're not trying to make someone listen to music they don't want li- to listen to, but you know maybe point them in a different direction as far as genres are concerned or different styles, um, you know. Yeah, because the type of shit we listen to. You're not gonna find it on your own. So sometimes you need someone to kind of steer yeah. you in that direction. Yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. I'm on, on the way home from Boston last night. A midnight track came up from that fucking the album you played. I I listen to that all the time. Yeah. And we both fucking I, I turned the fucking stereo because we both were nodding ahead and jamming to it. Because out of everything we played over the last year, that's you've shown me a bunch of stuff, but that's my favorite thing so far. And there's yeah. been a couple of things too. And when I hear those songs pop up and when it's random, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I figured like that shit's dope. And you remit like. You, it is cool to hear a different fucking ear because, again, the other thing with that is... You also branch out of your, your own right. self-absorbed... Yeah, Again, music follows your psyche, right? You so like we just out. went over this. If you look at this like it was a fucking science experiment, like, my brain works this way, that's why I like the songs that I like. Your brain works your way, your, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, it's always... You never know what your brain is going to like. Now, I can also, on the way home, I can go from fucking those two songs to fucking songs that black metal death metal whatever to fucking you know Lana Del Rey and Tovlo like I, li- I like every I just like yeah. music I like music that's all there is to it I love it all and that's why like on the way up yesterday to that show me and Ray were talking and Ray was like he kept on like defending the show to me and I'm like dude stop fucking defending the show like I like music man like, yeah. I don't think you understand like I'm and we had this conversation when we, <clears throat> while we were stuck in traffic I told him I said 
I said the difference between me and you is I I know where I forgot about because I'm I'm I go to so many shows I forget what that feeling is like to really be excited to go mm-hmm. see something. I said I forgot that I didn't realize that he would have that. You know what I mean? And so I I was trying to like apologize to him about like taking so long to get up there and like because I'm just so used to that yeah. way. I said the difference between me, me and you man is you love more music than me but I love music more than you do and and he took it to heart at first I was like it's not don't take that as a slight what I like I fucking love I stick mm-hmm. my teeth into and I love that band or yeah. those five bands you can and tell I, because you know all this information about right. these bands whereas me and Ray are like yeah this is right. really good I don't know shit about this band right yeah. but you know way more than I do See, but yet at the same time I'm more open to it though too like I'm more open to like genres than he might be yeah so I'll go see everything in, with an open ear. Like last night, I had a fucking blast. I like both bands. I had a great time listening to that shit. Him might not be the other way around. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I was trying to convey to him last night. Like, I love live music. I love the thought about music being around me. Like, I love... I'm the guy in wrestling that wants to change my theme song every two weeks because I just want... I Like, that's how my character is. Yeah. Like, I change... And that... A new song gives me a different attitude or... You know what I mean? Like, even though I don't change it, um, because it's not good, that's not good marketing, but, (laughs) but, like, the point is, is, like, and what I was saying to him was, I, he loves more music than I do, I love music more than he does, and it's only, and my only meaning is, is, like, I, he, he searches out and seeks out more music than I could ever even dream of, but I, I go to more of it in person than he ever will, and that's just a different mindset. That's it, and, it, and it's when you break it down like that, it almost sounds like a jab, but it's not. It makes no, total sense when you look at it. Like that. The the thing that sucks for me, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way. The internet was still is great for discovering things, but now everything's about views and clicks and yeah. and, and listeners. So even though everything's been expanded and it's and it's infinitely accessible, all these algorithms are pigeonholing things into genres. So you listen to a style of music you listen to, yeah. and then on the sidebar of YouTube, it's going to give you 50 bands that are all within the same genre, yeah. and they're all going to sound the same. And you might like a and couple of them. It limits you from going out. To right. Yeah, you're not going to right. go outside of the box. You actively have to, in the back of your mind, say, I want to listen to something different. Yeah. But where do you start? Right. You don't know what you're going to like. Right. So yeah. now, you're, now you're listening to, like, you're just typing shit into Google and YouTube. Like, that's how I got into Japanese metal. Um, it was just like I found one band that was from Japan and I said I just went to YouTube and just typed in Japanese metal bands and then just found a shit ton of stuff and then it it got to the point where I was with American metal where everything got homogenized and saturated and everything started to sound the same again so it's like once you hit that cap once you hit that plateau you just have to think of one band that's out of the norm for you and then just go searching for other bands yeah. that are the same. You fuck with Bandcamp at all? Yeah, every once in a while. I almost played a couple of songs off of some EPs uh, from Bandcamp bands that I found. So I'll go in there almost almost every day and check out uh, on Discover, and you can bring up any genre you want. Yeah. Uh, even within metal, you can bring up not just metal. You can bring up traditional metal, uh, fucking uh, death metal, black metal, thrash metal, yeah. whatever you want. And there's new stuff listed every day. So that's that's how I try to avoid the whole YouTube algorithm thing. Yeah. I don't really find a lot of music on YouTube that I don't know. I didn't even think of that to look at Bandcamp, but I know a bunch of like my fucking my friend Chris McKenney's band. He's the drummer for uh, Bug of the Infidel, 
I think Venomizer's coming back and their little EP or whatever. That's fucking awesome thrash. Like I would have played yeah. one of those songs all day long, and I never, I, like I never even thought about that. Yeah, it'd fuck man if Bog of the Infidel only had one EP. I would have played something off that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so Bandcamp's not just local stuff. It's not just oh like, no, it's nationwide. Right. Oh yeah, yeah plus it's, it's big bands are putting their shit on there too. Yeah. It's not yeah. just you know fucking a lot of good bands putting their shit up on there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just funny that like I don't know. But as as long as that band is honest and tags themselves as the genre True. they're supposed to be tagged, instead of going, well, uh, we should tag ourselves as this band so we get all these clicks and all these listens. You will get that. Yeah, sure. you absolutely get that. Yeah. It's just selfish, but... Well, that's, uh, that kind of seems like a Grind My Gears thing, so I feel like we should probably... Th- that wasn't my Grind My Gears, but, it's but pretty, we, it's can, we, can talk, we can talk about that. I'm thinking that's a good segue. Let's, let's cap the show off with a, a segment of Grind My Gears. I don't know... I don't want to beat the horse too dead, and we're already we're actually at two hours and thirty five minutes already, which is this is going to be one of the longest shows we've done in a while, which is good. I'm I'm actually very happy. It's always like that though when we got an extra person. But it, it's the difference and with you this slept, one. Is, so you slept, so yeah, you slept. I slept for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was ten minutes. Yeah, it was for a while. You were out for a bit. It was a good forty. But it's well, the last time we had a, a guest outside of the four of us was I think it's been a while. Benny, right? Benny, yeah, yeah, and even then, like Rosie. Those, yeah, Rosie. Yeah. Yep, but that one I think I think wasn't, wasn't Ray really drunk the last time Rosie was on. Yeah, it's or still been a while. It's been yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, Ray's always drunk. Though. No, no, man, no, no, it's no. been. Uh, Ray's pretty sober right now. Since we went, not since we moved to Sundays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, he works. Well, well, because we get here. Are at 11 you gonna, do you work year round? Um, yeah, I'm going to be on days coming up for the summer. So yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, be I have to do some noon drinking at that point. Oh, well, no, no. <laughs> I'd like to do a Saturday. Now that I have Saturdays off, and he'll be back on that kind of schedule and whatever. Maybe we can do like a Saturday afternoon, like grill hangout episode. Even though I know you have to fucking work at night, but at least we'll figure it out. Sundays work too, but I don't really like to drink on Sunday nights because Monday you know, I still do. I don't drink the way we drink on the show on Sunday nights. <laughs> I still drink every Sunday night. But well, you don't I have to drink Sunday night. We could do a Sunday afternoon and grill and yeah. have some beer. Hell yeah. yeah. I need some fucking peppers. <laughs> peppers and fucking whatever. Veggie some, burgers. I've been sausage. dying to do one of these outside just because it's just. It's, it's Actually, I, I opted for the windows to be open when I got here. <laughs> Uh, as nice as the AC feels with it being 80 degrees and beautiful I'm outside. Chilling in here. Really I, cold I, I, now. I was going to say it's chilly, but I thought you guys were going to say, well, you're wearing a fucking tank top. No, 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 it's cold. I'm, cold. I'm, I'm legit, like, like, shivering. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not used to it. I'm used to, you know, whatever. I'm not going not gonna to be that guy right now. <laughs> I like windows being open. It's funny because right in my, like, in your vehicle, like, he loves the windows to be down when you're, like, on, a, on riding around driving. And his house, on the other hand, oh no, 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 no. He's a see. He's afraid of the outside. Yeah, world. but your house is a very private place. My house, everyone yeah. know. Go for it. Yeah. My neighbors are crazy. I see. I also don't like the neighbors also very the street. close to his neighbor. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. And we do say some sketchy stuff sometimes. No, no, no. All right. So let's. Um, plus, I know. I know this will give Gary a platform. Uh, <laughs> Because Gary needs a reason to talk. We, well, I, I, love, I love Gary's <laughs> Grandma Gears. He makes me laugh a lot of times. So let's let's um. Does everybody think that they have something at least they can? I've, got I've already kind of mentioned. Right. We can do like you can do rapid fire or whatever you want to do. But um, whoever wants to start with a Grandma Gear that has one right off the bat, you're more than welcome to. And we can kill the last half hour or so with that. Gary, we know you have a bunch. Yeah, of come on. Go ahead. Come man. on. No, no, no. Come on, Gary. Gary, you know what grinds my gears when people fall asleep on the fucking podcast? That's for one. <laughs> Second of all, the thing that really pisses me off even more than that, though, is when people fucking leave their open sign on, like a restaurant, like a neon sign, oh. and they're fucking closed. 
That pisses me off more than anything in the world. And you see it everywhere. Everybody's yeah. science is open, but they're clearly fucking closed. You're very, you're, you're very fickle about your restaurants. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's also really upset that apparently Taco Bell near us changed their hours, and they're not open to 3 anymore. Oh, really? I don't know. That's what you said. I drove by there fucking like one fifteen in the morning. They were closed. It says, what the fuck? 2 a.m.? Oh, the one in Warwick? Yeah. Supposedly. The, the one on Bald Hill is always open. No, he's probably talking about the one on Bald Hill. Bald Hill sucks, so. Yeah. Bald Hill fucking skimps on the fucking food. Well, that and shitty. Why would you yeah, want to drive all the way there? there? Yeah. I drive to Cranston before I drive to Cranston. You sure the drive-thru wasn't open? No, they were closed. The fucking lights were fucking dead out. Maybe it was just a weird day or something. Maybe something happened. Because that they're definitely open at like 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, they'd be fucking themselves if they weren't. That's why. Yeah. That's when people buy their food when they're yeah. drunk and can't taste it. <laughs> like it's not nothing. I don't. Li- I love Taco Bell, but like that's when you right. buy Taco Bell. There's no better drunk. The only and there's the, nothing else open in the area at no. the time. So not, not even IHOP anymore. Yeah. IHOP's closed. Fucking they close at like midnight now. Yeah, they're not even open twenty four seven, which I they used to be. Mm. And Denny's still is, but fuck Danny. Like going all the way over to fucking yeah, either fuck one that. of those Denny's. Fucking twenty five minute ride to Denny's. Yeah, mm-hmm. while fucking cops are out everywhere. Yeah. You know, fuck all that. There's one. Well, there's one in Cranston now, which is yeah, but they close early. early. They yeah, close so at like, so like one early. or two. Yeah. Fuck all that. We went there once. Fucking mm. oh my god, we went there. It was like ten thirty at night, and fucking we got there and like oh no, we're closed. Well, like what do you mean you close? You close the one? Oh no, no, we uh we have to do cleaning. Well, like what the fuck? It's fucking Denny's. That's the whole point of why you go to Denny's. You go there drunk and you want fucking yeah. Like we fucking it's like. We sat there and like like she got out of work and we're like oh let's get something to eat so then we were like what do we get and like we didn't want to go to Taco Bell we didn't want to go anywhere like oh let's get fucking buffalo chicken tenders and and we'll get cheese fries and we'll get this so go to Denny's you build up in our head and then we get there and we're like oh close and then we end up fucking going to Taco Bell and you know then you get the fucking shits. <laughs> I mean, you gotta get the shits from Denny's anyways, but like you know, yeah. it takes a couple hours. It's better than getting taco shits. <laughs> I miss yeah. that chicken Philly from Bickford's. That was always good late night. Bickford's that was good. Bickford's yeah. was the shit, bro. What was that guy's name? The one Chuck. The Chuck, yeah. Chuck was, was the, the fucking day. best. Rest in awesome. peace, Chuck. Yeah, he was that awesome. guy was the man. We've all had. We He'd all see me walking through the door, and I'd fucking before I could even sit down, my fucking coke would be. I'm there. surprised you didn't go to that wrestling that wrestle fan fest thing yesterday, dude. It's like twenty bucks to get in, and like I don't want to fucking pay to meet anybody. Yeah. And plus, like the I would have ran into fucking people I didn't want to see. Like I want to see fucking Lover Boy there, like so you can pretend that like we're friends. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. Fuck, man. Go play Pokemon Go. Is that you? <laughs> is, uh, uh, my grandma gears. I already kind of mentioned is the, uh, which I think I've done this before, but I'll just do it again. It's it's bands dropping. There's a reason why it's called a single. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like drop one, just drop maybe two. Yeah. I get that if you're trying to really build anticipation. But nowadays, with the internet, which squeezes into what you were just talking about, you have to stay relevant. So you have to blast. There's actually I heard an interview where. The drummer slash singer Jamie from um, uh, Code Orange, who's like pretty much the leader of the band, was talking one time, and they're pretty much just doing singles now. They're not going to do full albums anymore. They're like the fucking kids. They're young. They're like kids don't want full yeah. albums the, anymore. Is that the bald guy or the guy with no, long, 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 long hair? hair? Yeah, but they're eventually going to put it on a full album, and put it out. Too. They have, right. but the, the point, the problem. So two issues I've seen with that. So I've seen bands drop a single, and then it. A year later, they'll drop an album with that single on it, but the production's different because they clearly put yeah. that single out as a single. Yep. And then we realized, oh fuck, we actually have to put out. We have it an needs obligation. To fit into the record, yeah. Right. So now they just drop. It. it doesn't sound like anything else on the record, but you forced it on there, or you're thinking that you're going to get a single to hold you over until they're done making the album. That's the point of dropping a single or an EP, so that way you can hold yourself over until your fucking masterpiece is done. 
or um, the point in my eyes anyways and then you get the fucking record and three of the songs were on the fucking the single that you just dropped I thought the whole point of the single was to release a single and then like a month later the fucking album comes out yeah well this is where pre-orders are fucking everything up yeah so everything's on pre-order now so they'll release something and then it'll be a pre-order six months in fucking advance and then they'll put out three more songs in hopes that you that just pay for it six months in advance. I don't get why bands like even Baroness putting a single out like three months mm-hmm. before the album drops. Like that's why I could see like a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? A month is like well, really the funny. other the other reason why pre-orders are fucking everything up is because of the upsurge in vinyl and there's only yeah. th- what four companies that make it right now. So yeah. the issue and Jamie Joss has talked about that on his podcast. <clears> where the issue is is there's only so many companies making it. And with everybody doing reprints right now, and everybody re-releasing things on vinyl, and everybody doing special order vinyl, it takes forever. It takes forever. So now, when you go to drop an album, you can literally write an album and have it ready because you can produce an album faster yeah. than you've ever been able to now because how fucking easy it is. Bands don't even live in the same states anymore. They literally will write an album five states away from each other and just send each other tracks, and then they all ship it to a fucking producer who mixes the whole thing and puts out an album. Yep. And then, like, the singer might fly in at the end. Half the time, singers have nothing to do with albums now, too. So they put out this album, but the issue is there's a lead time now. Yeah. So a lot of albums now can be done and ready, but there's a six-month to nine-month lead time, depending on how much, yeah, how vinyl. back they are, because, and it's all because of vinyl, because but vinyl a lot of times physical well, medium now. A lot of bands are putting out the CD first, and then they'll be like, okay, well... There'll be a vinyl in six to nine months. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes they just wait and underground bands together. are doing it. But yeah. bigger bands aren't doing it because yeah. their uh, their companies won't let them. Yeah. So you have to wait until everything's ready, and then there's fifty two fucking bundle packs, and then you know what I mean. And it's just this comes with a t shirt, and this yeah. comes. It's like come on, but man. Just... Sing- singles are an old holdover from terrestrial radio. Right. Yeah. So a band would release a record, or right before the record was going to come they out, put the single on the, the radio. The single would be yeah. on the radio. Right. Now the single is more so. Let's put this out. Let's try to sell a whole bunch of the singles, uh, and then raise money to record the rest of the record. Right. That's basically yeah. what pre-orders are. Yeah. Right? They're just raising money to make the rest yeah. of the record or print vinyl or <laughs> yeah. whatever they're doing. Which is fucking. I don't know. But it's it's annoying. So in other words, stop it. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Stop with the fucking four different songs <laughs> because it's ruined a couple albums for me too. Like it's legit. Yeah. Like they'll put out one or two songs that I really don't like and I'm like I have zero interest in going to listen to that yeah. album though. it doesn't fucking sound good yeah. then a year later I'll be like ah you know what I never gave it a chance you listen to the album and you're like oh fuck the it's other six songs good. are great Yeah, they released a shit ass song because they clearly ooh Jesus Man. yep oh thanks just fucking yeah. eat it yeah whatever I'm yeah, not gonna fucking it. it's your aunt bro um get him stoned no I could get him stoned, but I'm not going to. Yeah, so that, that was my little grounding gears with that. It's this, and it's been happening a lot. Like this, yeah. I don't know. It it just drives me nuts because like two albums came out on Friday, and they're both kind of cheesy bands. But I wanted to give them a chance, and you know, because I, I have I have bands. We all have bands that like you know are not that great. Right. You listen to them anyways. Because right. It's Let just, swim instead. Nice. <laughs> but you listen to it because it just reminds me of, like that band Motionless and White. Like they're not good. They're not no. a good band. But like, their some of their stuff sounds like. Like, if, if I was 16 now, that's what I would have probably gravitated towards because I love Marilyn Manson. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're Marilyn Manson Jr. The problem is with that band right now is their new album. Me and Joe Walsh are talking about it. And, like, there's, like, one or two songs that are good, but, like, one song is literally a Slipknot song. Two or three songs are 100% Rob Zombie songs. They just ripped and changed the lyrics on. Then there's, like, three songs that are, like, 
another like they all they're doing is just taking everybody else's sound and making yeah. it their own. And like that's kind of frustrating because I've seen them live a couple of times, and there's a reason why they're getting popular right now because they're the only band that are putting like at their level that are putting the production under their stage. Like they have like a legit stage show. It's, it looks like an old like crypt, kind of look like what King Diamond has. Like they can walk up the stairs, and they have they have two girls that are pretty hot that like dance the whole time, and like it's a fucking show. It's more pop than it is metal now, but like, and they all wear makeup, and it's literally Marilyn Manson Jr. Yeah. But like. I don't know. I, so I, I always try to give them a chance because there's some of their songs are really fucking good and really heavy. They're old stuff, but this new album, man, like there's like four or five songs. I listened to the whole. I listened to the whole thing on the way to work because four songs I could skip because four songs came yeah. out before the album came out. So it's like you know I don't know. Anyways, that's my grandma gears. Gary, go ahead. I hate um, fake fans who uh, follow sports and uh, we call them pink hats. Uh, people who uh, all of a sudden are fucking Bruins fans, and this they, I, I'm not even singling out Jackie, but you know she's part of the problem. But like fucking people, like everybody nowadays is a fucking Bruins. So fan. you hate people? No, no. Well, I do hate people, <laughs> but I hate people who are fake about like, oh my god, I love the Bruins. I I, I love the Bruins. They're my favorite team. My favorite team. Fucking most people can't even name fucking three Bruins. Never mind fucking the whole goddamn team. Same thing with fucking the Red Sox. Like. How many fucking people loved the Red Sox fucking in, like, 92, 93, when fucking... 95, when fucking you had Jose Canseco on the goddamn team? Nobody. But all of a sudden, now, they won a couple World Series. Everybody fucking likes them. Same with the fucking Patriots. Who the fuck liked the fucking Patriots before fucking Tom Brady? Nobody. You know who did? Me. Fucking Drew Bledsoe. Fucking Drew Bledsoe, Bill Parcells. Fucking, we got killed against the goddamn Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that game sucked. They got smashed. Oh my god! I was so excited for that fucking game because I put my name in a fucking like one of those like uh, you go to like a supermarket and you can raffle. Yeah, I want a fucking deli platter. So I fucking oh awesome deli platter. I'm like yeah, we're gonna go fucking we're gonna win the fucking Super Bowl. Fucking no. No, they got smashed. Oh, we got fucking destroyed. Yeah, they got they got fucking smashed. You know, grass my gears. People that say we when they talk about a team that they don't actually play for. Yeah. We, we. <laughs> no, that really does bother me. And I'm not just busting your balls. I'm just saying, like that. I've I've called a lot of people out on that. Like I love these are the same people that are pink hats. Like you're saying, I fucking. I'm I love, dude. I'm a big sports guy. I'm all about it. But the Patriots won the Super Bowl. We did not win shit. <laughs> we did not win. We cheered them on. Yeah, man. we ate Pringles and fucking shit our brains out. <laughs> is what we did. We fucking ate buffalo chicken dip and sat on a couch, and I that's what we did. did. Look, like we supported the team. I get that. Mm-hmm. But when people, I love, and the people that typically say we did it are the two people who don't know. They can't tell you right. outside of Chara. They can't say anybody else. In the yeah, team. I don't pretend that. I, dude, I'm not a hockey fan, so like I'm not gonna pretend like I fucking like it. And I watch hockey. Claude Lemieux was a fucking player. You know, on the Avalanche. Like, that's fucking... There you go. That's how old it goes with yeah. that. Because I liked hockey because of the Mighty Ducks. And then I got bored with hockey. Because <laughs> I, I, I realized I was a poor white kid and couldn't afford the hockey gear to play it. So, they, and Truth. I really suck on skates. Really fucking suck on skates. I'm not good on skates at all. Roller skates. I top I, yeah, yeah, football, all day long. Yeah. Your boy. Gravity is a certain a certain motherfucker, you know? No, but I agree with you on that, though. That I was just playing on that with the me thing, but that does bother me. It's fu- you know, or fight fans. When you go to, like... I used to hate going to watch fights at, like, fucking Hooters because it was the only way you could watch it at, at that point. And you get there, and you have all these fucking Guido douchebag assholes with tribal tattoos fucking... Yeah, that guy's gonna fucking kick the shit out of the other fucking guy. Yeah, fucking Donnie. I fucking told you, Tony. I told you fucking... I told you this guy was gonna smash the other guy. Yeah, I fucking... Look, yeah, see, I told you... Like, I hate it. I fucking... Oh my god! 
Yeah, that's that fucking jiu-jitsu shit. Yeah, you know, they choke <laughs> each other out with their fucking shirts, their fucking pajamas. That's what they're wearing. You fucking cunts. You don't know shit. You don't know a fucking Kimura lock from a fucking American yeah, that's, lock. Yeah, that, that's that guy, Royce Gracie. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I love that, too. Yeah, Royce Gracie. Yeah, he's really fucking good. Shut the fuck up, you assholes. You don't know shit. Fucking, oh, my God. Chuck, like, Chuck Liddell was awesome, but, like, he was one of the ones that brought that, that culture in because yeah. he had the fucking mohawk and the tattoos on the side of his head, so all of a sudden, he had all these fucking people. Fucking, yeah, Chuck Liddell's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. At one point, yeah, he was. But, like, put Chuck Liddell in the category of what they have out now, yeah. you get fucking killed. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it's not even it's not even the same sport anymore. But like you have people that will carry. Come on, Steve, help me out here. You have people. That, like, <laughs> I know this pisses you off. Steve. Now he knows. I'm just I'm just talking over him. Go ahead. What no, you, no, I got nothing. <laughs> I really don't. Do you have anything as far as the, that that shit though with the UFC things that bother you at all? Oh, those guys. Oh yeah. Or like going out to see a, a fight and you know like I can't. But fuck, you had a grind my gear last night on your Facebook. Why can't you say it tonight? I, whenever we try to do these, I never have one. I can, I can have them all week long, but when we what do these, I don't night? have them. Oh, UFC. Oh, UFC oh, yeah. naming uh, every fucking six months, they're naming a new best fighter ever. He does have one. See, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he no, that's it. it. That's, no, but that's, that's it. it. <laughs> but he's right. But you're right, though. It's it's like Cejudo last night. Best, best of all time. Best of all time. Is he? Like, yeah, but he's I've, good. I've seen that from a lot of people. Like, oh, Ariel Hawani said it. Fucking... Yeah. Like, yeah, but the, the, three months before that, it was fucking John Jones, and there was Anderson. I Sinclair, fucking hate it was, that. It was fucking head. Conor McGregor. Demetrius Johnson was, gets it all the time. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson. Every fucking six months now, somebody. Fuck No, the, the the worst one ever, and this isn't because I'm a man. Was Ronda fucking Rousey when everybody was up harassing? Oh, she's the best ever. She's the best ever. No, she just hasn't fought anybody yet. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, motherfuckers! She hasn't fought the right person yet. Yeah. That's all they're saying. You, you, they were clearly, like. They, were, they clearly they found a star they built up that star and they kept her protected until they couldn't protect yeah, her anymore yeah they booked the fight since she I knew she was going to win so they could build yeah. a product on it I wouldn't even say they kept her protected there was just nobody there was kind of like Mike Tyson had nobody Amanda Nunes was there they just wouldn't yeah but she wasn't Amanda Nunes yet true but she but like think about when the the, the Nunes fucking Rousey fight happened oh Who yeah knew? well yeah they didn't they promote they totally Nunes disrespected at all. Nunes one hundred percent this is a lady this is a girl who fucking lived on the gym floor because she yeah, couldn't yeah. afford an apartment because they weren't paying her enough to fight a fucking top she was the champion and she still didn't she barely but could the, afford an apartment the Rousey hype was already all like oh she's an all time it was so fucking ridiculous but before on her run up. Yeah, she. You could have called her that, but th- that's just because she had no competition. Yeah, until was, the, well, I mean, there's a, put it like this though. There's her, which I get why they backed her. I get, I get it. I get the back. It's the same thing with Connor. Connor's not as good as everybody thought he was. Connor got lucky a couple times. He's Connor's good. Over, he's overrated. He is overrated. He got like, I like a lot of people that are like, well, he starts fucking uh, uh, what's the um, dude with the fucking scar on his face? Now I sound like that guy. <laughs> fucking the dude, he pop, he popped ten seconds. Fuck. Jose, uh, jo- Jose, Jose Aldo. Aldo. Yeah. Jose Aldo. Yeah, Jose Aldo, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Jose, man. No, it's spelled J-O-S-E. Yeah, right. But he pronounces it himself, Jose. No, I I, I can see. Right, I can right. see with my one eye, True. that's Jose. Jose, Jose. Jose, yeah, you're right. Jose Aldo. J. Aldo, right, was legit. He, I think he was undefeated, right, when he walked into that fight, right, never never been beaten. Walks into a punch because he Connor got him. Connor fucking got his, his emotions up. Fucking ran in at Connor. Connor popped him. And I get it. That is That is good. But, like... They, how come they've never fought again? How come they never had the Connor rematch? Retired. Because Aldo Connor lost two or three times after that. Right, but he also fucking he he knew that he got he knew he got lucky. That was a lucky shot, man. That, like you can say all that all that he does have good timing and he does have good backup fucking pacing, man. But like it's the same thing as like 
a lot of the greatest fighters in the world would fucking be in pride juice to the tits protected because they're, they have Japanese fucking wrestling writers writing the scripts for the fucking fights then they'd come here and they couldn't do shit yeah there's a reason why you know what I mean because like, at one point UFC really was the fucking cream of the crop and then they got too big for themselves and yep. they're not anymore and that's that's what's going on there too but that, like then it's tough because they lost a lot of their legit fighters but were they legit look at Ryan Bader right now I'm proud of I'm happy for Bader I'm glad that he decided to go heavy because he's better off there but if he was still in the UFC would he be <clears throat> Ryan Bader right now yeah. you know what I mean like I, I don't know he's fought a lot of fucking a lot of bullshit who's in that heavyweight tournament like you know yeah. a fat out of shape fucking rampage that can't fight anymore fucking Fedor who can't fight anymore Chael Sonnen Chael Sonnen who's not a heavyweight <laughs> like yeah. so did he really run through it was the same thing with like DC legitimately did become something out of that fucking the uh isn't Chell isn't he fighting this Saturday? Oh, who I knows? Don't know. Probably. I think he's fighting uh He only fights free shows now, so I think he's fighting Machida. Oh, no, Jesus. that already happened, didn't it? No. no. Look it up. Did it? I don't know. This is this that's the other thing, there's too many fights now. Way too many. There used to be events before, like you'd be excited. I was legitimately excited for the fights last night. I missed half of them. But the early fights were good too. So. I heard how was that fucking uh, the, the sorority fight? I heard that shit was a fucking... It was a good fight until the whole fucking eye thing happened. What, he blew his nose or something? Yeah, his eye was swelling up and then between rounds he like blew out his nose, oh, blew no. blood out his nose and it was already broken yep. and then all the fucking air pushed in his eye and it completely closed. Oh, that sucks. Yep, the 20, uh, June 14th. So that's, yeah, that's... And I'm pretty sure it's in Saturday. Madison Square Garden. That's either Friday, that's Friday, isn't it? Friday, Saturday? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of fights. We gotta we gotta get caught up. We gotta do another show around some fights. Yeah. Next time we'll do these ones coming up. What's uh, any any other grind my gears guys? Or we uh... uh stop complaining when a band changes their sound. There you go. Stop. The band already wrote your favorite record. Go and listen to it. Shut the fuck up when they change their sound because they're tired of playing the same shit over and over again. <laughs> same goes for any artist. Yeah. yeah. You know. I agree with that. To do what they do. Well, I, I I heard a I heard a good interview with somebody one time. And I can't. I think it, I don't know who it was, but somebody had a good point where they said like, "We're sorry that we're not going to re- be able to rewrite your favorite album, but we're yeah. not those people anymore. Like yeah. we're like just like right. you're not the same person, and you've grown up. So did we, and right. we we might not like that music anymore either. And so. especially when you're a band that's been around like thirty years or something. It's like, do you expect them to be have the same kind of music and the same anger? Like, Unless you're ACDC, no, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, just take the albums you like and fucking go listen to them. That's why it pisses me off when so many people hate Metallica. Like, they're not the same band. No shit. Yeah, they're, they're all like, millionaires. No kidding. They're not fucking... They're not, they're they're not but kids. you can still go listen to the ones yeah. you like. Right. Yeah, I, don't, been, I, like, I don't think Slayer's released a good album in fucking 30 years. I like the early stuff. World Pain of Blood was alright. That was alright. That wasn't bad. That was actually surprising, but it wasn't anything stand out. Yeah. I think the, the band that really sort of pushed me over the top with this, and it's not a band that I would normally listen to, but... And I think I even texted you when the new Bring Me the Horizon came out. Yeah, well, there. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. So going from they were what like a deathcore. They were. You would say yeah. they were deathcore. They showed them to me. Yeah, back, in the, back in the day, and then they've slowly been progressing towards the style that the newest record yeah. is. And I actually like their newest record more than their older stuff, but I think that's also because I've started branching out into different types of yeah. rock music and, and metal. I think their best album is their last <clears throat> album, the one with the, the, rim, the uh, umbrella on it. Uh, not uh, Sympathy. Spirit. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the Spirit. The spirit. I, I actually love that album. It's a great album. Yeah, I think it's fucking great. Avalanche yeah. is one of the best songs they ever wrote. It's got a ton of heart in it. It's yeah. got a lot of like 
soul in it. But I, see, I don't like the new stuff, but, but I, I fell off. The new part. record shouldn't have been a surprise to anyone no. who's been a fan. Because <laughs> they... There's been songs on their past two or three records that sound like oh, you can the songs see on going. the new record. Yeah. There should have been no surprise that they wrote an entire yeah. record that sounded this way. It's a pop yeah. yeah, that's where I will say like if a band goes from like one sound to another like within one record, that's one thing. Right. And you can still not hate on them for it. They can do whatever they want. Right. But when it's a clear progression like that, then I mean, you yeah. just need you should have started. Well, there was a whole time period where in the late. 90s when new metal blew up when mm-hmm. porn blew up mm-hmm. and every metal band all of a sudden wrote a rap album yeah and that yep. sucked that was not good Machine Head was Machine one of, Head, and Machine yeah. Head just did it again yeah. Machine Head fucking they write three <clears throat> they suck for a while or, or, or okay sorry Joe Walsh I wasn't into it then they put out The Blackening they put out fucking uh, those two uh, uh, which was Locus, Unto the Locust which is another great one The Blackening was fucking phenomenal that's one of the best metal albums you'll ever listen to under the Locust was as good, and then uh, Bloodstone and Diamonds that was pretty good, um, but you could see that he was already starting to lose it. And then as soon as he takes full reign of his band again, because Rob Flynn's a fucking egomaniac, mm-hmm. he puts out Catharsis last year, and now he doesn't have a band, <laughs> and he had to go but recruit his his fucking original lineup band from twenty five years ago because nobody came to this last tour. It if, wasn't as good. If you look at what hardcore music is now, it's all these kids that grew up. With Slipknot's second record, third record, Corn's yeah. second record and third record, Limp Biscuit, when they were you know the biggest thing on the planet. So all of this music, they grew up, you know, when that when new metal was at its highest peak, going through metalcore, and now they're bringing their influences all together, and new metal's coming back. Oh, yeah. if, you, if you look at genre tags, yeah, new metalcore is a genre it's tag that. now. Yeah. Because and there's a couple bands that I listen to that do it well. Um, well Motion, Motionless and White's new metal. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. There's a band uh, called Alpha Wolf from Australia. They're straight up new metal. Uh, there's a band called Jinx that's I think dropping their first full length. Maybe they're like they're rap metal. Definitely new metal influence. Fuck D's nuts. Have you ever heard those guys? Yeah, D's, D's nuts. nuts. They're, they're fucking straight hip hop. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Um, there's a lot of bands like know. that, yeah. But I, I agree with this. So it's, there's nothing wrong with it, like a band change. So like, Bring Me the Horizon. I expected that album to be exactly what it was. I don't like the new album, but that's not. I love not, it. Here's the deal. So, and that's right. Yeah. And now it doesn't take away the love I have for their old stuff mm-hmm. at all. Now and the, the thing, but you, are, I, I agree with you that you have all these fans that go and they're like, yeah, they fucking sold out. How are they? What the fuck are they yeah. been? They sold out years ago. Yeah. That's the thing. Their first record was a hit. Right. Like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, all that stuff serves its purpose anyway. Like, yeah. I don't like any of that stuff, but it serves a purpose of bringing in new people into right. metal. Plus, here's, you know, here's how they're gonna a couple go, of years from now, you might have a different opinion about that yeah, album you're listening to. But they're going to go from that to going back in time and finding things that they like, and they're yeah, eventually right. going to get into... Well, if it quotes real metal. If the fourteen-year-old kids that are out right now that are finding metal and hear the new Bring the Horizon album, which there's still one or two heavy songs on it, yeah, and go, "Wow, I love what this band is. They're the biggest band going yeah. right now, metal-wise. I love this band. Let me go back and check out their old stuff. If you right. go back for like, fuck, man, Suicide <laughs> Seasons or whatever, yeah, whatever, fucking heavy as fuck, man. Yeah. And it was like you're gonna go back to that, and then you're gonna go, wait, what was out in 2006? Right. Yeah. around this, and right. then you're gonna find that a stuff. whole bunch of other bands right. around then, the same and time. Then and a lot of the bands, a lot of the metalcore bands that me and you liked from the early 2000s, right. stopped for a while. Now they're all coming they're back. All coming just like back. metal happened, they're all coming back now because they all went and had their kids and lives and everything. And that's now yeah, that's the way it works. Yeah, yeah. everything those, comes in waves. Those, 
those 16 year olds are gonna listen to current stuff they're gonna go back in time whereas if I played them fucking Midnight they're gonna be like what the fuck is this shit yep. because Midnight is just Venom yep you know, so they're not gonna go back and listen to Midnight and go back and, and listen to other shit. They're gonna have to start at stuff that they would like and then work their way yeah. back. And eventually they could get back around to the Midnights and the Venom. That's why bands like Bring the Horizon are important. Just right. like when we did Slip that. Not all that. Event, when we did Sevenfold is yeah, one of those bands for a while. You you have to have those gateway bands. <clears throat> Pantera. Pantera's yeah. A, yeah, Pantera. A lot of people don't like Pantera. A lot right. of fucking a lot of like They're a gateway band. They're a gateway band. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, they really are. They were a crossover band. They were yeah. they were one of the last true original bands that blew up like they right. were on an underground band and they're not considered an underground band by no. like elitist people but you have to have those bands and the one thing I give like a bring to the horizon or like yeah, fuck man even look at we all in this room collectively hate five finger death punch right oh, but God, realistically so. but you have to <laughs> they hunt they're a crossover band they bring Jamie Jossa on a track and fucking Rob Halford on a track and now kids that like yeah. that shit are gonna go listen to hate breed and Judas Priest yeah I hate all that shit but it all serves its purpose it's the genre would be dead without it. Yep, you have but to. But no, no one's making you listen to it. Exactly. Fucking look, go and see. Look it at out. Slipknot. We talk about Slipknot. I'm glad we did that discussion. Joe gave me a really good praise about that. How we did that one special track song, or whatever. Yeah. Um, because we had a good, honest, open discussion about it, just like we are right now with it. You have to have that band, whether you like them or not. You have to give them the credit that they deserve. They are a real metal band, and they're the biggest metal band on the planet. Yeah. Like all day long, and whether you like them or not, that's not the point. You gotta give them some fucking credit, though. Look at who they take out on tour. You know what I mean? Like, this summer, they're going out on tour. They could take out any band they want. They yep. could just go... They could take them and Five Finger Death Punch and Avenged Sevenfold and sell out every arena on the fucking planet. Or them, they could probably team up with Metallica and go sell out oh, every fucking... Out. They're taking out Behemoth, Gojira, and fucking... Um, Volby. Which... Volby, not my thing, but we saw them live with Metallica. They were great live, and I get why people like them. Gojira's fucking awesome at what they do. Fucking Behemoth is Behemoth. Like, so you're gonna take all these kids that like new metal esque metal in Slipknot, and they're gonna fucking hear death metal at real metal. Yeah, real, real death metal (laughs) in fucking Behemoth, and then they're gonna hear techno environmental metal from fucking France the only band I've ever heard of in my life that came out of fucking France and Gojira and then they're gonna you see what I'm saying and then yeah. they're gonna hear I think Volbeat's from over there somewhere too they're, like Australia they're Dutch. or something Dutch yeah. yeah so they're gonna hear that band and that's like they're like a hard rock like punch you in the face rock band I'm not I, the vocalist is the only thing I have a problem with that band but it's the Elvis. music's alright yeah, yeah, Elvis it's, it's literally Elvis riffs. exactly that's literally what it is <laughs> yeah. hence why they were perfect in front of Metallica but they're like so you're gonna get these kids to experience that because that's what that's the one problem with something like a an Ozfest not being around anymore. Whether that's my thing or not, it's, it really wasn't. Now it wouldn't be, but like, that's you gotta give people exposure, man. The problem with tours right now is every band wants to be the fucking headline on the bill because they think they're gonna make the most right. amount of money. But you gotta get together. You gotta pull together and fucking put something out, man. I hope that Slipknot takes this summer and goes. We need to make a full travel. Nobody, nothing, nothing else left. Yeah. Fucking now that Warp Tours because the Warped last three or four years of Warp Tour was heavy. Like they yeah. started bringing heavy bands back. Now that that's gone, fucking what's the 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 not Revolver the Energy Drink Rockstar had their fucking yeah. tour that that's didn't, gone. That didn't last long. They had all these other mini tours that popped up. Now like Carolina Rebellion things like that are starting to pop like big festival tours or shows or whatever. That's not enough though. I mean, you need a traveling yeah. right. I think that's gonna die out unfortunately. Yeah, because. With the internet, you can avoid all the stuff you don't like now. Yeah. So, it's just like we've talked about with the news. You can avoid all the shit that you don't believe, even though it might be true. You can you can look at one side and the other yeah. and just 
completely ignore one side. Yep. I think you can do the same thing with music. So those big festivals where there's all these different genres and shit. Every everything's going towards niche markets. Yeah. Because because of the internet, because you can ignore everything. Yeah. At the like, same time, the world is supposedly more inclusive, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? It's not. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's actually it's the opposite. The opposite. Yeah. yeah. The more inclusive it gets, the worse it. The worse right. people start getting pushed out. It's yep. kind of funny how that is. Like yeah. how Coachella, which I fucking hate everything about that goddamn festival or whatever it is, fucking started out legitimately as. A music, a music festival, festival and right. now it's a fucking fashion show for yeah. uber rich people and that's yeah. all that are supposed to be there it's not what it, it was started out for an underground like indie music yep. festival and now it's a fucking it's literally like where super rich people go to show off their new Louis Vuitton fucking mm-hmm. bathing suit and shit it's oh, I fucking hate the world <laughs> there's my fucking grandma gears, gears. alright three hours and six minutes we can go on and on about grandma gears I think we just about everything uh, quick review about Mike's band what'd you guys think about that I, I love that fucking EP so I like the drumming on it I'm curious oh, thanks, right? to uh, as he's sitting right who, next to you I'm curious to say who who are your influences who got Poor you into my drumming? influences so we're getting a show on that oh, apparently it's Peter Chris <laughs> no um the my first favorite drummer yeah. was Lars Ulrich gotcha so um, and I started playing drums around the time that Load and Reload had come out, so that kind of makes sense. But uh, Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater, huge fan. Getty Lee. Yeah. A <laughs> um, lot of modern metal drummers, though. Not Neil uh, Peart, though? No, no, not Neil Peart. Yeah. Just Getty Just Lee. Just Getty Lee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, back back in the day, it was kind of uh, I'm self taught, so it was kind of whatever I could figure out how to play on my own, um, and then sort of just going from there. Once I started playing guitar, uh, playing in a band with a guitar player, uh, and kind of figuring out a style, you just kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, so I don't have any like direct influences. influences. I remember yeah. being surprised because after high school. You don't really see each other for a little bit. And that was before the internet really blew up, and literally MySpace was like in its infancy in like early two thousands when we like we you know you fall off the map from everybody. Then like two thousand five comes around, we start hanging out again. I'm living in New Greenwich, so I know this dude's in a like a rock band, like a heavy rock band, whatever. And I'd seen him, and I, I liked it, and then I knew about this clones the same thing. And then like one day we're, we're like, ah, let's all hang out some summer fucking some summer day. And he comes over. And I knew that he was a good drummer. I knew that he was a, like rock drummer, you know. And he and he brings his whole drum set over to my house. Oh, that's sets right. it up. Remember that he set it up in my downstairs. I, like I had this room downstairs. And he goes, "What do you want? What do you want to hear?" And he grabs his headphones and takes his. You had an iPod or something at the time, and you're like, uh, "You're like, I don't know. You, what are you into, heavy wise right now?" And I remember like naming a couple things. I'm like Mike Jakes is gonna fucking know this shit. Like, come on, man. Like I I I just totally. <laughs> we never talked metal like that before. We yeah. you know like I knew you were into Dream Theater shit like that, but we never got into like As I Like Dying or. Dumuor gear or shit like that. Like I, I don't. I think it was. I swear to God, it was a Dumu song or something like that. And I remember you just being like, "Oh yeah, I know this. Check this out." And like you put your headphones in. <laughs> fucking, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Where'd this come from? Like I just watched your band two weeks ago at the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like that's not at all the same thing. What the fuck is going on here? And I just remember being blown away because I'm like, that's not seventh grade drum at all yeah. holy shit you actually stuck with this shit like you fucking you got yeah. really fucking good yeah and you were you were deceiving when when it came to that because again like you're such a music lover if I, if people judged you off of just your one rock album right that say we'll say yeah. that 
yes, you know a lot about metal when you sit here and talk about it, but then you realize that you can play. Like, you're like a fucking, you can just pick it up and play it. I've, I've never, I've, I haven't seen you not be able to play a style of drums, and I don't know if I'm just gloating for you or not, but I, you literally just seem like, if you can figure out how to play it, you yeah. play it. And it doesn't matter how, how fast, how slow, double bass, not, like, you just, you've always been able to just fucking pick it up. Yeah, I think that's just, uh, I think I was fortunate enough to have the time to not just listen to different styles of music, but have the time to sit down behind the drums and try to pick it apart. Um, which, not being trained, not having a teacher or a drum teacher or instructor, there's some good and there's some bad. Yeah. So, the good thing is I was able to just practice what I wanted to practice, listen to what I wanted to listen to, which I still could have done with the drum teacher, but that's all I did. Yeah. Um, the teacher will t- teach you fucking timing and theory and make you start with jazz, yeah. we'll say, and then go from there a, or whatever. A, a good instructor will take what you have and make you better at it. They won't try to change what you're doing, unless you're doing something, like, wrong that's going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Like, if I was holding the sticks the wrong way and it would give me carpal tunnel yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah. two years or whatever, that's what they're there to correct. Yeah. Uh, or if you obviously can't play in time or, yeah. you know... It, your hands aren't matching what your feet are doing or something like that. That That's what a good drum instructor should be there for. But for someone to, like myself, to be fortunate enough to sit down and have the time to do what they wanted to do, I feel like that's how I got to where I was at that time. when I, yeah. you know, I'm not nearly as good as I used to be because uh, I don't have the time anymore. Um, but there was a point in time where, yeah, I could really just put a song on, listen to it once, and you at least might, be able to play the, like, the basic you must skeleton still, of the song. You must still have some of that in there though if you like I mean really obviously you don't have the time it'd be like the same thing as you like yeah you don't you haven't fucking tried to write a song in a while but like you know if once it's in here it's in there it'll come back yeah yeah, yeah. you know how, you know how to do it yeah it is like right like I, I'm sure. not I, I didn't stick with drums anywhere near the way you did but like you give me two or three days behind the kit I can yeah. play the drums I just yeah. can't play like you can I never really picked up double bass as well because I, I never had my own kit so yeah. like, I was always just jamming on it I would kit. say you might even be better like if you would have put the time in now yeah. you might end up better because I know some of your bad habits are gone yeah. some of your bad habits are gone and something in your subconscious just kind of picks up on things like I know uh, when I first started rapping I was doing it for a couple of years and then I stopped for like a year or two yeah. didn't do didn't write anything and then when I came back after I was done with school um, I was like a fucking new completely like right off the bat it was like oh how did I fucking learn how to do this Yeah, and it just, it just came I imagine if even with all this time off I would have put as much time into it right away I would improve tenfold just because subconsciously you your brain time just picks up on things plus you open your mind a lot more though too yeah. that's the other thing like when you're young but I mean more of like on a, on a technical aspect yeah, yeah. of things you would just something you pick up subconsciously yeah you just learn how to fucking you learn character more you learn yeah. more structure or whatever I think it, I mean, it's just it's I don't know it's cool that fucking <clears throat> we'll have to try to do something we'll have to try to get something going yeah this is a whole nother discussion yeah that is yeah. a whole yeah. nother discussion I can start it's a whole nother yeah we could really that's another three hours right yeah there. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be wild to try to fucking get some because Nolan I actually Nolan just started playing guitar again too he, he really he didn't have an, he didn't have an amp for like almost ten years because he sold his big his big cab because he had nowhere to put it anymore and then he just played acoustic all the time. And he once in a while he would send me a video message like, "Hey, check out what I learned yeah. on the acoustic, whatever." You know, and he'd play one of our old songs and fucking be like, "Hey, remember this song? Ha ha!" And like I'd send him back the lyrics, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like he picked up an amp like a month ago, and then like every other day now he sends me a new thing like, "All right, remember this song? Or, hey, check out what I was noodling around with. What do you think of this? Do you think you could write some of this?" I'm like, 
34 years old with a house and a full-time job. And actually, yeah. yes, I do think I could write some of that. Let's do it. You know, like, like it's so easy now, though, because you can fucking grab any... I mean, there are fucking drum... You know, there are drum yeah. programs that literally you play a riff and it gives you the perfect metal drumming. Too. Yeah. It's fucking wild how, how you can do it. It's not the same as having an actual drummer or the same as having a guitarist. But, like, yeah. look at GarageBand. You can make an entire yeah. album not picking up an instrument. That's right. what's scary about it. And it's just getting better it's all the time. It's good and bad. It's, it's good and... Yeah, exactly. It's good and bad. It yeah. gives people the creative outlet. Um, but then you become closed-minded and say, well, I can just do this all myself. Right. So then it's only one person's ideas going yeah. into a project rather than a collaborative. <clears throat> yeah, Varg. Um, rather than a collaborative. Yeah. Um, and even if you have a band and there's one person controlling the band, you, you, still have, you still have three uh, or yeah, four... Uh, three or four other people even if they're not putting their ideas into it it's their heart and yeah. soul and their the way they play the instrument it's the human element of the music that changes somebody's idea because they could say oh the way you play that part I like that better than the way I wrote it yeah. so I'm going to play it the way you're doing and then that changes the entire song now parts that you had written before now might change based on the way someone else is playing the music that you wrote yeah well, the other thing is, you look at like a guitarist, for instance, if you've never played with a drummer before, you're just going to write a bunch of riffs, and you're going to think that you can structure all these riffs as a song, right. until you realize, well, there's a reason, like, I remember the, one of the first times Nolan ever played with a drummer, we played with Chris McKenna, we hung out one time with him, and he's like, he's like you, that fucking dude is a machine, and he's metal, like, that fucking dude, all he did in his, with his spare time was listen to music and listen to metal, metal, like, he knows more metal than fucking anybody else, and fucking, like, I remember him going there one time, and like, like a riff that no one had wrote and we, we structured kind of a song but it was always just a singer who kind of could play the drums with a guitarist who didn't know how to play anything else other than guitar and then you throw him in front of a real drummer and you instantly see the fucking light bulbs go off like yeah. oh that's why you play with it or then the best one's always the bass player when you actually add a, a real bass player yeah. to a song you realize the shit the you never hear in the background yeah. well that's what the that's what it's there for it's, right. the, it's the meat it's the fucking yeah. the binding agent of the song you know yeah and you can do all that shit with computers but it's just it's not the same it's not the same like I when I hear something in music and maybe the drum's a little off or something's a little off I enjoy that yeah. I don't want to hear mechanical One of the fucking yeah it's a sad day in history when you take out like the realness of the fucking I, yeah, I like how to, it was I, really created back in the I like day. to hear those little things. I well, don't want to hear fucking mechanical drums. I was really big into like Fear Factor, we'll say, and fucking Raymond Herrera or whatever from Fear yeah. Factor was one of the most prolific drummers like that at, at, at one point. And then Gene Hogan took but over. But yeah, Gene Hogan took yeah. over. But now that Dino's <clears throat> back in the band, the last, not the last album that they wrote with Dino, but the one before that, Dino literally wrote the whole album with the drum machine. Gene yep. Hogan's program, actually, I think, because he's got a program. He's called, what is he, the something atomic clock or something yeah something, something like, like that. that his timing is like yeah but he's ridiculous. got a program that they designed around him because of how fucking perfect he is but like when you realize that a band like that and then when you listen to the album you can hear it like you yeah. can hear that there's a difference it's between, on a grid they call it being on a grid yeah you can, you can hear it now and you're like ah, it's just not the fucking same it doesn't have the heart that the old stuff had no. like even no. as good as Raymond Hunter was at being a fucking machine mm -hmm. with his triggers and stuff it's still not the fucking same like what a drummer will do with a, with a little splash fill or something yeah you know, or, I don't know, whatever, I can go on and on and on. That's I'm, the human element. Yeah, this is where I fucking, this is where the real nerd shit comes out. <laughs> Gary, this is Gary's least favorite Gary's episode. Gary's taking a second of. nap. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, it, was, it was fucking, it was a lot of fun. Anybody else want to bring anything else up? I mean, I don't fucking, anything else, uh, 
Nope. I think I'll lose three, that's for sure. I'm fucking, I don't care. You're in trouble! I don't give a fuck either way. 415. Yeah, well, it's still not that bad. This is about normal when we're. Yeah. Oh, wow. This thing after a while. Oh, yeah, it's even, even with the cum blanket, it still doesn't help us. Well, Mike, it was a pleasure to have you on finally. We're definitely going to. We've got to bring you back. Yeah, thank I mean, you. I really mm-hmm. appreciate uh, you guys keeping me in mind for this. Yeah, it's yeah, good to have somebody who appreciates music. Yeah, sure. Hopefully you're not too embarrassed to send this out to everybody that you know and tell them to listen to it. No, tell them just skip I'll, to the part where we don't say the f word every fucking. Um, <laughs> I'll tell them I wasn't here for the first part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's look at man. The way we look at it is like anything else. Like I don't know. If you find something funny, you find something. We nothing that we ever say on this is ever actually truly intended on ever fucking pissing yeah, people if, off. And if people want to look at fucking words without context, they're yeah, fucking get the idiots fuck out anyway. Of it. Yeah, get exactly. Out of get the fuck out of it. But. This was a fucking... If you're into music, man, this was definitely the episode. This was a... Someone was... Literally, I th- I'm telling you, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and look at my Facebook, like, on this day thing, and I'm almost 100% positive. I could probably find the original file on here if I really look back, but mm. I don't... I don't have the time for that. So, yeah, it was a... I think the first time I was on was in July. Yeah. And I was on, like... You were one, you were on you, you were one of the first few we recorded before we actually released one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have. I think you were the fifth episode because we recorded five before we released one, yes. or we just released the first one. First one came out on the twenty fourth or twenty fifth of July. Yeah, and the reason why you're you're a little bit different was we were sending them to you. We we had like three or four people that we were sending them to to like trial run them. Like yeah. I sent them to Ben, I sent them to Joe Walsh, I sent we sent them to you, and then I can't. There was like one other person I think that listened to them and just to see like give give us pointers like what should we do, what shouldn't we do, what do you think about this, and like. You know, like one or two people really love music and bullshit talk, or you know, one person just really likes podcasts and was working. Or, so it was good to hear the mix, and then it turned into whatever it's turned into now. But this is the longest one we've done in a while, and it was kind of nice. And we no no Game of Thrones talk, no offense to Game of Thrones, I'm so fucking over that show. And uh, next week we'll probably talk about the Chern- if you can get through the Chernobyl thing. That'd be great. We gotta we got some more stuff. I'll watch it this week. It's it's five episodes. You can blow yeah. it through. What's an hour? Hour episode about that, yeah. I don't even think they're an hour, but there it's it's one of those shows. It's because it's not like a show that's going to keep going on. It's just a, it's a mini series, docu series, whatever. Well, what's uh, when's this going up? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, by the time that everybody's hearing this, the Bruins lost the Stanley Cup, so I'm so fucking oh, happy man. about that. Go Blues! <laughs> Go Blues! Uh, how about this? Uh, uh, Jesus, that was a little one. Ray, hit us with a closer. I read the dirt, shape, motherfuckers. Peace. We'll run out. Bye, guys. Thanks, Mike. Adios, muchachos.